1: Today is Wednesday, November
0: 3rd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. With the holiday shopping suddenly upon us, it appears that getting the perfect gift or preparing that perfect meal will be far more challenging than in years past due to the supply chain issues. Shoppers are noticing that it's difficult to find a variety of items, and virtually everything from food to Christmas trees are going to be more expensive this year.
3: Kathy, I've already figured out what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. I'm going to have a Tyson Vegetarian Chicken Nuggets, and I'm going to give those (laughs) as gifts. You're going to give those as gifts? Yeah, Still, got a whole bunch of the freezer here, Preston. It's kind
0: of hard to believe how yeah. they taste. So I can see that as a nice <laughs> right surprise under gift the under the tree. That kid
3: wouldn't love that. <laughs> right?
2: The price increase is being caused by gridlock at major seaports and the truck driver shortage across the country. Analysts say the forecast for the holiday season is not looking any better. The advice to holiday shoppers is to start early and don't wait until the last minute. Kathy,
4: is this? Are people actually going to have to go into the stores to shop now? Yeah
2: case you know why because there's not you don't have to you can still shop online but they're saying you're going to experience the same thing because you're getting it delivered so you're still going to see those delays so if you see it in a store you're going to want to grab it
4: yeah and I like that. And listen, I, I I do like the convenience of online shopping, but I like going to stores. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The more you can support that, the more you can go
3: in and get your nuggets that way. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> well, I, I will say, you know, like normally we're we're right. We're still just the week after Halloween, and like we like to enjoy Thanksgiving. Sure. And I know you like Thanksgiving. Like that's your I holiday. That's my favorite. And it of kind that. of is getting, you know, looked past. But I was in the store, and I'm like looking around at the decoration. I'm like. All right, I I think I'm okay with this.
4: Yeah. By the way, I was very, very last minute to get my Halloween candy, so I was there on Sunday on Halloween. I went to my acme. What happened? It was all Christmas it candy. It was yeah.
5: Christmas candy
3: turnover. I was like, I went wait, because the- I always do. My wife, you know, I always <laughs> she buys enough. And I'm always like, I don't feel comfortable with this amount. And so I went. He's right. It was candy canes. <laughs> you you know, you can't Casey's... hand out candy canes on Halloween. You know, just green and red foil uh, covered right.
0: candy at Halloween.
3: Right, because you know, they're not going to think it's new. They're going to think it's old. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, true.
4: Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. No, I ended up just going to the regular candy aisle and getting... It didn't have any theme to it at
3: all. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You, you want know? my secret?
3: My secret is go to, like, the pharmacies. That's what
4: I did. I went to CVS. I went really? To they always have, like, a... Like a
2: One like a pop, aisle, right? One aisle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I should
4: have gone to that pharmacy in media where the uh, the the pharmacist had been sleeping with those chicks. You're right. You should have given a yes. sexual yes. favor uh, yes. for candy. Just
3: give a handy, yeah. right? No. I got So I got two bags of, of, of candy, big bags at CVS. I walked out of there, I didn't pay more than 80 bucks.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so cheap on sale. Uh, so hoping to ease the crunch, some retailers like Target are starting Black Friday sales early which they, they started, um, I think they started before Halloween, yeah. some of their sales and uh, they're going to continue that. Outdoor dining has become a way of life over the past year and a half no matter how cold it gets. Now it's time to break out the heat lamps again. So while some restaurants have already what uh have already have already set up their outdoor uh, and winterize their outdoor areas others are now just starting to bring out what's needed for the colder weather especially with the first frost and freeze warning that we had yesterday uh, the outdoor dining is expected to continue through december 31st there are two bills before the city council that would extend outdoor dining those bills still need approval restaurant owners say officials should extend it and for a longer period to keep customers coming out and business coming in many obviously are hoping that it becomes a permanent staple to outdoor dining I
6: heard one of the issues, Kathy, is that they, they haven't quite figured out how to set up uh, barriers in between the road and yeah. the uh, tents and, the, you know, the structures that they've created. <laughs> right? And That'd it's like, a problem, yeah. yeah and, and listen, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, it looks great and it is great. I'm so glad it's a part of Philadelphia now. But they have to figure out protocols for, like, safety issues. If oh, they no. can,
3: that's great. But Preston, you've said, like, how much you enjoy the, the eating. I mean like, yes. like terrific a, a, a Rouge had a uh, has a wonderful setup and it's like a ski chalet yeah well, that was mm-hmm. it's
2: an alpine meal yeah. that yeah. was one of the places so I went there as well it was I mean it was really cool to sit there it, it was yeah. very enjoyable it was so nice but Nick it was one of the places that I sat and I thought how has there not been yeah. an accident yes yeah. because yeah. It, a car I mean,
0: that's barreled down and hit yeah away.
2: and you know maybe driving a little too fast and there was an accident last year I forget where it was I want to say maybe Fishtown um, one of the restaurants uh and there was an accident fortunately. I don't think anybody was severely injured in it, but I mean, it was only a matter of time before that happened. So I could easily see how that—that's uh, the issue. But I mean, as long if they can, you know, put some safety measures in place, I think everybody enjoys the outdoor dining even when it's cold out. Flower Foods Incorporated is voluntarily recalling Tasty Cake multi-pack cupcakes due to a potential presence of tiny fragments of metal mesh wire. the hell? The recalled products were distributed to customers in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware. That's what gives it the taste. (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, New York, Virginia, Washington, D.C., and West Virginia. No injuries have been reported to date. The recalled products include Tasty Cake chocolate cupcakes, Tasty Cake cream-filled chocolate cupcakes, uh, Tasty Cake buttercream ice cream, ice cream-filled chocolate cupcakes and the inner packaging uh, sold individually. What With, about the crimpets? Uh, no, the crimpets are not right. on there. It's just these chocolate cupcakes and the buttercream. Um, but they, uh, the uh, enjoy-by date is listed between December 14th and the 21st. Okay. So if you have any of these packages, just look at that date.
4: Candy cakes, Tasty Claire pies are all okay?
2: You're all okay. Look, It's right. it's just um, three products that are sold in multi-packs and then the individual packs as you well. You can
4: tell
3: because on the box, the kid has bleeding gums. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Customers
2: may Return the affected products to receive a full refund. Anyone with questions can contact uh, Flowers Customer Relations Center at 1 866 245 8920.
3: That was unfortunate timing, right? <laughs> right. When they why took we, that why picture. Did we get yes. a kid with gingivitis.
2: <laughs> All right, in sports this morning. Oh! <laughs> So yummy. Last night in Game 6 of the World Series in Houston, the Atlanta Braves beat the Astros 7 nothing to win their first fall classic since 1995.
3: How exciting. <laughs> no,
2: nobody? Great. Max Green awesome. pitched six shutout innings, and Jorge Soler emerged as the series MVP with a three-run third-inning home run off starter Luis Garcia, giving the Braves an early lead that they held on to the rest of the way. At the Wells Fargo Center, the Flyers beat the Arizona Coyotes. Sean Couturier broke the tie with a goal in third period. Sean Lawton made it 2 nothing, and Claude Drew finished the scoring with an empty netter. Carter Hart got the shutout by saving all 29 shot attempts he saw. The Flyers are on the road tomorrow night with a game in Pittsburgh against the... Penguins. The Sixers return to the hard court with a game at home tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock and finally Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs was released from a hospital and to a Las Vegas jail ahead of an initial court appearance Wednesday on multiple felony charges after a fiery pre-dawn vehicle crash that left a woman dead and Ruggs and his female passenger injured police, and his attorney said the Corvette that he was driving slammed at high speed into the rear of a Toyota RAV4 on a busy thoroughfare in a residential area several miles west of the Las Vegas Strip at about 3.40 a.m. Tuesday. The Toyota burst into flames, and the driver and her dog died. Oh. The Las Vegas the police Department released details of the crash to the public, describing 22-year-old Rugs as showing signs of impairment after he got out of the car. Hmm. Very sad. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thank you
0: very much, Kathy. Third day of uh, Camp Out for Hunger, and uh, we are loaded for bear. We got a lot of things happening uh, today. I do want to mention as you come down here though, uh, we do have some things like uh, free Dunkin' and coffee yeah. uh, to kind of pep up your day, but also make sure that you grab a selfie. You can get a Camp Out selfie at the Philly Pretzel Factory photo booth that we have set up right over there. Our former intern Sam is helming that whole thing.
3: It's a cool rig, and, and a lot of it people is. have been using it. We we forgot to mention it, but it is it's awesome. People are really enjoying the pictures. Yes,
0: yeah, so you can do that and uh and hang out and uh ride the rides. Skelly amusements have here. I saw the Pharaoh's Fury
3: flying just a little while ago. Pharaoh's Fury was hopping last night after yeah. the rain stopped and uh yeah, and it looks pretty badass because it it's does. got the Sphinx. Uh, a replica of the Sphinx, not the entire one, it'd be too difficult,
4: on the front of it, and you see that sucker swinging back and forth, it looks great. So yesterday, you know, I I saw so many, like, kids here, and I was like, it's election day. That's right, people aren't in school, and so my friend Jeff, who works at Headstrong Foundation, he's like, can my daughters ride that ride? I'm like... Absolutely, and actually, while we were on air, you could hear them screaming <laughs> on the ride. I'm like, I, oh, I, don't, I don't
0: think. And in, f- f- <laughs> and in fact, there's no line. You can no, go yes. again, again, yes. again, do that whole thing and yep. ride back and forth all you want if you want to. Again, um, Daddy. Yeah. So uh, we we have been using those to uh, to great effect. Yes, Marissa. Hey,
7: speaking of uh, kids, I've got a lot of messages asking from people if um, fire trucks and food, uh, food trucks and fireworks. Is kid-friendly tomorrow. Yes. And yes. Yes. Whole I mean, family is welcome. Yeah. It starts there's at gonna 5 There's going to be
3: o'clock. a lot of open pornography. No, yeah, it's going to be absolutely fine. <laughs>
7: yeah, in you fact, there's... That's behind the beaded curtain. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, the, the free Mick Ultra for kids 15 and under. No, that's <laughs> no. not... No. 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 No, 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 no. Not true. But they are sponsoring the event, and we will have uh, beverages for purchase, and, uh, and of course, a portion of the proceeds from uh, the food trucks goes to Philabundance, Abundance, and we're looking forward to it. The weather looks good. That's the one thing we're kind of holding out for, like, please be decent weather that night.
3: Because it's one of our events, so we know how these things break, I'll tell you what, uh, I am sensing the excitement. People keep asking now about it, and it's going to be a big deal. I am so excited.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I have great news. After the show yesterday, uh, Rodney Bird, in his infinite wisdom, who fixes absolutely everything, yes. put a small fan behind my ass right back here, Kathy. There's a blower. Yeah, we have a And it's fan. blowing in the opposite direction of you, Kathy.
2: Rodney, see, you really did that? Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's right
5: here. People we'll take done. a picture of it. Thank you, that Rodney. Is,
3: that is exclusively oh, for good. my gas emissions. Okay. So, Preston, you and I jumped on with Jackson later on in the day, and, and we tried to explain the, the the switch that Rodney pushed after you had had a gas attack during yes. the show. <laughs> and and it, it, there's some sort of haze. I think it's actually called like a hazer descended in the room. Yeah. And And you had said you had just done this. And I looked at Casey, and I'm like... I think Preston's ass is on fire. Yeah, I smell smoke. Yeah, and it turns out no, it's this uh, it's this haze that they
0: can emit from a machine that makes the light rays uh, more dramatic in yeah. here, and it has a smell to it. It smells like barbecue. It, it kind of smelled like burning barbecue, so we have that as you well. You can
2: count on Rodney for literally anything.
3: I <laughs> remember anything. the story. What Rodney took out a keychain. You were looking for a drum key, which yeah. is like not. No one has. No, that. nobody has a drum key, but drummers,
0: and and I needed it for uh, like a, a, a bass drum pedal or something like that to uh, to adjust it. And uh, he goes, huh, here you go, pulls it out of his pocket. I'm like, what? Why do you have that? Yeah. You're not a drummer. I can't Why? Find
4: my birth certificate. Here you go. Is that right? Exactly. He's, he's like Inspector Gadget.
0: He, he's amazing. So, um, uh, anyhow, so we have that because I'm I'm still under the weather. I feel horrible. I'm I'm not going to be able to meet with anybody today. I don't want to meet. I don't want to get anybody sick. Well, I'm going say terrible.
3: you're playing hurt and you're being very valiant <laughs> about and, this, and uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, listen, but the fact that you're out here doing this, and we're going to do the show and have a great time, that's cool, but after this, young man, you get right back to the hotel. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm
0: absolutely going to bail out,
3: but listen, we have a lot of good things planned for today. It is going to be fun. Uh, we are going to have a
0: head coach of the Philadelphia Union, Jim Curtin, stop by today. Jim's a great guy. He's awesome. Uh, so, he'll be popping in. Our good friend, Kate Flannery is in town from the office. In here, in the tent.
3: Yes. How long has it been since we've seen Kate and person? It's been years. I mean, we, were, we did an Instagram live last year during the camp out. Yeah. Uh, but this is going to be awesome.
0: Uh, Kate is the best. You know from the office and many other things. And she's local, which is great. We have uh, Pennsylvania Uh, Attorney General Josh Shapiro stopping by today. We have Ricky Betalico and Mickey Morandini, who will be from the uh, Phil's uh, alum, obviously, and uh, they're going to stop and we'll have some fun with those guys. Uh, And last night, I'm so happy they won. It's great to have guys on the night after they win. Claude Giroux and Keith Yandel of the Flyers are going to be joining us today. And uh, G had a uh, a goal and assist last night, so he's got to be in a decent mood. Uh, So we'll chat with him, and then we have uh, various donations that will be taking place from uh, our fine sponsors of the event. So uh, there's a lot happening, and we would love for you to be here. we got a couple of people that have already shown up. Thank you guys for being earlier uh, in the day and arriving. We appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, it is... It's uh, it's it's safe for you to come by and hang out for a bit and see what this is all about. If you got a donation to make, we would love uh, to have that from you. And uh, I donated at Acme last night. That's still going on. It's
3: so easy, yeah. and it's uh, again what what, oh. what what we're seeing over there is very encouraging. And endless pools.
0: Yes. I need to mention this. So it's a we big have day. we got the Nova swimming team. Coming in today yeah. to hopefully pick up the pace a tad bit. And those guys went through some issues yesterday. They, so the the pool that we have here is one yeah. that they drag all around the country. Right. And they use it for demos. So it runs all the time. And the motor died out on them yesterday. I know. They had to replace it. And they went and got the replacement one. And some parts were missing from that replacement one. And then they went and got another one. And some parts were missing from that one. So they took the parts that were missing from one and put them <laughs> in the other one. And then they replaced it. And they have it up and running now, but they were like, they were like, of course, you know, they, they, it was right. This, they've been using this one forever. Yeah, it's got you know. When the did most you awareness.
4: find all this out? Because I, I talked to him yesterday. Okay, yeah, because I uh, tried to swim yesterday, <laughs> like, and like around like around eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, right? I literally popped into the pool uh, as the guy showed up with the equipment to fix it, and so I'm in there, and they're like, uh, it was either wait, you know, have them wait for an hour <laughs> or me wait for half hour, so. I popped out of the pool and then I, and it, so long story short i didn 't actually get in and swim until almost seven o 'clock last wow. night. he was swimming at seven <laughs> last night, so
0: I just wanted to point out that these guys go to great lengths yeah. uh, to make this thing happen and it's a it 's a beautiful piece of equipment and what we 're doing is trying to swim the length that it would take to uh, jump into the Delaware River right here yeah. and swim all the way to Cape May. It's called the Wells to the Shells event that we're doing. And if we can achieve that, 82 miles of swimming accumulatively, uh, then uh, Endless Pool is going to donate $15,000 nice. to camp out for home. Nice.
4: And so this, it's a team effort. It's a team effort. And the Villanova swim team, uh, they are elite. This is a Division One program. All so right. we can and clock some good mileage to do that, No right? doubt. Yep. All
0: right. All right. And, and uh, we'll we'll get an update on that as that continues. So... Uh, With all of that being said, let's take a break. Let's come back in a moment. The entertainment stories are coming up. I might, if you're good, I might have a hair change story. Keep an eye out for these things. Uh, Stupid question and more. We'll be back with the Camp Out for Hunger. Wells Fargo Center next to Xfinity Live on MMR. We'll be right back.
8: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And probably other places. now, back with more of the Preston & Steve Show podcast.
0: I want to mention this hour is sponsored by Ashley Home Store. They have 11 area locations in Philly and South Jersey. AshleyFurniture.com. They are proud to provide furniture for the broadcast tent and to support uh, the Preston & Steve camp Out for Hunger and Phil Abundance. So we appreciate that. All right, so stupid question this morning. We are going to give away, in case I don't have my prize list.
4: Uh, yeah, it's behind your weather. Oh, it is? Ooh. Excellent. Okay,
0: so we are going to be giving away the 50 in 10 times the cash scratch-off tickets uh, from the New Jersey Lottery. And the question I'm going to have for you, so I've been, uh, I've a uh, sore throat, uh, my throat hurts, my ass hurts, you do the math, what yes. was I up to last night. Um <laughs> So I've been taking, uh, I've been eating these uh, Ricola. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite. Ricola uh, cough drops.
3: Ricola. So
0: if you remember that commercial yep. where Steve was singing, what kind of instrument is played uh, in the Ricola commercial? Good there's a couple, question. couple different answers here that I have that are essentially the same instrument. But 215-263-WMMR, let's see if you know the answer to that. So the kind Ricola. of
3: instrument
0: played in that Ricola commercial. All right, I'll go through some birthdays. While we are awaiting your call today is November 3rd, Uh, Kate Capshaw, the actress... Married to Steven Spielberg, of course. Yes, when he
3: directed that movie, The Temple of Doom, they uh, they started getting warm for each other, yeah. and the rest is history. And so
9: she was annoying in that movie to people? So yeah. Some, some I people so.
3: hate her in that yeah. movie. I'm fine with her. I happen to be a big fan of Temple of Doom. Yeah, I, a lot me too. of people don't. I think it's got, um, it's really dark, but it's got, Lenny it saves the kids and brings them back to the neighborhood, and that last sequence. On the rope bridge is
4: is so badass. I need to re-watch that movie because I I don't recall her being annoying to me. I recall her being very
6: attractive. She's
0: not like, like, like she was whiny. Yeah, you was understand? she? Okay. Yeah, she was whiny. If
6: yeah. you got annoyed by Luke Skywalker in the original Star Wars, you'd get annoyed by Kate Capshaw in the because he's kind of a whiny. Yeah, he is. This was it the same actor movie. Nick? I think it's different actors. No. I think that was um, Mark Hamill.
0: But she kind of, uh, after her and Stephen got hot and heavy and fully married, she kind of became a mom and, she, and settled
3: it. into that. Got and, out of it. She's in yeah. one of her favorite films, Preston Dreamscape. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I was going to
0: mention that. She's 68 today. Uh, Steve, I bring this up simply because of your footy pajamas. It is Michael Dukakis's Michael birthday Dukakis today. One of the best kids time? I've ever got. Yeah. he wanted a pair of Michael Dukakis footy pajamas <laughs> and, like, Two years later, it might have been that year. Who
3: knows? Or was it was that year. <laughs> yeah. Casey made it happen. He somehow or another, he ordered them custom.
4: I blurted it out uh, at that time—an obscure political reference, just for the hell of it—and yeah. then
3: I and I still have them, by the way.
4: So uh, there are so many random things that you will just say uh, yes. that, for some reason or another, it just sticks out in my mind. And I was at the uh, Chicago. Uh, Art Institute, right? On Thursday morning, afternoon, and I had to take a picture of something. And my wife's like, "Why are you taking a picture of that?" And I said, "Steve said something about a Bodhi tree one time when he was in grade school, <laughs> right?" And yeah, what yeah. was? And so I took a picture of the veneration of the Bodhi tree, uh, this this limestone sculpture from the third century.
3: We were taking it was a religion class that I had not. It was actually in college that I had not studied for at all, okay. and on the final. I just wrote, without answering any of the questions, because the Buddha sat under the Bodhi tree for enlightenment for like 40 days. Okay.
4: And so I wrote, don't sit under the Bodhi tree with anyone else but me. Yes. And right. the teacher passed me. And I remembered yeah. that, and so I took a picture of that for <laughs> you, Steve, Well, thank you. Because of your randomness. <laughs> All
0: right. Also celebrating birthday today is former heavyweight boxing champion Larry Holmes. Yeah. Uh, and he is 72 years old today.
4: I bet he wishes he had a grill.
0: Is Larry Holmes out of the... Easton. Lehigh Valley, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. or Eastern
6: PA. Eastern, well, yeah, that is in the Lehigh Valley. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I Am- thought so. Bethlehem in the east and Easton are close to each other. I area. was
0: at the. I remember when I realized that I was at a Red Robin. Uh, in It might have been in uh, Allentown, and they had just pictures of him yeah. everywhere.
6: Yeah, he's a local hero.
0: A Super nice guy. We had him by the studio one time. Yeah, so absolutely. He, he's 72 today.
3: Uh, it is Dolph Lundgren's birthday Ooh. as well. Whose career has kicked back in big time. They The re-edited version of Rocky Four. Like uh, half it, more, right? a half hour more, right? Half hour more material is in it, and uh, apparently
6: Drago's a little bit more... Humanized. Did okay. you see the thing, Steve? that came out the other day. Uh, uh, Slide did an interview where he said that he regretted killing Apollo. Yes, and I. Yeah, that, that's sort of a pivotal, great moment. It's not, It's not a happy moment, yeah. obviously, but like it makes that movie, which is kind it, of a silly movie, more impactful. It. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: Uh, he is uh, sixty-four years old today. Uh, Kathy Kinney, who played Mimi on the Drew Carey show.
3: Yeah, uh, the, the big, uh, the outlandish makeup, right?
0: Yep, she liked the troll dolls right. and all that stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, she's 67 yeah. today. Uh, Lulu, the singer who brought us uh, to Sir with Love.
3: Which is one of my favorite movies. Do you guys remember that movie? It was the funky uh, the kid, Cindy Poitier is the teacher. Yeah. Yeah, it's great.
0: Uh, he is, she, Lulu, the singer, is 73. Uh, it's Adam Ant's don't birthday don't today. Don't don't today. Don't yeah, Goody don't Two-Shoes. Don't this song is
3: huge hit for him. I saw Adam and Ink in quote unquote concert at a brewery on Long Island. Oh, really? And you know what? It was a
0: great show. I like Adam yeah. and I liked uh, stand and deliver. I like Ant Music from Adam and the Ants. Uh, and he had, he had a few handful of sure. songs. I always liked that. He thing. actually did a little bit of acting too. Uh, he is sixty-seven. You're right. He was actually he was on uh, an episode of Northern Exposure. I remember <laughs> one time. Uh, Kendall Jenner. Has a birthday today. Kendall is
3: 26. The Meryl
4: Streep of the family, Of the family, I believe so. Yeah, from that Pepsi commercial. (laughs)
3: Right, which is so good. And
0: then the final birthday, a young man that we know well. He's doing two shows on New Year's Eve in Philadelphia. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Burt Kreischer's 49th birthday today. Wow. 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 Can you imagine? How dangerous a 50th birthday party <laughs> with Bert Kreischen What does that
3: movie? even look like? I don't know. He's probably working on it
0: now. I shudder to think.
3: I wonder if the movie... You know what you should do? Oh, Coincide the movie with his birthday. It's a yeah, great idea. Right?
0: Yeah,
3: uh, Happy birthday, Bert. We
0: love you. I hope you have an awesome one, brother. All right. Uh, we'll go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question, which is uh, Ricola, the commercial. What is the instrument that is being played in that commercial? And I will go to Rich and see if our phones work. Rich, good morning. Can you hear me?
10: Good morning, yes. Excellent.
0: All right, Rich, what type of instrument is being played in that particular commercial? An alphorn. Alphorn, yes, that is correct. Hang on. Alphorn or an alpine horn, also known as a labraphone.
3: It looks like a super huge pipe.
0: Yeah, really, really yeah. long. They're like, uh, they're like 10 feet long. Uh, Since you got it correct, sir, we are going to give you $50 in 10 times cash scratch-off tickets from the New Jersey lottery. You can play today because anything can happen in Jersey. All right, let's begin uh, with David Hall's, who was fired from the movie Rust after Alec Baldwin finally shot uh, Helena Hutchins with a gun he reportedly cleared as safe, and he has now broken his silence. Uh, He said uh, Helena Hutchins was not just one of the most talented people I've ever worked with or that I've worked with, but also a friend. He said, I'm shocked and saddened by her death. It is my hope that this tragedy prompts the industry to reevaluate its values and practices to ensure that no one is harmed through the creative process again. Uh, Hulse also noticed that he's been overwhelmed by the love and support in the wake of the tragedy, adding that his thoughts are with all uh, who knew that he uh, knew and loved Helena. Uh, his lawyer also spoke out, <coughs> saying that. It wasn't his responsibility to ensure the gun's safety. Uh, Lisa Taracco said uh, he's not responsible for checking it. That's not the assistant director's job. If he chooses to check the firearm because he wants to make sure that everyone's safe, he can do that. But that's not his responsibility. According to a search warrant affidavit halls had told investigators that he should have checked the gun properly so, he I did was, say that I was looking at a list
3: of protocols president I did not see the the assistant director as part of the chain it actually gets down to the last person when the actor is handed the gun the actor can uh, is supposed to check it or ask the armorer
4: to check it and pull the trigger to just to see that right. it's Good to go in front of them, right? I mean, all right. So I don't know what a blank looks like. I assume it—it's well, a it, shell, it, it right? Does look
0: different. So okay. it's a—it's the—it's the casing and the end of it. Instead of having a a lead, what that's called the bullet. That uh-huh. part of it is called the bullet. It's crimped. Okay, so it's squeezed, and you can see that it looks decidedly different. Okay. than an actual cartridge, an actual round.
4: And so, but those those uh, those shells go into the clip. The same way the bullet would, yeah, And this right? was a drum, it was, so it was yeah. a revolver. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my
2: God. To me, oh God. I, I can't believe was, they still use uh, real weapons that are, can actively be used afterwards. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like, it, how is it not well, it, disengaged in some way?
0: Yeah, you, you need, it still, it, it fires like a, like a regular. But they're yeah. not using that
2: sound anyway.
0: But what they might use is the, the muzzle flare, the, react, the actual recoil of the gun. There's some reasons. It, practically, it looks a little bit better.
3: But, but she she makes a point. But I know, yeah. They even have guns just generate like a like a muzzle flash without anything. Yeah. And what they're doing more now than ever, Kathy, is in post doing all that CGI. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyhow, that obviously continues and uh, will be scrutinized very very
3: closely. All of our gunfights are CGI on this show. Yeah. We don't do the yeah, real thing. No, here. we don't.
0: Uh, an attorney for Danny Masterson's accusers says that they should not have to take their civil claims of rape and assault. Uh, to an arbitration run by the Church of Scientology. Masterson is awaiting a criminal trial on multiple rape charges and faces 45 years to life behind bars.
3: What possible motivation could the Church of Scientology... <laughs> exactly.
0: His accusers have also sued the church, uh, alleging that members of the church sent by elders uh, stalked and harassed them after they reported him to police, which is what they do all the time. That's what it appears to be the case. Uh, despite that, an L.A. Superior Court judge ruled that the church... Could put the suit through religious arbitration, citing an agreement that the plaintiff signed when they previously had joined the church. Uh, Their lawyer, Marcy Hamilton, told the court this would be traumatizing for my clients. It would violate their First Amendment, absolute right to believe and practice whatever religion they choose to escape the religion they do not want to be a part of. Uh, The church's attorney, though, said that it is a covenant with the church. That is uh, how we accept people into the church, and that's what they do, man. You sign all that stuff.
3: And they, they lock they got, you their up. Their bases are covered. They lock man. you up. And then they also... Listen, I'm judging by what I've seen in documentaries and the Lisa Renner show. Uh, yep. Not the Lisa Renner show. The Lisa... Remedy. Uh, Remedy, yeah. 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 Uh, the, uh, uh, Leah the... Leah Remedy. Leah Remedy, right. Yep. Exactly. The gathering of information in that auditing process mm-hmm. yep. that can be used as sort of blackmail information. Yep. But they sign all that stuff ahead yeah. of
0: time and they, they get you legally. All right, uh, on to lighter fare. Yes. Yesterday, Gwyneth Paltrow dropped her hotly anticipated Goop gift guide. Oh, I'm so excited! Oh, yay! And it is sexier than ever. It
3: was pretty goddamn sexy to begin with, Preston.
0: With the usual doses of ridiculous but awesome hyper-priced luxe items. And I think they call it that, ridiculous but awesome.
3: Well, Kathy and I were looking through it last night. We had our... We were doing each other's hair. and We had our feet up. It was so amazing.
0: Uh, this year, in addition to 11 sex toys, uh, there are... There is a $10,500 $10, 500 Chanel sled. Oh, wow. A, He's
7: getting me that for Christmas. Wait, a sled,
3: Chanel sled?
0: A $34,000 bubblegum gym for children, uh, complete with a velvet swing, monkey bars, and a slide. A $38,000 mattress. Okay, now I don't know what this is. An $8,300 private yurt.
6: Oh, like a hut? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like They're using
2: yurts out uh, yeah. for outdoor dining.
6: Yurt is a, a great crossword puzzle clue. Yeah, I don't know yurt. Clamping like like, people use yurts for glamping. It's oh, a tent. It's a tent. Yeah,
4: it's just a it's just a tent. It's Get a up. yurt. It's
6: like a Mongolian word for people that uh, for for an outdoor tent. Okay, all right. Yeah.
0: So
4: uh, there's an
0: eighty three hundred dollar
6: yurt. Okay, cool. Uh, um, just just I don't know.
3: When I. He- Okay, go ahead. It gets better okay. right. before Casey has a moment. Uh, before you freak out over the yurt, wait till you hear that.
0: There's a custom leather bag exclusively for carrying a watermelon that is for huh? sale. <laughs> now, there, it's price upon request, so I don't know how much that costs. So, making so bag. Bag. who's yeah. making the bag? Who's uh, making the bag? I don't know. Okay. But it's, a, it's a, a, a custom leather bag exclusively for carrying a watermelon.
3: Now, I have a watermelon briefcase that has big holes cut in the side mm-hmm. so that it can <laughs> extend out. So for those on a budget,
0: there's the uh, Omakase Berry, which is an artisanal strawberry described as exceptionally sweet, cultivated in a first of its kind vertical farm tended by bees and AI robots. Ooh. AI robots. Uh, and eleven berries go for
3: fifty dollars. So is this now? So you know, you have like they used to have like was it the Hamlicker Schlemmer catalog yeah, yeah. and and, and, and what was, was the right. other one? That, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't uh, the one. Yeah. yeah so like and then yeah. the, the ultra high end, like they would have a. Arabian horses in the catalog.
0: Oh, that's Neiman Marcus, Neiman I think, Marcus, right? Okay. Yeah. okay. But so this listen, seems up in that territory. They do this on purpose.
3: It's, yes. It's well,
4: goofy stuff. Right.
2: Well, but listen, her. I mean, it's a legitimate gift guide. And before you complain, Case, I think you were going to complain about, like, the, the, the items. No, you right?
4: know, listen, I don't Hold want to, there, I, yeah. There's a
2: whole list of items under $100, okay. which I guess, the be- so it, it is going to be unique, different things. But, I mean, it's not all $34,000. Well, they also
3: right. have Yurt and Bernie, which is their
4: money. <laughs> Bernie and (laughs) Yurt. Bernie and Yurt. (laughs) Bernie and Yurt. Which is their
3: $10,000 Muppet (laughs) collection.
4: All right, so, all right, Kathy, for these items that are under $100. Are they items that should be under a hundred dollars, or is it like a pair of socks for eighty bucks?
2: That I didn't look Probably at the list. Bad. Yeah, but, I mean, you so have these,
0: these berries, these, these strawberries for fifty dollars. I
4: was gonna go off. I was gonna go off, and then like, listen, I'm I'm trying not to be like super judgmental. You're gonna have this, a yurt meltdown. This is not meant for. Me. No, it's meant for people no, I, that can afford the, it. But, you know, for you. I understand that. Like, it's just, it's weird and it's a little tone deaf, right? But again, there are people out there that can afford this, that, you know, and that's. Well here's the deal. Fine. As Preston said,
3: this is to get attention. Yeah. Because there, believe it or not, there is stuff that is a little bit more affordable on the product line. But uh this is what gets the news. Hey, when you when you go to the Oscars and you get that gift bag, yep. stuff like that's in it. That's what it is. You get you your know? yurt. Where's yep. my where's my goddamn yurt? They'll they'll
0: put in they'll put in outrageously priced things yeah. and, and uh you know, that's a gift certificate that you go and eventually get it from the retailer, but
2: yeah, there's um there's a, my Ernie? a lipstick kit on here which is forty two dollars, which is completely reasonable. Yeah,
0: here's a couple other ones. Also hundred dollars uh personal and miniature concrete fireplace for ninety six dollars a handy 2022 moon calendar for $39. What about
3: a tactical
0: electric shaver Preston? And the Goop Ultra Plus self-heating G-spot vibrator for uh-huh. $85. Oh. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so these are now
3: available through Goop. Is the vagina get? candle on the on the list or no? There was no mention of that in the story right. that I read. That's, so that's maybe the product that's, that got him to the dance. And by the way, it's not, it's
2: not all of her products. Like it's just yeah. a list, and there are other products. There's
4: actually there. a butthole yurt.
3: Pressing. Also, wow. Yeah, right. uh, for just
0: for your buttholes, just, it's a little tent right. that goes <laughs> in your ass. Tiny ass okay. tent.
4: All right. So I'm going to have to come up with my own gift giving catalog and call oh. it derp. You need to do it. Do yeah. it. You really yeah. need to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. It's going to take some work, but you should do that. Case, All we right.
2: should, well, because I do a gift guide yeah. each year. We should do side-by-side and see what you do. Side-by-side. Right.
4: Think. All my stuff is going to be from the Kathy Romano collection.
2: <laughs> or I like derp. TJ Maxx. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes. All right. It's going
11: to be derp.
0: I have some other stuff. Uh, Jason Momoa is on the mend after testing positive for COVID-19 right after the October 15th premiere of Dune, in which he co-stars, obviously.
11: My <laughs>
5: copywriter! On
0: Instagram stories, he said, there was a lot of people I met in England, and so I got a lot of alohas from people. And for now, he is quarantining with friend and pro skater Eric Ellington, and he posted several videos of him skating. Doctors recommend that if you do get
3: COVID, you need to quarantine with a skateboarder.
0: Uh, he is also finding uh, time to promote the uh, Take Action, Give Hope movement against climate change on Instagram
3: as well. Did You you like, you like Aquaman, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I it's, enjoyed it. It got a little outrageous. A, yeah, there were some times when you said, hey, no one has seen the light from this crap under yeah, the water. exactly. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the second one. Uh, Kristen
0: Stewart is getting married to Dylan Meyer after two years together. Uh, Stuart said of Meyer's proposal, uh, I wasn't specific at all. Uh, it's not a given that I would be the one. Uh, you know what I mean. With two girls, you never know who is going to fulfill what weird effing gender, that weird effing gender role thing. Uh, we don't do that or think about it in those terms. She just grabbed that bowl and
3: made it happen. I don't know huh? what she means by bowl. Maybe like a chip bowl. I she, think she meant balls. <laughs>
0: Grab she balls. said it was so effing cute. So
3: it sounds effing cute.
0: Yeah. Uh, the couple first met seven years ago and were first linked in August of 2019. So I don't know. what their she an plans actress or? Are. Uh, I know nothing about uh, her yeah. partner, um, right. but I just know that they are going to. They're apparently going to settle down. So we'll see. Josh Bolin is celebrating eight years of sobriety. Nice. He posted a shirtless selfie of himself, writing, Sobriety is finally loving without every thought being about how it affects only you. Sobriety is a moment of being able to love and be consumed by the glee that it brings someone else. Sobriety is knowing the difference between selfishness and integrity. Sobriety is knowing that God is in everything and that it is made up of every color and mixture of color that exists. Sobriety is knowing the moon late at night Mm -hmm. when she was there for you in your toughest hour and now again her witnessing your greatest joys. Okay, he lost me at the end there. The moon
3: and don't I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, understand that part. The hell are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. He's uh, a little you know, too poetic A little for me. too poetic, but yeah. uh, good for him. Eight years? Yeah. I, I. How can you not like Josh Brolin?
5: Yeah, you know? I he's mean, he, awesome.
3: He used to be really volatile. He used to have all sorts of issues. When he got sober, that all reversed. He seems to be loving life. Uh, you know, between Thanos and, and Cable and, and the characters he's playing, it's... It's yeah. And he's great in Dune. He plays Gurney
0: Halleck in Dune, and he's, he's great for that part. So I'm, I'm digging into everything that he does. Uh, let's see here. Kiki Palmer's new food competition Keke. series, Foodtastic, is going to bow on Disney Plus on Friday, December 15th. This is awesome. Yes. This is awesome for That's me. I'm a huge
3: Kiki fan.
0: Uh, the show follows artists creating extravagant food art from everything uh, from butter to veggies. Okay. <laughs> it says butter you you to had veggies. me
3: at Butter Art. What do we know Kiki Palmer from? I have no idea. Okay. I know the name. Oh, was she a
0: bachelorette? Or,
3: uh... No. Was she on the she, food? Network? Isn't she
0: related to somebody famous? Wasn't she
4: just in the story you mentioned? Was
3: she a
0: professional
4: show? wrestler known as Kiki Beware? No, yeah. that was, that was Coco Beware.
0: Yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, how about this? I don't know this guy either, but uh, some of you guys watch Oz, right? Oh, uh,
3: yeah, yeah uh, you used to watch it.
0: All right, alum Dean Winters.
4: Oh, yeah, you know Dean. He's um, he's uh, mayhem. He's mayhem. Oh, that, he the, the, re- on the, the, in the, the commercials. insurance commercials. Yeah. All right, well,
0: listen, he contracted a bacterial infection in 2009 that led to cardiac arrest, multiple operations, and the amputation of two toes and half of his thumb. Oh. Do you
3: remember, Preston, you reported on he was in a crash, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I think he was in a crash. He might have been on a bicycle. He got in, it was a, it was an accident, and and then all of this started to happen after this, and yeah. he's been in basically pain ever since. So he says
0: he says I haven't taken a step since 2009 without being in pain. Oh, oh, okay. He says uh. I've got neuro, uh, neuropathy on um, a whole different level where I can't feel my hands and my feet, but. If I step on a pebble, it's like going.
3: I go through the roof. Oh, they, oh is that neuropathy? Is that what they call that? Yeah, I don't know neuropathy. Okay, I said there's, neuropathy. A, some, there's someone I know, Preston, who has that, and it is. It's what what you just described. Any sort of pressure, any sort of everything is uncomfortable. Wow,
0: that's horrible. Yeah, uh, he says he has learned to live with it.
3: You know, he found. I was reading an article about this, Preston. He said he found out that. That mayhem—the actual derivation of the word—in some way pertains to someone who's undergone amputations.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've never uh, so, heard of that. Uh, there's a show I think you guys would all enjoy on Amazon Prime that he's in, and he—god damn it—is it called? Somebody help me out here. It's not called Dwayne, is it? Nobody, um, nobody knows. Sure. Not one we do person. not know, Casey. <laughs> no man. Well, it's it's the, the main character's name. Okay. And All right. I, I gotta find it. So just do an IMDb search for. Is it good, Dean? Uh, dude, it's great. So Dean Winters plays like Dwayne's girlfriend's father. It's it's really really good. I I watched the first episode. Palmer. And, and what's that? Palmer. No. Kiki. <laughs> is it about Kiki Palmer? Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have to give it a... Brooklyn
6: Nine-Nine?
4: It is not Brooklyn He
3: was on. Nine-Nine. He was on 30 Rock. Well, I... He was Tina Fey's yes. ex-boyfriend. I found it. He was Casey, it was a peeper It's called
6: Law and Order Special Victims. That's there it. Yeah, That's okay.
4: it. That's the
3: guy's Wayne. name. Wayne.
6: Wayne. Wayne. I yes. said
4: Dwayne. <laughs> I was thinking Dwayne Wayne Dwayne is, is yeah. what it was. I no. remember my retainer. Yeah. <laughs> Your thrill <laughs> You're is also dating Kiki Palmer. Yes. Wayne. Yeah. Give it a go. Okay. Back to you, Preston. Back to you, Preston.
0: Okay. I can. It's my... My turn. I
4: have the floor
3: now. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, thank when
4: the
3: you. light goes on in front of your microphone, talk.
0: Um, someone has changed their hair. Oh, oh my God. I would like oh to share that story with you, but not before we hear this first. Yeah. Florence Pugh did a thing. Okay. Uh, and by that, she means she chopped off all her hair. Not no. all of it.
3: No, I love Florence Pugh. Uh,
0: I do, too. She's uh, She's gorgeous. She's talented. She's great in Black Widow. Uh, pew posted a photo on Instagram of her brand new super short haircut that looks like a cross between a mullet and a pixie cut. Uh, pew, pew. The Black Widow actor is no amateur when it comes to drastic hair changes. She recently dyed her signature blonde hair a dark brown shade. And this haircut is her biggest transformation yet. Pew's pixie cut, pixie mullet haircut. Pew. Is longer in the back with shorter, wispy pieces in the front. Shorter, wispy pieces. Though the entire style doesn't extend past her shoulders. Uh, have, you
3: ever, have you seen Midsommar yet, Preston? No, you know what I'm meaning to get to Yeah, that. you will dig that movie. That, that will very much feel like a Stephen King story to you.
0: Uh, she didn't tag the hairstylist responsible for the switch-up, but she did include uh, hashtag chop, chop, chop. Hey, what was the last big
3: hair change on our show? Uh, uh, well I Kathy mean, did bangs years ago. Nick is been... when
2: I cut my hair oh yeah, when I cut my hair for uh Kathy's cuts. It's yeah. not a
6: change. I've just been growing it for a year and a half. It's just been Long. changing as we speak. It's a slow change. Long, yeah. slow changing but that's process. that's a
2: drastic tra- change. Yeah. From
6: Would what you go
3: full that? redhead, Kathy?
2: Uh, I tried to do that, and I destroyed my hair, so I will never do it again. Oh, really? Yeah.
6: Did you have to
0: try to strip it first? No,
2: I didn't have to strip it, but um, going lighter for somebody with dark hair, I think that there might be bleach involved. I don't know. All I know is it literally destroyed my hair, oh. and uh, my hairstylist was like, I told you.
3: That stuff is painful. Whatever. They, but remember when I was doing that person for a while, I had the short-cropped, Roy Batty sort of Peroxide blonde hair that they'd done for a makeover show for me. Yeah, whatever the hell they put in that stuff burns the hell out of your scalp. Yeah, the dye can uh, it can it
0: can be pretty corrosive uh, to your skin, especially if you have an allergy to it. That's why I stopped dyeing my beard. Yeah. All right, and then uh, one last story: Uh, Sony and Marvel have released the second trailer for Morbius. Oh, it looks great. Uh, Fans will get a look at Jared Leto's uh, transformation from biochemist to vampire. It also reveals a connection to the character Venom. Uh, Morbius is set to bow on January 28th.
3: I don't know anything about Morbius. What's so, it about? Uh, well, just from the trailer, I'm—I just—it's like it floats in that realm of comics that I was aware of, but never really paid attention to. It's in so, the Spider-Man universe. It is because actually, Michael Keaton's character yeah. from the Spider-Man film, Preston, is in the trailer. Hard Vulture? Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm on board then. Yeah, it looks cool. All right. Uh, we're ready for clips.
0: <laughs> Oh, this right now It's very, very loud. All right, so the big red dog finally comes to the big silver screen. Clifford? In Clifford. Uh, here, John Cleese, who appears in the film, discusses his take on dogs and cats. Roll the clip, please.
1: Well, I didn't grow up in a very rich family, so we lived in very small flats, so we had space for cats. But I think that I uh, quite like dogs. I just think they're Nazis. They want to uh, bite someone and you to get your approval and move up in the hierarchy. Whereas I like the attitude of cats, which is just kind of, <laughs> screw you, you.
4: Big dogs running. Big dogs out.
0: Clifford comes to theaters and Paramount Plus on November 10th. Were you a fan of that? Uh, yeah, as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Next clip. In Greatest Games to Morgan Freeman, the legendary actor recounts some of history's most famous evaders. And in this clip, Freeman shares his thoughts on the fate of some Alcatraz escapees.
3: Hit it. I'm curious, like everybody else, uh, number one, did they in fact beat the current? It it isn't like uh, a, a river or anything like that. Those currents in San Francisco, they used to live up there. They don't just rush in and rush out. There are all kinds of swirls and eddies and sinks and stuff. So, and that water is really, really cold.
4: Anyway,
3: Great Escapes
0: with Morgan Freeman premieres November 9th on the History Channel.
3: They did a show one time where they they uh, they were talking about the Alcatraz escape at, or the you know attempted escapes, and they basically through CGI drained the San Francisco. A bay. A bay around Alcatraz, and, and they show that it's just a nightmare yep. for, you know, cross tides and all that stuff, and right. the likelihood of being able to swim to the mainland is almost non-existent. But they do. They, they will. Yeah. Uh, people,
0: yeah. uh, they do races there, right. I think. Yeah, yeah. so it is possible, but I doubt for the people that were escaping all right, and there you go. That's what I have uh, in your entertainment report this yeah, and morning. and there was a hair change, too. I mean, what else do you want? I, I don't know, man. Yeah, if, yeah, I, I give you the camp out. If, if you didn't like that, you can suck it. <laughs> go you know, ahead. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we want you to come and see us. We want you to donate to Fill Abundance, Camp Out for Hunger. It is happening as we speak, and we have a lot of guests that are going to be joining us this morning. So why don't we take a break and come back with some of that right here in the Wells Fargo Center yeah. parking lot. Yes, it's Camp Out for Hunger. We'll be right back on MMR.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bingo Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: Thanks, Kath. We hope you have a few minutes to come by and uh, hang out in our broadcast tent uh, this morning and say hello and drop off your donation to fill abundance. That's what we're doing. Camp Out for Hunger uh, returns uh, into a kind of semi-normal version that we're doing. We're trying to get back as best we can.
3: Yeah, and it feels good. It feels good to see people coming by. Again, it's not the super huge tent, but there's enough room for you to come down and watch what's going on. And that holds true during Pierre's show and Jackson and the whole thing. So you can come... Get a little little
0: more one on one time. Absolutely. So we have several people stopping by today and uh we have our, our rides from the Skelly's Amusements. We'll see Go if ahead. we can use those at some point. Uh but we have a donation, and that's one of the things we do several times actually uh throughout the course of the morning. And today, uh our first donation on air is coming from a representative of Planet Fitness, and uh we want to welcome Vanny Wen to the show this morning. Yeah. Hey guys. Wonderful. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. So, I don't have your title. What do you do with Planet Fitness?
12: Uh, so I'm a community relations manager. I actually just got promoted 3 weeks ago. Hey.
13: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. That's awesome. How long have you been with the uh, the company?
12: Uh, so actually 3 years. Started nice. out at front desk and worked my way up. Look at Look you, getting up. Thank
0: you. A go-getter. That's awesome. Which location are you working out of?
12: Uh, so uh, our office in the Philadelphia area is actually in Springfield, Delaware County. Woo! And then
0: <laughs> You have a big fan here, <laughs> by the
12: way. Our yeah. franchise group, National Fitness Partners, we're actually based out of Camp Hill.
3: Okay. And you have, uh, there's Planet Fitnesses all over the place, right? Everywhere,
12: now. over and 2,000. Casey
3: was just raving about Planet Fitness the other day to me.
12: Yeah,
4: I was, because you guys have like a nice little section for circuit training. Yes. So if you just have like a half hour to kill, or not kill, but you only have a half hour right. to work out, you can go in there and bust out a really, really good workout in a half hour's time.
0: Nice. Uh, Mandy, did you, um, did you ask for your... Uh, uh, what's the word? So not subscribers. Members, I guess, to, uh, to to donate, or how did you guys go about your drive? Uh,
12: so, we actually are still accepting donations. Um, so, through the month of November, if you donate in-club for each item that you donate, it's an entry to win six months of a free black card membership. Wow.
0: wow. Nice. That's pretty cool. All right. And so, you're here to make a donation. Uh, what would you like to share with us?
12: Uh, so, we're actually here to donate 20,000 hey. oh. pounds.
4: <laughs> That's one of Casey's heavy
14: workouts.
4: She kind of said it like nonchalantly matter
5: of fact.
3: (laughs) 20,000 pounds. That's only 10 tons of food. Yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Amazing.
14: Thank you.
5: Wow.
0: And so uh, is that being delivered directly to Felibana? you guys dropping off here? Do you know how
3: that's working out?
12: Uh, Yeah, so we actually dropped it off here today. um, And then throughout the month of November, we'll still continue to drop off.
3: Oh. Excellent. They and it all
12: month. That's amazing. To
3: remember that there are people out there, volunteers, who help take all this stuff and everything, which is, is great. Always working until uh, we shut down around 8 o'clock at, at night. So, But that's awesome that you did that. We're, we're, we didn't realize it was going to be that much. <laughs> Thank
12: you.
3: Anything you want to mention about Planet Fitness before we let you go?
12: Um, just to say that Planet Fitness, we really strive to be part of our communities. Um, it's not just being a, a business or a gym for you guys. It's just giving back and being part of Part of what we
3: existed, and also wipe off the equipment after
0: you use it, right? Yeah, Yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you, and we appreciate the donation. It's amazing. Thank you, guys. Let's hear from Andy Wynn of Planet Fitness. By the way, I'm going to do a, uh, a shard out real quick for a friend. Right. All right. I can actually do a real shard. I think yes, I could actually could. crap my you pants. You could blow a hole out the fat. back of your On pants. the air this morning. Uh, but I want to say a shout out to the guys and gals at uh, SEMA Network. And uh, they had brought in 670 pounds of food and $220 in donations. So they they just had gathered it all together. And wow. My friend John Hedrick, who had uh, uh, wanted me to pass that along. So a shard to those guys. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Guys. We do appreciate it. All right. We have another guest. We are welcoming to the mic, and we're excited because it has been uh, an exciting week. Uh, They just clinched a playoff spot, the Philadelphia Union. We have the head coach, Mr. Jim Curtin, with us this morning. All right, we're going to get Jim in place. Wait, he brought some gifts for us. Oh, my God.
10: Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So it's the band
13: over there that are screaming, I guess. Hey, Jim, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me. I, we have gifts for everybody. I just could only carry those two. That's <laughs> awesome,
0: dude. These are great. These are uh, sweat jackets. These are what do you call these?
13: I would team uh, jackets. Jackets. warm jackets. More, more so, on jackets. You one? One? Thank
0: you. I don't know what.
13: I think but, the technical term is anthem jacket. So when they wear the when they have the national anthem, they wear those during that. Then they take them off and then it's oh, wow. ready to go. Preston, I got an evening gown.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got
4: to admit, beautiful. Uh, when I saw them come up to the stage. I was like, wow, those are gorgeous. And then when they only had two of them, I got super jealous because I really love the way they look. So I'm, I'm now super happy. All right. Thank you, Mr. We got you. We got you. Head coach.
3: <laughs> nice. That's what char- charity is about, being <laughs> covetous of what others have.
4: <laughs> hey, I listen, I'm not a perfect person. No. I um, No. I am far from it. You know who's a good
6: person? Jim,
15: Jim
4: Kirk.
6: Sometimes, sometimes. When did you, Jim, when did you come to camp out in years past? Because I know you've been here several times. I mean, not as a coach, as like a person who grew up in the area,
13: you came to camp out. That was back in my days at uh, Bishop McDevitt High School, which is no longer just shut down, uh, which is sad. But, uh, yeah, back then we, uh, I'll just say, left school early a couple of times and came down.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think it was the first, when you first came to town, you, you came on for the camp out for hunger. Yeah. It's been a, a good relationship since.
13: And you guys do amazing things. It's incredible. Uh, obviously, you know. Just thinking of others at this time of the year is something that's very important. And, and again, what you guys have done for the city—gosh, for how many years now? How, uh, what are we going on? Twenty-four. 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 24 this is the 24th, yeah. 24, It's amazing. Uh,
4: can we talk about Ted Lasso real quick? Yeah, sure. Have you watched it? Of course. Okay, so uh, Preston's wearing a Roy Kent shirt right now, and I want to see. I want to ask if you took exception <laughs> to one of the things Roy Kent said when he talked about, uh, you know, having to. Perhaps, maybe take his career into the United States oh. where he would dominate.
0: He goes
13: where I would dominate. <laughs> yeah,
4: they,
13: they take some backhanded compliments at soccer. We're still growing as a sport in this country, as you guys know. But that show actually, you know, I, was re- I reluctantly watched it because, as a coach, you are going, "All right, how, how close are they really going to be to what a locker room is like?" Uh-huh. Um, but I'll just say, did they nail it? Not in my locker room, but there is lots of Roy Kent's out there. I'll just say that. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Uh, and listen, it, it's promoting the sport. It's For
0: you sure. know, it, it's getting in. Uh, in in, in ways in an indirect way totally uh, into everybody's lives and and I've, I've I love it I think it's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen
13: I think they nail uh obviously the sporting side is is a part of it but they really nail the emotional side of things and the highs and lows and that people are just you know normal you know at I, the end of the day so you as a coach
0: I mean so so you have Ted is this figurehead on the, on the show and and he's got a uh, he's got a, you know you speak about the emotions he needs to uh, tread lightly uh, where where possible uh insert him into maybe some personal things that goes on in in some of his players
13: lives is that part of a role in in uh, that a coach plays absolutely i mean look uh you can talk about tactics and substitutions and all the x's and o's but what it really comes down to as a leader are you able to create relationships within your group you know are, are you able to empower people to do the become the best that they possibly can so it nails a lot of those uh and again you don't have to be uh, perfect with the X's and O's, and it shows that you know if you can really relate to your players. I have fifteen different countries represented in my locker room, age fifteen through Jeez. thirty-five. So it's it's crazy, it's all over the place. You better get to know them as people. But I mean, fifteen? Wait a minute, age fifteen? 15? 15? 15. Age fifteen? Yeah, we're signing, we're signing. We're <laughs> What do you child label law? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you can sign kids now from our academy, and it's happening younger and younger. They get paid very well uh, and to kick a ball, and then they so do what a great do job. About school. They, they have a school go. set up. <laughs> now have they're incredibly that's dumb. That's a great question. No. We have a YSC Academy, a school that's set up. It's take, Their educations taken care of. Even college wow. kids taking college classes as well that are expensive. That's a
3: great wow. opportunity. Uh, listen, if you, if you have that ability and you're able to do that and it, and it works, that's uh, cool because – and I, I assume that's the norm around the world, right, where you can have – I mean because this beca- – this, uh, for many around the world, this is a life – Dream, you know, the kids. Kids are like they're born with soccer balls, basically. For sure.
13: And look, I'd say though, in, in our setup here in Philadelphia, there's so much soccer talent here. Uh, YC Academy, where they do have an education, they do put a focus on education. Whereas, I'll just say, over in Europe. Uh, Education becomes secondary once these kids turn pros, and there's a lot of sad stories of, of kids ending their careers early and not having anything uh, to fall back on. But here, we do take care of the education. Sure, piece. Jim,
0: you mentioned all the different countries. Are there are there language barriers that you cross?
13: There are, there are. Uh, fortunately, I have a, a, a guy, a really in Colin, who can speak five different languages, so there he does help me with uh, with whether it's Portuguese, French. Uh, he can go to everything pretty quick and give translation. Jim, if wow. if I can help you, just say it in English, but louder, yeah. and you'll <laughs> understand.
3: Yeah. 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 I know
13: all the bad words. Yeah, yeah. I know all the bad words right. and everything language.
6: <laughs> Let me ask you about uh, one of your international players where I believe he speaks English because he grew up in Jamaica. Uh, Andre Blake has had an incredible season. Awesome. Uh, yeah. your, your goalkeeper. And uh, I was at the Flyers game last night, and I was talking with some friends about Carter Hart. He had a I was there out. too. Were awesome you? Game, yeah. yeah, a great shout-out by Carter Hart last night. And we were talking about the mindset that a goalie in any sport has to have. And they're just they're just different. You know, like they, they have to... Think differently than anybody else out on the ice. And I would assume that's the case for, for a goalkeeper in soccer as well. How has he been so effective this year, Andre, I'm talking about? And, and how has he had so many shutouts? Yeah,
13: you nailed it. The laser focus of a goalkeeper is something that's unique because, again, you cannot be involved for the majority of the game. And all of a sudden, when you're called upon, you better be ready. You know, And just like last night's game, like you said, uh, to keep a clean sheet, to keep a zero uh, was incredible from Carter Hart. Andre Blake's done it for us countless times. I've seen um, him
6: make some saves this year that are unbelievable. And, you, you know, you go to a, a soccer match and you think you've seen everything, and then he'll pull out some kind of a save where he's flipping in the air and, and all of a sudden, like, just a fingertip to get the ball off the goal, uh, you know, off the crossbar and then out. It's really remarkable. Yeah,
13: we're, we're really lucky to have him here in Philly. Uh, he's goalkeeper of the year again uh, last season. So, again, special year. Hopefully he wins, it, wins the award uh, this season as well. He's that's been right, amazing. That's right. To that point, Nick, I'd recommend if you
3: can get out to see a game because you you begin to appreciate just how much space he is guarding. Yes, uh, right. It, is, right. It, is, it seems like how can you possibly protect that? But when you see it, it again, the, the, the length of the field, the the amount of running yeah, yeah. that takes place, all you got to do is go out and see it once, and then when you watch it on TV or whatever the deal, obviously you hope that they come out and see it as often as they yeah. can, but it gives you a new perspective and appreciation for the game. To be honest, before I started seeing
13: it in person, I was yeah. like, eh, Now you realize how grueling a sport it is. I appreciate you guys. You guys have been with us for a long time now coming down to games and supporting us. And and you're right. They run up to some guys 10.5 to 11 miles per game uh, at a pretty high rate with a lot of sprinting involved. And like you said, Andre's covering... Uh, a goal that's 24 feet by 8 feet high, and there's 70 mile per hour shots coming at him quite often, so it's, uh, it's impressive. It's crazy. There. Who runs the most uh, in position? So right know. now, uh, we have Alejandro Bedoya, our captain, even though he's getting up there in age, is still up around the, the top. Our midfielders usually cover the most ground. Okay, what ja- I Jamiro Montero, the young kid, Paxton Aronson, can run. He's, he's a baby. He's just turned 17, so he can run forever. So again, uh, it's a special group, but they do, uh, do a lot of sprinting, a lot of, lot of ground to cover out there. Alright, so clinch the playoff spot. What's the story on the playoffs? What happened next? So we are in second place right now, uh, which means uh, the next game has to come through Subaru Park. We have one game left. We could finish anywhere from second to to fifth. Um, If we take care of business, though, uh, we'll hold that second spot and then uh team's got to come play us in our building which we uh we favor ourselves uh, in in that building with our fans behind us. You got a regular season game coming up this week? Yeah, New York City FC uh final game of the season at uh, 3:30 uh up in Yankee Stadium. They still have a baseball stadium up there. That's where they play, so. You can make, make fun of New York, <laughs> for me. You sure. guys can do that. <laughs> nice. Well, listen, coach, we
0: know you only have a certain amount of time. So you got to get going, but I wanted to try something today. We're actually going to we're going to hook you up with our next guest. Great. We're going to play a game with you guys, and then we're going to let you go, and then we're going to interview our next guest. Great. uh, Because you got to get out of here. Awesome. uh, Marissa, if you're ready to bring our next guest in, yes, uh, she is one of our all-time favorites. She has been joining us for years and years. Ladies and gentlemen, from the office fame, Kate Flannery is here with us this morning. Hey. And she brought, what is that, a case of beer with you? Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. <laughs> She's so charitable. You're the best. Okay. She's always talking her. about Rolling Rock, her favorite beer. So she brought a case of it. Oh, my God. Uh, so let's have her. You can, If you want to remove your mask, you can. You're more than, uh, than welcome in to that whatever area. you want. But, Or you can keep it on.
14: It's my stunt double. No. Uh,
0: Kate Flannery, yeah. how are you doing, dear? I'm
14: better now. I got some ponies, hon. Ponies. Poonie. the ponies. I love for you it, guys. Right? You're not driving, am I right? you st- I mean, I saw the RV. Nobody's getting by in that That's thing, right? That's right. I'm not yes. going anywhere. Awesome.
0: Uh, it is great to see you. Uh, why are you in town? You here for? You know
14: what? I, I I'm in town always to see my dad, but uh, I was I'm was speaking at Muhlenberg College last week for some reason they wanted me to speak to the students, wow. and uh, yeah, we had a great Q and A uh, and nice. To it stun you?
3: When they, when they invite you to talk in like, oh, like, like like one time they had us come out and talk to a uh, it was some sort of uh, kids at risk or something and oh I'm like god. and they 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 hated us the oh. second we walked it was a
14: it
0: was a detention, was a detention center, center. that we yeah, went I'm to like, oh what my are god we doing here? I was terrified Yeah, yeah, yeah right I mean, by the
4: Grand I mean, Mall do you yes, remember yeah, that yeah, place yeah, yeah. oh my
0: god I'm
14: scared straight you guys yeah, yeah totally right? we ended up never oh we terrified to go. they were yeah. scared straight that's what I mean we were terrified
0: I tell Kate here's what we're gonna do this is Jim Curtin by the way coach of Philadelphia Union we're Backstage, we yeah, yeah. So he's we're gonna back. we're gonna. He's got to get going. But I wanted to play a game with you guys. We always like to okay. have a contest of some type with our with our uh, guests. So we're gonna play. Case, do you have uh, the music for yeah, the yeah, uh, the yeah, contest? So I, should, uh, I didn't even think about that. But uh, you know the classic game, the ten thousand dollar pyramid, or $25,000 twenty five thousand. Yes, right? 000 yes 000 I pyramid.
14: played it with Strahan a couple yeah. years ago. Exactly. So we're exactly.
0: gonna play a game of pyramid this morning Aww. on the Preston and the Steija. <laughs> hey.
14: All
0: right, and so the way this is gonna work. I am going to give you guys some categories uh we, we will start we will start with Jim I'm gonna name these categories and then I will feed you guys the uh, the clues it'll just be easier that way so okay. I'll be your clue giver I'm a decent clue giver and then we'll total up the points and whoever has the most points will end up being our winner and uh, we'll give you a bottle of water or something I don't know yes <laughs> right, here are the categories all right they are as follows and Jim you'll get to choose one. That's a big bush you have there. <laughs> How about a pearl necklace? We also have, we've got a squirter. Oh my God. And they're not what you think. They're all sexual. No. no. <laughs> I love oral. Uh, what? Let me show you my nuts. <laughs> he can bang all night or uh, probe to penetrate uh, penetrate your anus. <laughs> Which
14: one do you want, Jim? Poor Jim. Which one stood out to we're you? We're both talking about going to Catholic school, so continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
13: Go yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone's listening. <laughs> Give me those again. No, I'm just kidding. I'll
0: take the last right, one. The last one. All right, the last one. Probe to uh, penetrate, penetrate Uranus. Penetrate. All is, is a an NASA term. All right. So <laughs> these are things that have to do with the space program. Space. Okay. I'm going to struggle this is here. What we did there? It's not sexual at all. Not at all. All right. Thirty seconds on the clock, Casey. It right. It's thirty seconds. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, and on your mark, get set, and go. Uh, this is one of these exploded one time. It was asteroid. A, no, no, it was a, it was a rocket that they sent up, and then it was spaceship. Uh, it was the space, you know, SpaceX. Looks like a plane. Shuttle. No, it exploded. Shuttle. Next shuttle. Time. shuttle. All right, shuttle, I got it. All right, thank right. you. This is what this is what takes the the astronauts up into the air. Uh, rocket. Yes, you got it. All right, and when you go around the Earth, you are in... Orbit. That is correct. Uh, This is where they actually take off from... Launching pad. That's correct, yes. Uh these are things like a GPS is on it. It circles satellite. Yes. He got uh, it. He got it. He got it. One, two, three, four, five. So five. That's not bad. Right. And that's not one for Kate.
14: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Kate. That's a big bush you have there. Hey. Uh, my how, about, listening. how about a pearl necklace? Uh he can bang all night. We've got a squirter. I love oral, or let me show you my nuts.
14: Pearl necklace. Pearls. Pearl. I'm a lady. Yes. A
0: lady. Alright, so how about a pearl necklace and That category is... Things that have to do with jewelry. Ah. Things that have to do See, I knew it.
2: with yeah. jewelry.
0: All right, 30 seconds on the clock, and let's begin. Uh, these are the most expensive gems. Diamonds. That's correct, yes. Uh, when you give someone you want them, you want to marry them, you give them a? Engagement ring. That is correct. Uh, this fits around your wrist. A uh, bracelet. That is correct, yes. You wear these on your lobes.
14: Earrings. That is
0: correct. And you measure diamonds in?
14: Uh, carrots.
0: That's correct, yes. This is a green gem. An uh, uh, emerald. That is correct. And w- a small diamond an earring would be called a...
5: Stud. Yes! Wow! Wow! wow. Yeah. It destroyed me. That's how
0: That's it's right.
14: done. Anybody at Jewelers Row, if you want me to promote your business, I'm happy to represent. Well,
0: Steven
3: Singer. Yeah. Seven to five. Are you keeping the yes. four over there, Nick? All right. All thank right. you.
0: All right. So back to the categories, Jim. Here we go. That's a big bush you have there. He can bang all night. We've got a squirter. I love oral or let me show you my nuts.
13: I'll do uh, he can bang all night. He can bang go. all night. That's all what right. I would
0: have chosen. That'll never no. be taken out of context, Jim. That category right. is things associated with drummers. Oh, no. I'm I'm in trouble nah, I think it will be all right. No. These are easy things associated with drummers. He can bang all night. 30 seconds, and let's begin. So they hit the drums with? uh Sticks. Yes, correct. All right, this is metal, and it goes ting, ting, ting. You hit uh, it. Symbol. An animal. No, that's not it. An animal might wear it around its neck out in the field. Uh Bell. Uh, cowbell. We'll cowbell. Get it all right. Uh, this is the thing you said before. You hit them, they're metal. Symbols. Yes, that's correct. Uh You keep the? Rhythm, beat. Beat, you got it. All right, and you go to a show. It's a? Where everybody gets concert. Yes, that's correct. Uh, These you hit with your hand. Bongos. Yes, absolutely. This is the big drum you
13: hit with your foot. Uh, Snare. Oh shoot. Uh, (laughs) The face. Face. face, face.
5: face, face (laughs) Well done. How did that just come to you at
6: the last minute? Sign language. (laughs) Seven for Jim. Sign
3: language that you speak. It's the best, most effective. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's go back to Kate,
6: and this will be the last one we do. We'll do two categories. All right. Uh, what's the score, by the way, Nick? It is, uh, well, Jim currently has 12 and Kate has seven, so we'll see how she does in this round. To be honest, better Jim, than five. you,
3: you got to stop helping
6: Kate on this. Because <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right, so the final categories.
3: That's a big bush
0: you have there. We've got a squirter. I love oral, or let me show you my nuts.
14: Let, let me show
0: you my nuts. All right, let me show <laughs> you my nuts. And that is varieties of nuts. Oh, oh it's varieties. not sexual. Of nuts. All right, okay. you ready? This is going to be hard. Let's begin. All right, these are kind of a crescent shape. They're small. Uh, cashews. That's correct, yes. Uh, these are sometimes a red shell.
14: Uh, uh, pistachios.
0: That is correct, yes. Uh, these are large like this, and you, you put two in your hand, you can crack them together. Walnuts. That's correct, yes. Uh, you eat these at the ballpark all the time. Peanuts. Yeah. Uh, these are like ma- Nutella is made out uh, of these. uh hazelnut. Yes. Uh, this is a southern nut. You make a pie out of he it. Pecan. Yeah. And these you find in Hawaii,
4: they
0: uh, are...
14: Academia. Yes! Wow. Yeah. wow. 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 Hey, I'll you tell guys, you what. You
4: must have rocked Trahan's world.
14: Nailed
3: Preston
4: it. is really good at
3: giving. Guys, yeah. And
14: also, I just did an episode of Magnum P.I., so I hadn't... I had, you were just ma- in Hawaii. I dance coming there, out. There you go. wasn't... <laughs> <laughs>
3: I had nuts coming out of my hair. Actually,
0: that's yeah.
14: how I was paid. I was paid in nuts.
13: <laughs> All right. Well, with that, Jim, you're a good sport. We want to thank you for being here this hey. morning. out for hunger. Hey. Thanks so much for having me, guys, and keep up the great work. Appreciate Head you. coach of the Philadelphia Union, Jim ah. you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: He's
13: a good man. I appreciate
4: this. You want me to mention Bimbo? Well, yeah, because uh, that was a <laughs> camp out for hunger game. So this is a uh, oh. read for the camp out. Hunger Games. And
0: Mimo is a longtime sponsor of uh, the. Sure year are. Well, they are. So. They still are. Uh, and uh, it's brought to it you today, up. by the way, uh, Sarah Lee Artisano with their thick slices and irresistibly soft texture. Sarah Lee Artisano bread <laughs> makes the sandwich, always baked without artificial flavors, uh, colors, and preservatives. Artisano is a delicious way to make the routine remarkable. It, it, Kate was let just me, telling let me, me, let all me all tell this stuff. Let tell you something. Uh, visit your local grocery store to pick up Sara Lee Artisano bread today.
3: This is my favorite freak, Nick. Are you a fan of this bread? Love this it. This bread is so awesome. I'm not kidding. I love it. All right. With that done... Kate, how the hell are you?
14: I'm fantastic. I got a case of ponies. We have to cracked up the Rolling Rock. <laughs> oh, will you tear
3: up. into it?
0: Go ahead.
14: Now, you know what? I'm I'm driving. but are uh, you? You guys are staying put. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
3: when you when you come around, you don't you don't get a car service. You don't have like you're sitting <laughs> in the back of a Rolls or something.
14: I, I'm driving a a, a, a 78 Impala. that so it has been in the family for a years.
3: 78 Impala.
6: No, 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 no. <laughs> Kate, I love uh, following you on social media. You've had a really eventful last few months, and, yeah. and I'm ah. so glad I reached out to see if you might be around. For, uh, for camp out and here you are which is fantastic I know
14: this is my first time I'm actually technically here because last we, year I was here with Jenna and Angela
6: Instagram live with you last year but I, I want to ask you right off the bat what was Alaska like because you got to tour there with Jane Lynch and that that looked so cool
14: it was it was really awesome and luckily it, it, uh, thanks to global warming it was snowing already in September <laughs> and it usually doesn't and then I actually got to shoot an an independent film in Homer uh, Alaska which is where all the Alaskans go for vacation and it's a, it's it looks like every place you look it looks like a storybook it's I, yeah, I,
3: I'm familiar with this. I was just watching a documentary about that area, and, and it is... It, no matter where you look, it looks like a classic postcard Absolutely. shot of Alaska.
14: And there's one great bar, the Salty Dog. <laughs> Tell them I sent you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice. They know you're there.
14: Actually, I was working so hard. I cannot party when I'm on the road. <laughs> like I'm getting so old. I, I have to keep it together. Jane Lynch will kill me. I I we there we there go. Yeah,
3: the Flannery first Switchers. First.
0: Sorry, Back sorry. at the
3: radio station sorry. is being pushed as we speak. <laughs> uh, Alaska, by the way, my wife and I took a trip years ago when we first got married to Alaska, and I still contend it it may be the greatest vacation we ever took. It is, you've got to get to it to really believe because you just said, no, that place, that can't exist. Right. It can't look that way in real life, and it looks even more amazing.
14: It, it does. Yeah. yeah, the 49th state, baby. I'm just yeah. saying, if you're if you're on your way on the Black Horse Pike to the shore, <laughs> and you're at the diner, and you get the placemat, check it off the mat, li- right? it <laughs> yeah. yeah.
5: off the mat, right?
14: Exactly. Just go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, so, uh, Jane Lynch, you and uh, and the crew are doing a swinging little Christmas. Yes. Uh, back here in Philly. I'm so excited about yes. that. Yes, we'll be
14: at Wilmington uh, December 2nd at the uh, the Grand Opera House at and then we'll be in Philly at the City Winery on I think it's a Sunday, December thirteenth. We finally first.
3: get the chance to see it.
14: Two shows, yeah. We're doing yes. two shows, yeah, yeah. We're doing lunch, and, lunch and dinner. Yeah, we, we go.
3: Awesome, that's excellent. And so it's it's the two
0: of you. You have a piano accompaniment. We or have a,
14: we have a five piece band, the Tony Guerrero piece? Quintet. They're awesome. They're jazz, but they're great. But you guys, it's not a hostage situation. I promise. <laughs> so
4: it's we uh, that's Jane Lynch is going to be here too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So December twelfth is my daughter's sweet sixteen. Hey. And she loves Glee, and she loves The Office.
14: Right. Is she 21? I don't know. Do you, I don't, maybe you don't have to be 21 to be in c uh, I'll just get her a fake ID. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What am I saying? Right? Honestly. I know a place in Seattle. That was yeah. back in the 80s. So I'm sorry. I may have oh, to bring
0: I, her to the show. Were you a I, fake I, ID I, user back in the day? I was. I got,
14: I, I got caught, too. I, I oh, you did? All
0: right. So how did, did did you use someone else's ID, or did you try to doctor it?
14: My older sisters, and I still t- I tried to doctor it like a dummy. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So we had a, and I actually didn't do this. Because I had a different fake ID. But uh, there was a guy who came to our campus oh, yeah. with New Jersey IDs. And, like, everybody in my fraternity house had, to, had, you know, it was same like 100 name. bucks or whatever. They had to stagger when they would go to the Trap Tavern because everybody had the same address in New Jersey. That was the only well, thing. Jersey well, was well, the
2: yes. easiest way to get a fake ID because you could actually take somebody else's birth certificate over to Jersey. Oh, so all God. of my oh, friends totally. had legit Jersey IDs just with somebody else's name. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that I, had crazy? Somebody, I had somebody that looked like me, Don Dur, and I. <laughs> Dawn Durr? Yep, that was her name.
9: Durr. Dawn Dur and Benson.
2: <laughs> my my boyfriend found it at a bar and handed it to me. He's like, "This could totally, you could pass as this girl." I used it for years. Dropped and, from the heavens finally, into her lap. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your boyfriend just found
2: it? Yeah, it That's was like, insane. The, yeah, like the girl probably dropped it on the floor, whatever he picked it up. Another like, responsible drinker in New Jersey. Yeah. That's oh
3: fantastic. God. <laughs> these poor these poor kids in Jersey could never get into a bar.
0: Well, there was there was someone in it, and we've talked about this before who and I didn't get one of these, but it, they actually made a a, a placard which yeah. was yeah. huge right. and you would stand in front of it and it was a Missouri <laughs> driver's license. You would stand in front of it and take a picture wow. and then cut it out and laminate it and it because it was back when they were was lam- yeah. driver's oh, license yeah. and that was what they would use i didn't have the balls to do it i didn't want i didn't want to get in trouble i
14: understand you know but you probably
3: wanted to get in trouble Kate. Okay?
14: You, you actually i'm the youngest of seven i watched all my older siblings make all these stupid mistakes i'm like never doing that never doing that, <laughs> that you could have gotten away with that but you didn't think ahead of time so right I, right I, i'm thinking didn't all your
6: right. daf, dad have a bar I anyway Flannery's
14: yeah. <laughs> although he was very strict about like he you know he was strict. Did you uh, work he, in the bar? Did, did I you, never worked in the bar. No. Never worked in the bar. Uh, yeah, I was in Germantown, Flannery Tavern since 1933. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a big LaSalle University hangout in the uh, 70s. So it was a college bar. Only on Thursday night.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, Otherwise,
14: you, you had to be an old man or, like, one woman at the bar. <laughs>
0: I know the type. Oh, my God. What's your name, sweetheart? That's right. And my
14: dad had a code. If you cursed in front of any, like, if, if there was a woman in, in the bar and you cursed, he would make you apologize. So I'd get like, excuse me, Miss Flannery. I didn't even, I wasn't even listening. And i get like a,
0: an apology. So, so you never worked there by choice or he wouldn't let you or?
14: Yeah. My brother worked there. I think my, my one sister, Eileen, worked there for one summer. But other than that, and then my brother had a bar on fifty uh, on uh, 21st Street between Mark and Chestnut, T.A. Flannery's. Right. I remember that. So... And I worked, I filled in a few times. Yeah. Okay. My dad worked. Yeah, was right before he. My dad dro- stopped working ten years ago at a, the age of eighty-seven. He's 97. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. The plan so, was to drop dead behind the bar. That didn't happen. I'm <laughs> glad he's still here. Right, thank God. But yeah, I know. I think that's what keeps people young. Right?
4: Yeah, yeah. I saying. just got a text from my friend Jen. Uh, she's African American. She said her fake ID was from West Virginia, and it said that she was Caucasian <laughs> on her ID.
14: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but was it a picture of her? It was a picture <gasps> of her. <laughs> but it said
0: Caucasian.
14: That's amazing. Well, you don't want to,
3: you know, (laughs) he
0: can't just presume.
3: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, how, when, when you were, you know, growing up, we were talking about you and, and being around the bar and all that, yes. but uh, when did, how did acting enter your
14: life? I always wanted to be an actress. I always like, I, I wanted to audition for the TV show Zoom. I'm totally zoom, dating yes. myself. We love zoom. I actually had an audition, but my mom's like, we're not going up there, and you have to live there. I'm like, I could live with my piano teacher's cousin. I had, like, this whole plan. Uh,
3: can you <laughs> sing the song? Can you sing the theme on song? On
14: zoom, 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 out. Zoom. <laughs> we're gonna Zoom, Zoom. Okay, that's, that's it. But then, but then I worked at Riverfront Dinner Theater when I was a senior in high school. At, uh, it's in the show by By Birdie, so I felt like a child star because I got to leave every Wednesday after fourth period because I had a matinee.
3: Who did you play in Birdie?
14: I played Ursula, and they gave me a song for the movie, the theme song by Birdie, because that character didn't have a song, so I got to sing. That's awesome. Yes, and we were entitled to the buffet when we had a matinee, but none of the cast members were entitled to the seafood Newberg. Thank you very much. (laughs) You
3: got that because, of course, yeah. Yes. Well, uh, so, so, (laughs) so musical theater and all this, and this show obviously with the 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 Christmas shows is right in your wheelhouse. It's what you. It is,
14: although I didn't do it for you. Years I just did things that made fun of it because when I got to Second City we used to make fun of musicals which was a blast. Your, a
3: okay, time. so I'm, you know. I'm a massive fan. I, I do love musicals when yeah. they're done right. Yes. Uh, uh, of the recent crop, what musical has rocked your world?
14: <sighs> the recent crop. Well, I, I mean, obviously Hamilton. It's really it's yeah. very catchy, you guys. It's very yeah. catchy. No, it's it's amazing. Did
3: you see the you see the movie Sing? Um, I did not see yeah. Sing.
14: I got to see Sing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm in. Incon- I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm always watching Turner Classic Movies. That's well, what's the, a, what's, like, the, a, what's like your favorite? Nine year old woman. What's your favorite
3: classical musical?
14: Uh, Gypsy's one of them. Uh Um, You know. uh, uh, Singing in the Rain? Singing in the Rain. American in Paris? sure there we go why not all right <laughs> yeah, any of the friends top hat Any yes if they're funny they have to be funny right
0: all uh, right uh, yeah I, this
14: lame is stuff i'm miserable enough yeah. can't I'm, we just lighten up the miserable. mood it's true <laughs> right.
0: uh yeah we just went to the the touring uh hamilton uh came through town a couple of weeks so ago. great right went to that it was amazing
14: yeah i'm friends with the guy that plays the king in the national tour and you know i i is an irish guy rory o'malley great guy and I think I did a benefit with them, so I got to I, – I, anyway, I'm, it, that show is – it's beyond. I mean, I just love when they actually – you know, they turn actually Philadelphia into a cool place, you guys. <laughs>
0: hey! Right. <laughs>
14: In the room where it happens, y'all right. yeah, want to be yeah. in the room where it happens, right, right?
0: right? Can you pull that off? Can you pull the real dramatic vocal stuff off? If you, uh, if you,
14: do uh, I can, but please, it's so early, and uh, <laughs> I'm not I have, have you not, know, been, I have not had enough ponies. You gotta
3: have a few beers first. <laughs> um, so, so, what, what was the what was the biggest production you've done, musical wise, on 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 stage? I mean, you know. Um, you know what? I've, Besides, bye bye, Birdie. When you were rehearsal. Uh
14: You know what? I, d- I did uh, some um, some shows in college, and that, but but I feel like um, theater. I mean, the only th- I did in New York. I did uh, Love, Loss, and What I Wore, the Nora Ephron show. Okay. I actually did it in Philly too for a couple weeks. But other than that, I haven't done like big productions because I was in Chicago doing all the things that made fun of. That sure, stuff. but it you know, sounds real, like you're, like sounds here, like you're being confused.
3: underused a little bit here. Yeah. Like, oh, no,
14: well, you know what? I do, I could not sing without a wig on until Jane Lynch asked me. I It's <laughs> yeah. always in character.
4: So,
3: so
14: she actually was like, "Be yourself," kind of. You know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Your dorky self, and we're going to do this.
4: I've always loved musical theater. My favorite is, it, it's Annie, but I, yes. you know, close Love second Annie. for me is is Greece. Uh-huh. And I always wanted to be in Greece, and I wanted to be Danny Zuko, and now here I am. I'm 46 years old, and that will never, ever happen. How do you know? But I was thinking, wouldn't that be funny? to have a, a production of Greece where everybody's just old right like wasn't like,
14: that the original though weren't they all like yes, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you're Dr. right janning janning <laughs> was like 42 61 yeah, yeah. not 61 unbelievable <laughs> they 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 brought out the ghost of Eve, Eve Arden and uh, and uh Sid Caesar. So yeah. they're like let's bury unbury him i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
6: what was the, uh, Who was the who's the most talented musically on the office was it craig robinson was it ed helms
14: it's a toss-up. because uh, Craig Robinson is super talented. Like, he is a musical genius. Yeah, like, he he, he can play us. anything. Yeah, He has a band called the Nasty Delicious, they and they are like, both. They, they were, were just here. Yes, they, they, they,
6: the whole, the yes whole notes I heard. A, 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 yes, he fast. opened for
14: Hall & which was one of my favorite yeah. bands in high school. So I think I would have exploded if I was there. Yes. <laughs> I <laughs>
6: yeah. love when, that, when Ed Helms would bust out the banjo. So He's
14: a he's a great musician. He's a great banjo player. I've actually done a lot of uh, live shows with him, a lot of benefits. He's a, he's amazing. Does it
3: amaze you? Again, uh, we, we've talked about this a number of times that the office juggernaut st- yeah. still continues. It's, it's
14: insane. We were the number one show watch during the pandemic, you guys. You're welcome. No. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
14: But seriously, I mean, I get recognized, I still get recognized by the back of my head. It's like, wow. even with a, like 47 masks, I'm hiding, it's, can't hide. It's crazy. And also crazy. the voice
3: is very recognizable, so that's that's got to be, oh, well. you know, pretty.
14: <laughs> I'm so shy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's awesome. And I feel like the fandom has only grown, and I feel like um, between things like Cameo and like, you know, a lot of um, um, we've done like some charity stuff through Zoom and and some fan stuff, and it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, your ca- uh, your cameo is very very popular. I I was yeah. reading a uh, an article about you know best bang for your buck, like who gets the most <laughs> requests, but who doesn't charge an outrageous amount, right? Uh, and you were in that like list of top 25 in the country. Yeah,
14: yeah, I know. You know, I'm really proud of that because a lot of times people, people relate to our show and I feel like sometimes people go through really hard times and they want a message from somebody from the office and I'm really happy to represent. So, because I know like, Comedy is the best medicine. I mean, that's yeah. such a... I mean, but it, it really is. It, it really heals. And I'm so proud to be a part of something that people actually give a crap about. It, it, you know, it, so. it, it's
3: funny, yeah, no, because honestly, like when you do get that, it, it's a way to sort of reach reach out and get a little video from somebody. And some people phone it in, and you don't, which is cool. Now, I
14: actually learned to play the theme in the office on the piano <laughs> during the pandemic. And sometimes I play it just because I'm sick of the sound of my own voice. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Let's just let the piano do, do you, the music for you. Do you
6: me. keep in touch with the, with Creed Bratton? Because he's a musician I as do. Well. He's yeah.
14: actually on the road. Right now, Is he, yeah, he yeah. has a, a
6: new record at, I he think does. And he does. He does. It's Grass uh, Grassroots or something like that. And
14: grassroots was the original band that he played with okay. in the '60s. The, and then, yeah. so like,
6: you know, again, like. He he's taken what he did on the office, but he continues to tour, and now yes. he's, he's a musician who's
14: on the road. It's really impressive. He, yeah, I, I love the way he's kind of manifested. We were both in the same episode of um, of the Bernie Mac show. I don't think he had any lines. Oh, I that's It's like a, an annoyed uh, mother that was yelling at Bernie through the whole episode.
3: But <laughs> well, 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 let me ask you: does does the does the uh, incredible popularity even at this point does that put the nail in the coffin of it of there not being a
14: reunion? Or I don't does know. It, it, you know. <laughs>
3: Because Steve, it, it's I, a perennial question. Dude,
14: I, you got to ask Steve Carell. I mean, yeah. seriously, I feel like there's this sacredness to it that people don't want to ruin. And is, I kind of understand it. Is he the know? Roger
3: Waters of this whole thing? I is think he... so. <laughs> I,
14: think, I think so. But yeah. uh, you know what? I'm going to bring him a case of ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll loosen them up, you guys. Come on. What no.
5: <laughs> oh,
4: oh, my God. No, I was impressed with, with how good the office was even uh, after Steve had left. Yeah. Right? Like it. And that just goes to show it's what true. a great onset. Ensemble cast at he was actually holding you guys back. No, no, and, and <laughs> it, what was great Hilarious. is I think the writers were, were really generous in making sure that everybody had, like, uh, something to... Uh, give to the you No, know, that's true. That's true. Although,
14: although I will say, I like the fact that Meredith did not, they, we didn't really change the chess match during the game. Because sometimes they <laughs> yeah. kind of ruin characters. Right. And they start giving too, they start talking too much and it's like, you're not even funny anymore. You're giving all this exposition. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. feel lucky that Meredith did not really go there. No, they had, had one t- or two episodes where I talked a lot, but you know, less is more, you guys. Right? They,
3: they had I, the meter on insane. you. Yeah, yes. it was absolutely great. So I, I love to see <laughs> the, uh, by the way, the, the outtakes of, of the series are just as great as the series. A lot of deleted scenes. A lot of deleted Deleted you but figured- you can
14: watch them on Peacock. There's a lot of like <laughs> super fan episodes that they put a- plugged a lot of our old stuff. So it's like walking through an extra. A door through your, you know, like a, like you have an extra room in your house. You're like, yeah. what's happening?
3: It's tremendous. It's awesome. It's crazy.
14: Awesome. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Melora Harden is doing Dancing with the Stars. I yes. play Jan. We, I, had, her on. we yes, had her on. Yes, to, yes, to yes. yes She's yeah. awesome. She yeah. is awesome. I actually, I went to, to visit her on, uh, on the, at the ball back at the ballroom. Yeah, the and episode. Nice to see everybody.
3: The, well, we talked about the episode that takes place at the the the, the, the house with a small TV. Of course, TV the dinner party. The dinner party the best. is, is, is the best one of the yeah. absolute best. Nice. <laughs> well, I want to remind you that Kate is going to be back in
0: town and that will be with Jane Lynch. It's a swinging little Christmas, and I've got it here. is, is December twelfth. It is
14: December twelfth. Sorry, City, I'm City
0: Winery. Two shows. It's a three o'clock show and seven thirty p.m. And then you're going to be in Delaware before that.
14: in Delaware, December second. Excellent. December 2nd. Yeah, because okay. it's a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, yeah. At the Grand Opera House. Nice. that would well, be
0: a lot of fun. It's so wonderful to see you. We're so Dude, glad you guys, you're
14: here. Nobody's this. nobody's <laughs> having a pony. Nobody. We they're so they're cold. Yeah.
0: We'll have our ponies later. Have
14: your pony later. Yeah. You guys are the greatest. And thank you for doing this. And you guys give what you can because it really does make a difference. And we're not just buying beer with the money, I swear. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Let's hear it for Kate Flannery, ladies and gentlemen. We love you.
14: I'm selling one. I'm
0: selling one. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. This is the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, our third day. Come and visit us, Won't you? The Wells Fargo Center parking lot right next to Xfinity Live. We'll be back in a moment. Bizarre File is coming up next. Stay with us. Love Preston and
8: Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
11: Preston and Steve show.
14: Are you an MMR VIP? Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it.
8: (laughs) Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast.
0: In our endless pool that we have here, the actual, you can you can swim and do laps and continue to row and row. Not row.
4: You could. Actually, yeah. yeah, they do have rowing uh, apparatus that you can do in those things, but yes.
0: Uh, so we are doing this uh, Wells to the Shells swim, uh, swimming challenge, which is uh, cumulatively... Uh, trying to swim 82 miles, which would be the length from jumping in the Delaware River here <laughs> and swimming all the way to Cape May. Yeah. And as we speak, in there adding up miles, the Villanova swim team is here. As Casey was saying, these are Division One. It's insane. These are
3: elites. So they're uh, going to cover a lot of lot of ground today or water today. Yeah. Right now,
0: Brenna
4: McLaughlin is in the, the pool. She's from uh, Connecticut. She's from Connecticut. I mean, this is a, a D1, Division I program, so you have swimmers from all over the country uh, that swim for that team. And right now, Brenna is in the pool. I was talking with uh, Ryan Maher, who is uh, he's a local guy, but he swims uh, at Nova. He's from uh, Malvern Prep. Uh, Luke Greiner, who's uh, he, from Greenville, South Carolina. He's going to hop in a little bit later on. And then you have uh, Gracie uh Weiler, and she's from Virginia. These guys, like, it's no joke. I was doing a 140 pace, and I was struggling last night. These guys are at, a, a, like, 108. So, so swimming at I don't that, know what that means. So that means so to swim 100 yards or meters, they're doing that in one minute and eight seconds. Oh. And, and to hold that pace for a half hour at a time, for me— that's absolutely insane, but this, guys is like it's like a stroll in the park.
3: How are we doing though, distance wise? Are we on pace? Or these are we guys still are going to get us they over. Get us right? over. So right. we,
4: I think we were on or just off pace just a little bit. All but right. having these guys, these four swimmers here this morning, are going to get us uh, on and over pace. To Excellent. Get to Cape Excellent. May.
0: So we got to get to eighty-two miles by the end of the broadcast on Friday, and then Endless Pools will donate fifteen thousand dollars to fill abundance, yes. which is awesome. All right. So before we get to the bizarre file, we have a, a guest who's returned here to the Camp Out for Hunger. We are happy to have him back. He is... Uh, the Attorney General for the Estate of Pennsylvania, please welcome Mr. Josh Shapiro. Hey, hey. guys. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Sir. Good to see you again. Good to see you in person. You are in great shape. I can tell by uh, looking at you in that suit. Would you jump in there and uh, swim a few <laughs> miles? I
16: don't know that you want me swimming. I play some hoops for you, but I don't ah. know that you want me swimming. Is well, well, that, that your papa game? Shot That's my it. game. Yeah. 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 We do have the Papa right shot over there. there. Right. Yeah. We'll hit that after. Were you Were you a collegiate uh, basketball guy? Or true story? I was pretty good in high. school school, okay. I walked onto the college team, same day in college, within a few hours, got cut from the men's basketball team, flunked out of pre-med, <laughs> and ran for student government and won. Oh. Boom. There you okay.
3: go.
4: Hey, one. All hey, in that's, one day. I guess I, I'm doing government. I, I, yeah. There you go. And 300, that's yeah, not too bad. Where did you um, go to high school and college?
16: I went to Akiba Academy in, uh, on the main line, yep. went to University of Rochester undergrad and Georgetown for law.
0: Nice. So you, right. you started off med medical, was, uh, was what you had in mind? Yeah, I mean,
16: I was just inspired by my pop. He's a local pediatrician, took care of a lot of kids, just loved seeing what he did in the community, thought I wanted to help people that way, and quickly learned that the way I could help people most was making government actually work for them and delivering for them, and so we kind of veered off uh, the exit ramp after uh, after that day in college, and I've never looked back.
0: Well, no, it's a good thing you did. You, you followed your your passion. I, w- I went to see Dr. Mike last night because I've been a little under weather, and Dr. Mike was working until like 7 o'clock last yes. night. He's going crazy. There's nobody else in the office, but no. him. And I'm like, you're insane. Yeah. I'm like, you work so much, and he's like, but this is, I love what I do. He's like, some people yeah. get into into med. Thinking that it's the right idea because financially it'll work out for them, and they don't really love it. And you need to love
16: what gotta you love do. Gotta love what you do. Yeah, gotta love. What it's you a big do. difference, yeah. and
3: a lot of people are not, um, you know, able to do that. But we always try to advise people. You're a perfect example. We tell our interns a lot of times: Le- leave the door open on other options. You'll be surprised what comes out of left field catches your fancy and sets your life path.
16: Totally, I yeah. tell people all the time. There's no class you got to take to get a job. There's no job you got to take to get the next one. Follow your passion. Whatever you love, follow that. You'll be good at it, and you'll change the world that way.
4: Yeah, so uh, you and I have uh, one thing in common. We were both pre-law when we (laughs) went into college. And then you talk about passion. I did my first beer bong, and I said, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, radio is
16: the direction that that I need to take. People tell me I've got a face for radio. (laughs) So maybe I should have gone there, too. You seriously went pre-law?
4: I went pre law for oh, one semester. Wow. wow. I took my first politics course. I was like, man, there's a lot of reading and writing. Who
3: would end up getting a death
4: penalty? Listen, my, my <laughs> uncle was a lawyer and uh, and he was a partner in a law firm here in Philadelphia and he drove a Jaguar. Yeah. And I was like, Well then I'm gonna be a lawyer because I wanna drive I a Jaguar as right? well. Wow.
0: Well I remember it was like in my my brief college moment <laughs> when I took astronomy. <laughs> I was like oh, oh, my I'm God. like yeah. Nobody said there was gonna be math
4: involved in
0: this. That's (laughs)
4: physics, brother. What what is this?
0: That's
16: what killed me about (laughs) pre-med. What's with always (laughs) the math? What's with the math? You gotta get
3: stoned and look at the stars, man. (laughs) That's what I thought it was all about. Yeah. Well, it's thankfully, there's a safety net called communications. (laughs) There you go. Exactly.
0: Uh, So you have recently announced a run for governor in Pennsylvania.
16: That's right. Um,
0: And uh, how how long has this been in the back of your mind?
16: Yeah, look, what's been in the back of my mind is how can I help the most Pennsylvanians? Mm -hmm. Look, as attorney general, I've been fighting these big fights, delivering real results for people. Y'all are here doing great work to help hungry people. I'll give you a concrete example. My work as attorney general, the last administration in Washington, they cut SNAP benefits or what people sort of think of as food stamps. I sued the former president, won, and protected those food stamps, those SNAP benefits for over 80,000 Pennsylvanians. That's a concrete thing I've been able to do as attorney general. That's the kind of actions I want to take as governor. Take on big fights. Do what I've done my whole career. Bring people together, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, and deliver real results. People are frustrated by government, man. They want us to shake up government and actually have it work for people. And I've got a long history yeah. of doing that. So I'm not sure that it's been in my mind a long time, but it's been a continuation of the kind of work I've been doing. I am, I'm amazed.
0: I don't, I don't know how people in, in your business, in your line of work, can prepare yourselves for campaigns because it just seems... I don't know how physically. I mean, I would just be wiped out at the pace that yeah. someone has to, uh, has to undergo to run for office. And then, after that, do the job.
16: Well, look, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. First off, I'm blessed. I got a good life. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not whining about it. But here's what you do. Number one, you've got to stay physically fit. Yeah. Number two, and this has been true for me my whole life, you have to be grounded in something. And for me, I am grounded in my family and my faith. Lori and I are blessed with four children. Uh, When I am not doing this work for the people of Pennsylvania, I'm playing basketball with them, I'm at their games, I'm watching the Sixers, I'm doing whatever I can do with them to keep things grounded and keep it real. And I've been with the same girl since the ninth grade we got married so she keeps it real at home let me tell you well, just she, to be clear, she's she not, tells not in ninth
3: grade right now That's that so is <laughs> thank you for
16: clarifying that and we didn't
3: get married in the ninth yes, grade either i just so. want to make
16: sure that doesn't, you, you
3: know how these things get contorted That's right. That's can right. we call upon you to ask because it, it, it's it's part of the deal here we always ask people to come in and give their best pitch to the did you know how generous the people in this area are amazing yeah now, uh, when they rise to the challenge every time can you impart some words of encouragement for people to come and or go to the ACME or whatever way they want to do it, to donate for the Camp Out for Hunger and how much it means to the people who will receive this food.
16: I, I want to say to Pennsylvanians listening, Philadelphians listening, there are a million and a half people who are dealing with food insecurity in Pennsylvania. 28% of children in the city of Philadelphia are going hungry. Think about that. In our community, people we see, a serious number of them, how do we expect these kids to be able to learn when they're hungry? How do we expect them to be able to engage and and grow when they're hungry? We all have a responsibility to one another to get off the sideline, to get in the game and do our part. And what is so great about Philadelphia, what's so great about Pennsylvania, is we look out for one another. And this isn't government coming in with with a heavy hand or some big program. This is everyday Philadelphians, everyday Pennsylvanians stepping up like we did here today, bring your food, right? help people out, and know that you're helping those people have the potential to achieve, the, the, the ability to deal with these challenges Absolutely. that they face. And what you all are doing here is just incredible because you're highlighting the need, you're encouraging people to, to step up. And so I'm calling on everybody. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care what you do for a living. You should care about the people in your community and step up and help them with the most basic thing, and that is, Having a full belly at night. Thank
6: Josh, you. Yeah, it's great. Josh, have you spent time with uh, John Fetterman? I have. Uh, are you able at all to bring him around to Wawa being better than Sheets?
16: <laughs> and I try. I try. And I am someone. Believe it or not, I have uh, on many days, given the pace we keep, I've eaten all three meals <laughs> at a Wawa and a Sheet's. I believe yeah. it. And I. I'm sure this will kill me elsewhere. I am on Team Wawa. Uh, yeah. But I do, en- I do enjoy a sheets. But I'm on Listen, Team Wawa. It's,
3: it's a fine... It's like... It, I, I say this way. Godfather 3 yeah. would be pretty good if there wasn't Godfather 1 and 2. <laughs> and so that's how it
5: works. I
3: love um, it. But it's, it's per- per- perfectly respectable. But let's... Let's be realistic there you go,
0: yeah. great. there you go, uh, Josh. thank you so much for coming by here today. It's great to see you, and we appreciate the support uh good luck with everything and uh we'll uh, we'll see you another time for sure.
16: you guys are awesome, truly all of you, thank you and to the team behind the screen oh, yeah. who makes this happen for yeah. all of you the producers the you know the staff they're doing great work too. so I just want to thank everybody in this program. You guys are bigger than this program, you're having a huge community impact, you know. I'll just leave you with this. Scripture teaches us no one's required to complete the task, but neither are we free to refrain from it. What's that mean? We all have a responsibility. To get off the sidelines. Get in the game and do our part. Preston and Steve and the whole team here, y'all are doing your part, and I'm grateful. Thank, thank you, thank so you so much. sir. Yeah. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro. Thank, thank you, everybody.
5: We appreciate that.
0: Excellent. All right, and with that, we need to do the bizarre file, I believe, Brett. Yes, right, and Jason, if you would please.
17: <laughs> w-
1: and, design. Kristen and Steve's design
0: file. All right, it is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Well, this is tragic, but a little bit weird. A man wearing a Fred Flintstone costume was hit and killed while he was harassing traffic in Texas early in the morning on Tuesday. What were his final
3: words? (laughs) (laughs) Yabba
0: dabba do? Even think about it. No, it was yabba dabba (laughs) do. Uh, The driver told San Antonio police that it was dark and he didn't see the man dressed as the iconic cartoon character. How can you
3: not? He's orange!
0: Until it was too late. It was shortly after 6 a.m. when the collision occurred. Police received calls from several motorists concerned about a costumed man in the middle of O'Connor Road in northeastern San Antonio swinging at passing cars with what appeared to be a spear.
3: They found his car in the parking lot, and it had tipped over because oh, there was a large rib.
4: Oh, my gosh. Was it a brontosaurus?
3: Yeah. Oh, jeez. Investigators said that he may have
0: been uh, wielding a broomstick or a similar object as a weapon. Wow. Steve, the emergency vehicle came by. It had a giant bird that was yeah. screaming yeah. on top of it. Yeah. After hitting the man, the driver stopped and tried to help him, but he died at the scene. That's terrible. Uh, the police said that the
3: driver won't face it. defibrillator your was an electric eel, Preston. Wow.
0: Uh, the man who reported his car was stolen with a 7-year-old boy inside is in custody after detectives determined there was no child in the vehicle. James Reyes had allegedly reported the child was inside the Red Ford Mustang when it was stolen Sunday, apparently to expedite the police response. Well,
3: that's pretty cheap. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, the Mustang and the 17-year-old car thief were found four hours later, about a half mile from where the vehicle was his stolen. His name is Bambi. Uh, Police searched for a boy with uh, special needs who was reported to have been inside the Mustangs. Oh, man. The 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 special special needs. needs. Yeah. The 17-year-old car thief suspect uh, said that he didn't know anything about a carjacked boy, and detectives soon determined that there was never a child in the vehicle. That's a cheap trick. Reyes was uh, charged with filing a false police report. So he's facing charges. The 17-year-old suspect was released into the custody of his parents. Neighbors were baffled that all the manpower, that the two locations around 11 p.m. on Halloween night was all because of a hoax. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Halloween, a Texas woman allegedly marked the occasion on Sunday by pointing a gun at a young child. Monica Ann Bradford is charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. According to authorities, Bradford was yelling at nearby trick-or-treaters despite uh, deputies, I'm sorry, did not explain how... This escalated to her pointing a gun at a seven-year-old. Is she aware
3: of what Halloween entails?
0: And they didn't specify why she was mad in the first place, but that is... What, what is. is this? And she did. <laughs> Investigators took her into custody and booked her into county jail on a $10,000 bond. There's ghosts and goblins everywhere. And a similar story, and we'll wrap with this one. A man was arrested on Halloween night after he allegedly pulled a gun after a fight with parents of trick-or-treaters. According to police, a man was uh, driving... A silver Saturn, he allegedly drove too close to kids walking along the road trick or treating. And police say the parents of the trick or treaters confronted the driver, claiming he nearly hit the kids with his car. And that situation became heated. The driver identified as Robert Corey, and one of the parents began to fight. Corey and the other individuals involved in the fight gave conflicting stories to police. The parents say that after the fight, Corey pulled out a gun, racked around into the pistol, and held it over his head, Jesus causing the parents and kids to run. Corey said, but Corey said that the gun fell out during the fight. Of
3: course, yeah.
0: Police later found Corey and recovered a Glock 9mm pistol loaded with 15 rounds. He was also found in possession of seven plastic bags of cocaine. So
3: these stories make the guy who was flashing the kids seem a little bit better yesterday. Yeah,
0: and there you go. That is what we have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. Yes. Now... We have our next guests that are ready to go. Before we wrap, we are going to talk to these gentlemen. We just had a a Wawa discussion a moment ago. And we would like to welcome from Wawa, Mr. Michael McLaughlin, who is here today.
10: Michael.
0: Michael's got fans. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent, wonderful. And with Michael is uh, from 2SP, Mr. Bob Barrar. How's everybody doing today? How are you doing, Bob? Excellent. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. It's Excellent. been a while. It has been a long time. Yeah. I didn't even recognize you. My God, your beard has gotten out of control. Yeah,
4: you know. Bob goes way go. back with us. I mean, yeah, back absolutely. to the Y100 days. In fact, uh, um, what's, what's interesting about Bob was that Bob was uh, responsible he, he helped build the Wells Fargo Center, and that is where he actually found uh, his love of brewing beer. Right. Yes. And uh, what was the name of the brewery that they had in there? That was Red Bell Brewing Company. Red Bell. Okay, and it. you were just so amazed and, and intrigued by the, the brewing process. You were a construction worker at the time. Exactly. And yeah.
11: so what's the story behind that? Uh, I mean, I was just at the right place at the right time in 96. Um, a brewer asked me if I learned how to make beer. I was 24 years old. I was like, uh, no brainer. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. So I've been making beer ever since. You've been making award-winning beer ever yeah. since. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know,
9: Mr. A Humble. Bit of this and
0: that. Yeah. Right, And uh, real quick, but so uh, Michael, uh, you're with uh, Wawa. It just as Michael McLaughlin with Wawa, what is your uh, position at Wawa? So
9: I'm the uh, concept development manager for all Wawa branded beverages. So my team oversees anything that's Wawa branded. So packaged goods, uh, open cups, so full served beverages, coffee. Coffee was, is my background. And. So you're a big deal. Luckily, all right. Ah. So we're here. We're
0: here to announce this. Could you roll this out with us, please, and give us the the full deal with this?
9: Sure. So we are very excited to be here today um, to announce the release of our uh, fourth annual uh, collaboration with Two SP. Uh, we put out a, a coffee stout every year. This year, we're putting out the Winter Reserve Mocha Latte Stout. Ooh!
3: Yeah. Yes. That is pretty cool. I'm a mocha
0: latte fan. I am a stout fan. I'm not a big beer guy. I'm I'm pretty generic with my beers, but I do like my stouts and porters. I like those a lot. So a mocha stout is right in my alley, man. Yes. Love that.
3: It's amazing how popular these have become in such a short time. So uh, I assume this is going to be a forever thing, correct? I mean, the, the response has been great.
11: Yeah, we've been doing it for four years, Yeah, uh, and we've done something different every year. This is the Mocha Latte Stout. Uh, it's a very complex beer, uh, very chocolatey, uh, so there's chocolate nibs in here. There's coffee, the, the coffee, uh, vanilla sugar, uh, make, rounds the beer out, so it's, it's very, very crushable. 6.7% alcohol, so very easy drinking. Did you say crushable? <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. In other words, you could
3: us you
0: could yes. put a six-pack away. <laughs> yeah. We've never
11: heard <laughs> crushable before. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I think all beers crushable, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't
2: nice. love a crushable beer? All
9: right, so uh, what's the story on, on purchasing uh, this beer, Mike? So this will be available. Um, we're here to announce the release, but it will be available starting tomorrow at, um, give me the exact location, but six locations currently in Pennsylvania that sell beer. So that's, uh, I'm sorry, Chad's Ford, Middletown, Emmaus. Blakesley, Horsham, and Penrose Avenue, our newest one on Penrose. Right. And we're opening on Friday. We're opening one on Frankfurt Avenue, which I believe is like Frankfurt and Academy.
0: Nice. You're the first person I've ever seen who's had to take their glasses
9: off to read. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. What, what yeah. was that? I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the uh, getting readers or getting no, by those everybody Never seen someone well, do that before. Is, is
3: there a chance? Now, pre-existing, so, so how many locations? You said six currently. I think it's six currently uh, and
9: right. it's seven as of Friday. Seven
3: as of Friday. And, and I, are there plans to expand the availability to other Wava locations?
9: I believe there's always a, a, a need to or a look to expand. We need be <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I don't know if I don't know the, the time. So I know, okay. I know that from the package goods side, they are working on licensing and that type of thing. Okay. On, on, All my, right. uh,
6: on my way into camp out on uh, Monday morning, I stopped the new one, the Penrose one, right off of the, the Platte Bridge and uh, noticed the beer section. And uh, it's an impressive Wawa in, in a cool uh, spot. You know, it used to be like the uh, trash facility or whatever. That, like burning tires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just it's cool as a lifelong Pennsylvania to, resident to walk into Wawa. And see beer made available,
9: and beer made from two S P. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um,
0: will it be exclusively available, at Wawa?
9: No. So, okay. um, so, first week, yes. As of Sunday, the seventh, it'll be a two S P. release, and then the upcoming weeks going into next week, it'll be released everywhere in the Philly five county, Jersey, Delaware, and limited limited batch here.
11: Yeah, unlimited a, a batch. We, we, we like to get it to the shelf and, and then off. Yeah, uh, okay. co- you guys have a very mellow approach. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we'll make you some more
9: if you want. I think the idea was to keep it, to keep the money more. So we do it annually. Yeah. Uh, when you mentioned the Penrose location, that's where we released a uh, summer beer this year. Keep it small. Keep them wanting more. Right. Keep them anticipating. Yeah. More
0: yep. Okay. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I love it. And you brought some for us to try. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
9: Hey. All right. It's the Mocha
0: Latte Stout. Anything else to mention before we wrap? You got uh, something there, Bob?
11: We actually brew this beer earlier in the year as well, uh, aged in bourbon barrels. Um, and then we also do the same batch of beer is is aged in rum barrels as well. So that that's also available. And what are those called? What's, what's the name? Uh, rum barrel aged um. Reserve, reserve. Okay. And uh, bourbon, reserve, reserve.
5: <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh,
0: and they have a he donation. Just, he Whoa. just crushed some no. beer. They right have there. a donation too. Oh. And uh, Mike, you gonna uh, reveal yes, that I for am. us. Yes. Take your glasses
3: off.
9: So we are. <laughs> 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 so we are very pleased and happy to uh, announce the donation of uh, ten thousand oh. dollars. Ten oh. thousand dollars. Hey. 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 Also, hey. also wanted to mention. The, Always a pleasure to be here always always a pleasure to partner with uh, WMR Phil abundance uh, we also have uh, our uh, change for uh, change for hunger uh, which is our or no sorry checkout hunger which is our um, donation boxes at stores which will be available to the end of the year. Um, over the past decade, we've donated and a half million million to wow. Phil That's Excellent. That's wonderful. Well keep, done.
0: Keep up the great work. It is great to have you guys yes. by here. Mike, thanks for coming by. Michael McLaughlin and our old friend Bob Barrar from 2SP. Huge donation. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All Thank right. You. Excellent. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. we got more guests coming in. Yeah. Camp Out for Hunger on MMR. Stay with us. You know, we couldn't do the Camp Out for Hunger without all our sponsors. Did they make it happen? We couldn't do
3: it without them.
2: 93.3 WMMR. Highlighting
0: our valued partners, the
8: local businesses who donate products and services that help make Camp Out for Hunger happen.
11: Good morning, MMR fans. I'm Dave Munyon with Whitehorse RV Center in Williamstown, New Jersey. And like you, I'm a huge fan of the Preston and Steve show. I first learned about the Camp Out back in the old Y100 days and got involved. For 14 years now, Whitehorse has provided an RV for President Steve to camp out in, and they always rave about their five-star accommodations. We have donated almost 100 tons of food in just the last three years, partnering with Phil Abundance. Family-owned and operated since 1973, we offer new and pre-owned RVs, parts, and service. You can check us out at WhitehorseRV.com. Again, that's WhitehorseRV.com. We can't wait to be part of this year's camp out and together make it another huge success.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger.
2: Find out how you can make a difference at WMMR.com.
1: This message brought to you by
0: DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really
8: does sell them for
0: less. When you stop by here at the Wells Fargo Center, grab yourself a uh, cup of Dunkin' coffee. We got that out for everybody who uh, stops by and spends some time. A little, step in, a little pep in your step, if you will. Oh, and you know what? I want to make good on something yesterday because I didn't mention it the very end of the show, but yesterday DeBruno Brothers yes. uh, had supplied uh, breakfast for us. And uh, Case we had some left over and uh, had some this morning as well. Those were lifesavers. The avocado toast. I yeah. ended up having that for yeah. lunch, so that was great. Yeah. Uh, we thank those. And uh, serving up lunch today, well, we actually breakfast. breakfast. yeah, Primo Hoagies. Yeah. Mm, I was wondering. I saw you got a hoagie there, dude. Yeah, I love
4: a good hoagie for breakfast. I, you know so, what? It smells like victory. I'll take them for breakfast. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, and by the way, it's it mentions. Oh yeah, the pilgrim uh, is available. It says turkey stuffing, cranberry sauce, and mayo. A meal best
6: served cold. <laughs> Hang on. Did they bring one of those? I don't know.
3: Let me tell you oh, something. Have a look. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can replace your entire. Th- if you're if you saying, oh my god, there's going to be you can't find a turkey anywhere. Just hand out these things. It's them. a whole damn meal. You're right. Uh, it is, You're and right. it's good. Yeah, so good.
0: I would order it without the mayonnaise. That's me. Okay. Oh, really? I, yeah. I don't see mayonnaise and cranberry mixing, but some people I like drink it. that. Uh, you can go to com for the nearest location. It's not just a hoagie. It's a primo. You can order how you want it, of course. Yeah. You know, which is awesome, so we thank them. Uh, you know what? While we have a little bit of time, we have some guests coming up in a little while, but you know what? I did... Notice. Are you kidding? Today ...that I thought might be worth mentioning uh, this morning. Yes,
3: it is time. I even have the effect here, Preston. Ooh. The noticer on premises at the Camp Out for Hunger, you are, yes, you can't come into the tent. People are finally noticing that. Yes, you what can. What if you noticed for us? And by the way, the is not feeling his best, and yet he still has time to notice.
0: Yeah, I, I try he to pull... He notices
3: it. things so you don't have to. I pull it together. That's what makes the noticer so great. Even with His it- unrelenting ability to notice... In the darkest of times. Can I go? Like a candle. Okay, all
0: right. Uh, Listen, men with college degrees have become so cocky that they're ruining romance for their female counterparts, according to one leading expert of Wait, Wait till you hear what this Uh, is. I have to hear this absurdity. Wait till you hear what this is called, what the name of
3: this ism, if you will, is. Cocky college grads? No, it's better than that. It's called golden penis syndrome. Golden penis? Oh, because of a potential earning?
0: No. What? So just 40.5% of college students in the United States are male, according to the National Student Clearinghouse, meaning that they're in short supply and high demand when dating on campus. There are more men than women on campus, so men are developing what they call golden penis syndrome. Well, there are less men on campus. Yeah, the 40%. Meaning an arrogance that stems from the assumption that a steady supply of females will be sexually interested in them. Wow. So since there's fewer... There's more women. Right. My, I, well, My clearly. Penis, yes. I got a. am ch- getting laid. Mean, there's more women than yeah. guys. So it's called golden penis. In, I or can GPS. believe that. Yeah. I yeah. remember
6: people in high school thinking that about when they went to college and applying yeah. at certain schools. Uh, Bloomsburg around here is notable for having a, uh, uh, I don't the know. The ratio. Yeah, the ratio. When I, when I was in high Their school, mascots a golden penis. I have no idea if this is accurate or not, but the ratio was something like 70% women, 30% men. And the men who applied to go to school at at Blo- at Bloomsburg, that was part of the reason why. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Absolutely. So
4: I had a friend who was like the only male student at Immaculata because it's an all female right, school. Right, right. And uh, his aunt was like an uh, administrator or professor there. And so he was able to date um, his. So aunt. He could go there. Yeah. No. <laughs> and uh, you talk about great ratios. Yes. But
2: th- I remember that for every school. Like I yeah. went to a yeah. state yeah. school as well. And I remember yeah. it being like, oh, yeah, well, the ratio is. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There were schools, absolutely. Um, when, when college Selection was taking place in high school.
4: You would check those those odds. I didn't because I'm an idiot. Yeah, but you know, they, girls go to college to get more knowledge, and boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider, <laughs> as they say. So
0: uh, this is a national um, uh, picture. Taking a look at this, so nationally, just forty percent of college students are men, so there's a a little bit of an edge there. So they're they're developing this golden penis thing.
4: I wonder if it's because, like, trades, you know? You talk about, like, there's tons of trade positions that going to college after high school is... Isn't the only thing to do for for a male in order to to have a well paying job. Nor should it be. As
3: as was pointed out, I forget who was talking about it, maybe it was Mike Rowe or or, or whatever, talking about, you know, a lot of times teachers will tell you in school, you know, do you want to end up a garbage garbage man? Well, listen, they're probably making more than the teachers who are warning you. So it's something to consider.
4: I mean, I wonder statistically speaking, how many women there are out there that are plumbers, electricians, Roofers. When I was
3: when I was flying down to flying across to Chicago, uh, I actually sat next to a a young woman who was a a contractor. She she just got into it. By happenstance, she loves it. She says there are not that many in the area, yeah. But it's building, and there—I mean, it's it, why not? There's so- a
2: female mechanic shop uh, somewhere in Delaware County, and it's all females that work there, and they encourage females to bring their cars there. Huh. Um, oh, so good. Basically, saying you can trust us, like you know, we're not going to rip you off because you know, you don't know anything about it. And when you bring your car there, they teach you the things to ask for. It's-
6: I'm sorry. It's like literally to avoid mansplaining and yeah. t- I, as, I, as a man interrupts a woman sitting right next to me. Yes, yeah, right. But, like, well, tell, her, tell, her, tell her what mansplaining <laughs> is. Here, Kathy, let me explain <laughs> what
3: I'm trying to say. Let me explain
2: it for you. Here's I how a car works. It's called, uh, the, the woman that Why owns it. Why are we
3: listening to this dumb broad? <laughs> the, woman, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the woman that owns it, her name is Patrice, and I believe it's called Chicanic.
3: Okay. She can. I love that. And they work on vulvas.
4: Oh, stop (laughs) it. (laughs) That's funny. Stop it. Uh, Like, my wife runs into this all the time, and it really, it pisses her off. Because, like, my wife is super smart. So when some of these guys are explaining things to her, she's like, I can tell you how it works. Like, you don't have to tell me how it works. I know exactly, you know. And as a result, like, there there are places that we won't go to anymore because of the way she's been spoke to.
2: All right, hold on real quick. Spoke
4: spoke dad. Spoken... (laughs)
2: I want to give the correct in. information. So it's called Girls Auto Clinic Repair Center. Right, she mechanic. Well, she mechanic okay. is um, is Patrice Banks. This is the girl that owns this, and she has a whole. Um, so
0: she's the she mechanic. She's the okay. she
2: where,
14: sure. where is this? Uh, so it's please, right
4: next to she accountant.
2: She's <laughs> an all account, all women accounting firm. Uh, it's on Westchester Pike in Upper Darby. Case. Nice.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That is a good question, though, about how uh, you know male-dominated um, uh, professions. Uh, about women that might be out there. You know, uh, you, you had mentioned a few.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing uh, more, yeah, I'm seeing more and more female landscapers. Not many, but I do see I more one. and more. Oh, do you really? I,
2: yeah. Uh, she'scaping. scaping <laughs> We call her She's She'scaping.
4: There's a she, she, when she mower. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so a guy I know, he uh, um, he's concrete. He does concrete. She's <laughs> he's not actually she-creed. concrete. But, uh, but he owns a concrete company. And so he was running into yeah. issues, staffing issues, oh, all spring and summer long. And he <laughs> told me he's like he's like i hired this this girl uh woman and he didn't and he's like she is just running circles around all these people and he was reticent to do it he just you know because listen that's could a, you stop <laughs> running around <laughs> could you start doing some work and Dude. stop running circles around everybody rochelle
0: could be a plumber oh she, yeah. could. she could definitely be a plumber rochelle
2: could be an electrician yeah, she could could do be all a contractor stuff. Yep, she, could do it all. She, loves she cleaned it. out
0: your pipes
4: right uh what do you mean the anima. You know, it's a sexual you, joke. Oh, the anima.
3: That no, was not no, sexual. No, no. That was
4: definitely not sexual. Okay. Okay.
3: Wow,
2: you guys are on a roll today. <laughs> yeah. Women. That's great. It's good,
3: <laughs> right? Man. How
2: did I Thanks,
14: hon. An
3: Kathy, these men, right?
14: <laughs> By the way. Yes, Steve.
0: Uh, So back to this, uh, this uh, journalist, John Berger is the name, believes that many college educated men in their 20s, 30s, and 40s have also developed golden penis syndrome because they're similarly in high demand when it comes to dating. He said the sex ratios among college educated hetero singles in Manhattan is approximately three women for every two men. He said, I've interviewed a lot of men who were uh, continuing to take advantage of that imbalance. Uh, He penned a best-selling book called "Date Dateonomics, How Dating Became a Lopsided Numbers Game, and further explained uh, we're seeing a generation of young men who think that they're Adam Driver or Michael B. Jordan. Right. He said, of course it's not about them, it's the ratio. Adam Driver is not attractive.
3: Well, I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, he, Maybe he's popular with the ladies, though. Yeah, I guess I think yeah. he is.
0: Uh, he said, "Not only are men with golden penis syndrome more likely to treat their dates badly, which they it may, shouldn't do, they may also be less inclined to put effort into their physical appearance and their sexual performances because they don't think they have to really."
3: Well, they're going to eventually. They're going to find out that they're wrong. Yeah. You got it. You you know it's not the not the way to conduct your behavior.
0: Yep, I thought that was kind of interesting.
3: She behavior. One of the things
0: I
5: noticed.
0: <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Hang on. Let me let me go to. Want, well, let me try a call here because uh, Mike is a steam fitter and wants to comment on uh, women working in that industry. Hey, Mike, are you there? Hey, Katuska. Hey, Buddy. All right. So you're a, you're a steam fitter.
11: Yes, yeah, so I'm a steam Fitter out of Steam Fitter Local Sports Boney. Shout out to all my brothers and sisters. Nice. Uh, just wanted to call and let you guys know that there are women in the trades. We do a lot of work, you know, on job sites where there are multiple trades on the jobs at the time. And there are women that do the work. It's not a very, you know, not a very high number. But they're just as capable as the men, and they go through the exact same training, Yeah, and they're required to do the exact same job.
3: I think it's cool, and also to have that option, where if you don't, if you... T- to not just totally dismiss that and it, some people just say, oh, I, I don't know about that or the trades. there's they, they are absolutely valid. It's a valid way to make a living. You're doing something that, you, like this woman I talked to on on the flight, she loved that her job was different from day to day yeah. and that, that, that was an aspect of the job that really spoke to her, so That's why cool. not? Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the call.
4: Yeah, I was watching on HGTV. There's a, one of the shows, I believe it's called Chicago Rehab. And Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Would have been good, yeah. uh, but uh, the the star and and uh, I guess uh, general contractor of the show is is a female, and I watch it with my wife, and you know I have to comment. I'm like, these people don't talk to her the same way they would talk to. Right. male general contract. What are you going to do about it? Well, you know, I, I, us talking about All it right, right now, I think it does something.
0: All right. Uh, his text says the landscape company I work for is uh, 50% women, and this is a uh, female text. There you go. Uh, there you nice. go. Not, not that surprising. All right. Uh, <laughs> I did notice something else. Um, this is a weird little story. I don't know if you guys caught this, but a uh, billionaire is donating um, $200 million to build a much-needed dormitory at the University of California, Santa Barbara, but... Uh, The 97-year-old, his name is Charlie Munger, is stipulating that the design he helped create for the dorm must be used. And that design has led a uh, consulting architect on the university's design review committee to resign in protest, calling it more of a, quote, psychological experiment than a residential hall.
3: So how, how old is this guy? Um, he's 97. He's 97, so he's got this weird sort of architectural plan that no yeah. one wants to build. So he's the right-hand man uh, uh,
0: to Warren Buffett at uh, Berkshire Hathaway Yeah, and is an amateur architect but without formal training. And his design is for an 11-story dorm housing 4,500 students, most of whom will be in interior rooms without windows.
3: I don't like that.
0: Uh, They would instead have virtual windows modeled after those in Disney cruise ship cabins. Ah. As part of his reasoning, Munger has said that he thinks these rooms will encourage students to spend more time in communal areas, uh, you know, instead of in their rooms. Right, yeah. Uh, but the architect who redesigned, uh, Dennis McFadden, noted that the dorm would qualify as the eighth densest neighborhood in the world. Uh, cities amp- he cites ample evidence that interiors with natural light, air, and natural views improve both physical and mental well-beings. And said that he objects to Munger's plan, quote, as an architect, a parent, and a human being. <laughs>
5: <So> <laughs> it's what
3: planet. I want, Jeff. So he is, uh, he's holding fast. He won't... Uh yeah, that's what he says they have to use ha- his design. I've got to see light. I've got to see some natural, yeah. I, I need it, yes. I will go into a depression. So
4: do these students. I don't know
3: what this guy thinks. And, and well, he's, 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 he, Like they're saying, it sounds like, a, like like some sort of bizarre social well, experiment. There was, a, there was a Black Mirror episode. It was one of the first ones that
0: came out where these uh, people live in this weird existence. And inside their rooms, like the walls are all monitors. Right, right. And it would have, you know, like when, when day would come up, the sun would rise and so on and that. So I think it sounds kind of like that. I don't like it. I don't like that. Either. I don't like it's... it. Sometimes those those uh, in, uh, fake environments can be interesting and cool, yeah. but after a while, you need the real thing, I think.
3: So you know those expensive, uh, the, those subterranean, uh, end-of-the-world protective uh, yeah. enclosures that multi-millionaires and billionaires purchase? Uh, a lot of them have those sort of faux electronic OLED windows You right. know, that are supposed to give you that same thing. A, you know it's not real, and and B, it doesn't have that, that, that same effect. You just,
6: again, I would lapse into a depression. So if you're the school, do you take this billionaire's money and build it the way that he wants to build it, or do you no. pass on it? I guess you'd pass on it, probably. I, I mean, that's 4,500 people in an 11-story yeah. building. But ju- how much did you say it cost? Like $200 million or something along yeah. those lines? I mean, did no, you see now. the movie Dread? What? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. So they they live in these these complexes that are exactly like what you're describing. That are just you know like thousands and thousands and thousands of people in these buildings that go like a mile high, and uh, it's it's you know like a dystopian nightmare. That's what this sounds like. Nice. All right. Well, listen. I have another thing I noticed. Notice away.
0: Uh, and I will notice, uh, well, you know, heels.
3: Okay. Women heels is them. in high heels?
0: Yeah. Kathy or Marissa was wearing when we went to the Sixers game the other night. Did you see those those white heels she yeah. was wearing? Those yeah. Those monsters. I don't know how she walks in those things. Well, let's talk about something that's a little more reasonable, like two-inch heels. Kathy, is that very tall, two-inch heels? No. no okay. So researchers at Shanghai's Fudan University polled uh, over 1,200 women on their choice of footwear and they found that two inch heels tilt the pelvis in a favorable way, causing pelvic floor muscles to repeatedly contract, which can help women to orgasm during oh, sex.
2: Great. Oh, that's, yeah. that's
0: okay. so, <laughs> it gonna
3: be my regular Saturday night thing. So baby. two inch heels.
0: Oh, a
2: yeah. two inch two inch like uh Kind of like a block heel. A thicker heel is what I will wear. Like, I'll wear that to work. Are those
3: the know? ones that give you the most orgasm? <laughs> well, that,
2: I, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I wear those mostly every day, so. Oh. I
3: sit right next oh. to you. <laughs> higher heels and flat <laughs>
0: shoes do not have the same effect, so it's not like if you went even higher than that, that it would, it would give you, be yeah. even more oh
3: my
16: orgasmic. God, it
3: heels or to die for. It's just two inches. Um, yeah, I, I guess also it, 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 as a as a presentation, your posture might become more
2: well, yes, yeah, I feel like if you, if you go higher, you're just in like, you know, you're trying to uh, save yourself from not falling over. You know, it's funny.
3: I was talking to you about this, Kathy. My wife got back to, my wife can rock heels like, like thin heels, like yeah, nobody's she, business. But it's been so long yeah. since any event Going required, out. like yeah. getting dressed yeah. up. We went to a wedding. And she's like, dear God, get these off me.
2: Steve, the, in Chicago, that, yeah. I think that was the first time that I put heels like that on, like, like a stiletto right, thin right. heel. Because even I did an event the weekend right. before, and I even had a thicker boot on, a thicker boot heel. Yeah. So that was the first time. <laughs> uh, I did pretty good. Uh, yeah. I myself on the back.
3: Well, she took her heels off. Yeah. We we walked through uh, the, the the casino in Atlantic City, and she had she was in a bare feet. I said, "No one cares here." Well, no. No. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was oh, the
2: God. reason that Marissa and I almost took a cab ride one block away because we both had heels on, and we were like, "If we do that one block walk, that's gonna probably ruin the night." In Chicago, oh, I, thought Chicago. Yes. I thought it was because of the rain. I thought it was
4: because of the rain
0: too. Mean, it was
2: partially because of the rain, but if it wasn't raining, I still would have contemplated You know, you could have walked. Ride.
4: You could have walked through the Marriott and well, we then out wa- the other we side. We did walk. Okay. We yeah.
6: took a we took a cab. I for
7: you and I, I, don't. I
6: booked a commuter flight. Well it was you know, my girlfriend had the heels on and, and she got her hair done. And she got her hair done, and so yeah. And she could hold your weight. Yeah, well it was <laughs> it was a block away and I was like, Are you serious? And then she looked at me and I was like, Oh, she's, she's serious. serious. Yeah, and this Rest. is an argument not worth having. Oh, her mic's not on. If you could turn her mic
0: on, Rodney. And my sh- never mind. <laughs> Try it again one more time.
7: My shoes were suede. Oh, oh they oh, were man. Like,
4: there you, you go. That. that would have
0: been a but real I issue. It for
7: you guys.
4: Yeah, well, you I, look great. You all look great. Um, so you ever see like uh old ladies like jacked up feet? Um, yeah, I just I, I'm I'm actually on jackedupoldladyfeet.com. That's, that, I go there all the time. That's my main search engine. What um, are you talking about? Look at the <laughs> claws on this harpy. I just wonder, like, what kind of toll wearing these types of shoes takes on a woman's feet oh. over years.
2: Yeah, I bet you it does. Yeah.
4: yeah. There have had, so, like, hammer toe and stuff like yeah. that? So, listen, just for a second, you were like, old lady's jacked up feet. What is this guy talking about? And now you're engaged because I made sense.
2: Well, yes, yeah. I don't think that old lady jacked up feet is caused specifically by wearing heels. But what, I can imagine time? over time, yeah. I don't know if it's what the the physical look of it but it you're can't, talking about O L J U F it can't be it can't it's a can't be con- swear
3: O-L-J-U-F. Old, <laughs> old Jeff old, old, lady Jeff. Jeff. old, old lady Jeff. Feed. yeah it's a common condition, Kathy. It
2: can't be good to wear those super high heels all the time. But
7: that no. was my grandmother. My grandmother gave me two pieces of advice. One of the best ones was wear heels until you can't anymore, because one day you're not going to be able to, and it's because her toes were jacked up. Oh, okay. seriously? Yeah, she wore them as long as she could. they the yeah, Mary you, you, orthopedic Mary. You don't see yeah.
3: you don't see Maud at the uh, at the Target there in, in stilettos.
7: I can't wait to the President and Steve Show fiftieth reunion and walk <laughs> jacked up. Right? Just yeah.
3: Me. We'll have walkers for
0: tennis. So for the best results, the study showed that the biggest effect was seen in those who wore them for at least eight hours a day. Wearing two-inch heels can also reduce the risk of urinary issues. Huh. But researchers warn that wearers should still always take care as heels can result in falls and various musculoskeletal disorders.
3: You roll your ankle. Yep. You, you see it all, what that to that classic footage I love of it. the runway model <laughs> who cannot oh, get it together. Yes. And, the, and the anchors <laughs> just cracking up. Can't, they can't get yeah,
0: it together. Yeah, yeah. I love it. All right, that's what I noticed for you this morning. I noticed so you don't have to. Oh, love it. It's what I do. So even here at the Camp Out for Hunger, making it happen. That's been the
3: noticer, ladies and gentlemen. How about a round of applause? Thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you. Hold your applause. Uh, so we're, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We do have a few guests that will be joining us, and uh, we start rolling out the, uh, the sports stars. Uh, here at the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, make sure you come and see us. We're in the Wells Fargo Center parking lot next to Xfinity Live. We got our carnival rides. We got the free Dunkin' Coffee. And we're having a good time with you guys, yeah. too. back in a moment. Stay with
1: us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tents on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Staufford Glove and Safety, a premier distributor of Honeywell safety products. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: Two of our favorite people are sitting right here. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. We love having them by. We've had them at the Camp Out for Hunger and always have fun. Please welcome from your Philadelphia Phillies, Mr. Ricky
15: Battalago and Mickey Morandini. What's up, guys? Uh, first of all, by the way, congratulations to you guys. Ah, that's so kind. Radio Thank you. Hall
0: of Famers,
15: huh? We congratulations. Thank you. That?
0: Appreciate it, Mickey. Thanks, man. Well Rick. deserved. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you know what? We uh, we mentioned that you guys have been here before. Although, Rick, have, we, have you been down here for this event? Mickey's been down a couple I, I, of times.
15: Uh, years ago. Years ago. Okay. You know, but, sometimes you have to make a decision. <laughs> or... <laughs> oh, Just decision. Yes. Well done. And in
0: front
2: of it. That's a
15: good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh I figured. That was decision.
2: a that decision. That
0: it. was after. <laughs> that was after game B i think right or or was this it after game is... A it, was, a it was that week yeah it was uh the i want to say the because the question about I sleep the, <laughs> the,
3: question, yeah. the, the question you were going
0: was, man that yep. clip of Ricky the question was about when do you call the game due to rain right. yeah. and he yeah. said
6: when do you make his decision yeah I, decision. I ran out of gas
3: <laughs> dude up. well you Literally. Do, you do enough broadcasting yourself you guys you know that at a certain point and you've been in those moments where you're talking you're like i don't even know
15: what i'm talking about that, that was probably that was one of them <laughs> that, was, <all laughs> of, that <laughs> was one of them for sure and then the i don't know if you remember the royal oswalt when he had a bulging disc. <laughs> oh, yes, Ricky. Ricky made a boo boo. <laughs> on <that one. laughs> so, what was bulging then? <laughs> well,
3: well
15: whatever, whatever you want, I'll
3: just yeah, let yeah, that yeah. go. That's, um, it's, that's a tough thing to have anyway. So, I, I,
0: I want to point something I, lo- I love about Mickey Morandini, and I, I think it may have been Brazier, or, or I don't know if it was you, Mickey, but uh, you're, you're exactly like me, unless somebody tells you who they are, you don't remember them to save your life, probably. I am
18: horrible with names. (laughs) And now that I've got this ambassador job, I meet... You know, thousands what? of people. Oh, my God. So, everybody's either buddy or pal. <laughs> well, Mickey, let me
3: ask you. Are you good with faces? Can you like you? you Can you recognize someone? Faces are better
18: than yeah, names. That's I'm big, horrible
3: with names. I'm with and you. And I
18: got to learn to shake hands and repeat the name yeah. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't do that enough. And it's It's embarrassing. tough. And you,
3: and you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Right. And, and it's it's the worst. And, well, now you have no option but to get good at it, right? Well, I'm trying. I'm you know, trying. All right.
2: You know, I... I was walking up to, I don't want to say who it is, but I was walking up to a uh, favorite politician once, and uh, I heard his assistant go, it's Kathy Romano from the President of Steve show, We've met her a number of times. And I was like, oh, my God, she's prepping him before I walk up.
3: Do that, <laughs> so people at a, at a certain level do have, the, like, senators and stuff like that. If you, they have those people who, uh, Kathy, that's their job. Oh,
2: yeah, it was part it's, of her job. They've Absolutely. got the
3: clipboard. They've got the pictures, the whole thing. I'm, so, Ed, I'm yeah.
2: surprised
6: Ed Rendell didn't remember your name, though. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: It was before I started working with
15: them. They <laughs> do it for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when let me put it this way. We've met presidents as ballplayers. Yeah. And we were in Baltimore, and you could hear whoever was with President Clinton at the time yeah. saying each one of our names. <laughs> but then he would, like, remember, oh, I saw you pitch here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Braves won
0: the, uh, the yeah. World Series. Yeah, they did. And, you know, yeah. I mean,
15: you guys are all saying, "Hey, they're a good team." I mean, yeah. they're
0: a great team, but you know, obviously, it's it's hard to watch what happens as as a fan of local, you know, your local team and, and watch rest of it. unless you just, you know, baseball is absolutely what you love, no matter what when your team is out of it. But I mean, you guys have a different perspective. Kind of
15: watch yeah. it for a different reason. I mean, you look at what the Braves did at the trade deadline. I mean, with Soler, Peterson, and uh, Rosario. Yeah, I mean. No Those guys... That's why they won the World
6: Series. They had an entirely different outfield, I think, on July 1st yeah. than they did with that, that started last night. And yeah, and a ton of injuries. I mean, it was impressive. I, I can't root for them. I can't say that I'm happy for them,
15: um, but are a good team. I'm sure you guys have, like, the same kind of Twitter account I have where you go on after the Braves won the World Series, and everybody's saying, well, if Reese Hoskins was healthy, we went, <laughs> well, guess what? If Acuna was healthy, it wouldn't even have been close then. I right. know, right. I mean, yeah, if, you're you right. Want, if you want to do that.
3: Uh, it, 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 well, you live, and it's, we've always talked about this, President. and I uh, con- Concerning um, you know, sports, um, color commentary, all of that, so much of it is a post-mortem. And everything is armchair, uh, you know, guessing what could have been. And that's the nature of the beast. But it's it's a weird world to live in. Like, oh, well, if, 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 if. And after a while, it just rings hollow, right? I mean,
18: you know. Well, I don't think the Phillies, even though Reese was out, I don't think Reese was the answer to Catapult. I mean, we he had wasn't. a lot of holes this year. and. Um, it was more than just having, you know, not having Reese. That's for sure, right? Well, let me ask you because the Braves won yesterday, seven nothing, right? And so
4: fans will go, "Oh man, the, the Astros just rolled over," and that is so far. Does that get on your nerves when when fans who don't play the game and have never played the game at that level will say, "Oh, they just rolled over." Why? Because they didn't put up any runs. You you think that every single player on that field just didn't give the it start-ups. their all? One well, start-
18: the thing that bothers me is when they say the team didn't have any energy. Yeah. And when you don't have anybody on base, you get two hit and you don't have anybody on base, where's the energy supposed to come from? Because <laughs> usually the energy is when you hit singles, doubles, triples, home runs, that's where all the energy comes from. Mm. And when you don't get anybody on base, I don't know, understand where they want the energy to come and, from. And I
15: think what, going with what Mickey says, I think the things you look for are what type of at-bats they're having. I mean, are they having long at-bats, are they grinding out the at-bats, or are they just going up there swinging at first pitches and getting the game over with? That's not what was happening. Right. I mean, they, they took a whooping the night before. What they give up for in the first inning in Atlanta, they fought back from that. You can't keep, I mean, it's
6: not the way you want to play the game. I have a, a Phillies-related question because, you know, we mentioned you, you come in a visit in 2008. It boggles my mind that the Phillies won the World Series 13 years ago. We haven't made the playoffs since 2011. They've had some good teams, especially over the last couple years, but they just can't finish the season. Um, What's missing? What do they need? You know, if you could wave a magic wand and bring in something (laughs) and they got Ricky's (laughs) laughing when I (laughs) asked that. But, like, I mean, there's, there's something missing just to get to the postseason. I want playoff baseball back here in South Philly, and we haven't had it in a decade.
15: I mean, in all honesty, I think it's a lot about fundamentals, especially the last two years. I mean, when you look at the teams they've had defensively, these teams have been a disaster. When, when you're giving up more and more runs uh, because of your infielders aren't picking up a ground ball or they're throwing the ball in the stands, that, that's not helping anybody. And, and when it comes down to the long run, let's say you make Aaron Noah throw 20 extra pitches in an inning. That adds up over a season, which towards the end of the season is going to have him have withdrawals in September. And that happens a lot, too. So... I think it all starts with fundamentals. I, you, I think they, they, uh, they have a lot of issues here right now.
3: You don't think about that. It's a very a salient point is that so, you know, the, the whole collective, one player can set in motion something that is going to, and we're not just talking just the loss of a game in general, but over time the erosion of another player's capabilities because of their inability to, to do something. It, it is a, uh, it's a chess game of sorts.
18: Yeah. yeah i mean it's, it 's for me it 's been like Ricky said the fundamentals especially defensively but it 's been the bullpen for me we The last two years historically have been two of the worst bullpens in the history of the game. When you blow 34 saves in yeah. one year. But they thought they answered those problems in the in both off seasons. They, they thought not? they did, but they obviously did not. Yeah. We need a closer. We yeah. need a legitimate guy that can go out there and shut the door 99%. Right. percent right. Sure. I'll the do time. it. I'll do it. Fine. <laughs> go get him, kid. It's a little
15: bit late, but he can by get the way, out there. By the way, to put those 34 in perspective, I, yeah. I pitched for what 11 and a half years, 44 total blown saves. Wow. They did 34 in one year. That's hard to do. Mm. Yeah. It's not even it's not even like like uh, it, it's sad. Yeah, it's, it's it's not bad. It's sad. So we talk. I want
4: like two days ago in your seat was uh, Brian Dawkins, right? And so professional football, pretty day. good
15: seat. <laughs> That's a pretty good yeah. seat.
4: Yeah. And you talk about somebody who who had to grind it out for 16 games a season, and then yesterday in your seat was Tyrese Maxey, who has to grind it out for 82 games in the season. You guys had to grind it out for 162 games, and so do you think that there's any comparison to? What a football player does in 16 games, uh, what a basketball or hockey player does in 82 games, and what you guys do in 162?
18: Mick, since you played a lot. That's a really good question. Um, Well, 16 games for football, obviously, I mean, they're pounding and pounding and pounding, so... It's really hard. You know, they do get six days in between to try and recover, but I don't know how football players do it. I really don't. Now, the NBA, uh, the thing that bothers me about the NBA, these guys can't even play back-to-back games anymore. Oh, yeah. Especially the superstars. You know, they got to sit out the Best second days. game. That really bothers me. But to play 160, what is it, 162 games, 30 spring training games, if you go to the playoffs, you're playing another Fifteen twenty that is a grind of all grinds. And uh, you get about a day or two off in a month and all the travel. Um, now back when we played, we played on a lot of turf fields, and that was even yeah. more of a because that tur- a lot of the turfs were horrible conditions. So And they and um, they promoted injuries, didn't they? I mean, Oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, and and yeah vet was awful. Yeah. Pittsburgh it was, was awful. Was it not? It, it was just, for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, so I don't know if you can compare baseball with anything else because you just it's two hundred games. Yeah, I mean.
6: What was, the, uh, what was the highest temperature that you can remember, Mickey, on the vet surface? Oh,
18: about um, 145, probably. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. They used to put thermometers yeah. out there for day games in July and August. And the thermometer at 1 o'clock would read 140, 145 degrees. That's, that's inhuman. You could see the steam coming off the turf. I mean, we used to have to go into the dugout and have ice buckets in there because we used to wear metal spikes. Your feet would be on fire, so we'd have to go in and put our feet in ice in ice buckets. That's insane. Speaking of feet on fire, did everybody ever pull the old hot foot on? Yeah, Roger baseball. McDowell. Really? Lead, my rookie year. Roger yeah. McDowell, star yeah. of
15: Seinfeld? That's
4: unbelievable. Yeah. I would love to see, I would love, to, you know, you would have to hire somebody to count the amount of times through practices and everything that one player throws a baseball from yeah. the, the start of spring training to the very last game. I mean.
18: I, I can't even wow. give you a number. I mean. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands, yes. right? Oh, Absolutely ridiculous wow, i want to know how many times a bullpen pitcher throws you know warming up in the bullpen right. pitches and doesn't even get into a game no, uh, those are the worst yeah there's when you're call- sitting there warming up and they never call you in, yeah, the dry humps, yeah, they were dry humps. Yeah,
15: dry humps, I love that. I <laughs> they, they, love they, that. Were, they were. That was that was probably the worst part about being in the bullpen. They don't do that now, though. They most, don't. most of the time yeah. now it's you're up, you're in, or you're done right. that day.
18: Right. But they, mean,
4: all right, so they, they do have statisticians, right?
18: So oh god, yeah. Uh,
4: and so my son <laughs> actually sent me this stat uh, that happened. Jeez, uh, who ended up throwing the pass? It was the first time in history. That a quarterback with the first name Cooper threw a touchdown pass to a guy with the last name Cooper, yeah. and the previous season the quarterback with the with the last name Dalton threw a touchdown for the first time uh, to a guy with the first name Dalton. So it was, uh, and it uh, just
15: happened in the World Series where Tucker to Tucker and <laughs> who was the other one? Well, I, didn't, I didn't know
3: that. Do you one. know? here's an interesting statistic. Ninety eight percent of the guys who accrue those statistics don't get
4: laid. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> But that's somebody's job, and my yeah. son's like, that is such a weird stat. And I'm like, yeah. but that's it's what It's amazing what they come it up with. Although is there is brilliant. plenty of that
15: on the computer that they could look
6: at. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> just just go right over to Pornhub. There yeah. you go. There was an infield that Mickey played in where it was uh, Dicky to Mickey to Ricky, right? Yes, yeah, Dickie uh,
18: Thon. Dicky Thon to Mickey
6: Morandini at second and Ricky mm-hmm. Jordan yeah. at first. And I always wished you guys had signed Icky Woods, the football player, to play third. Play third? Yeah. This yeah. yeah. <laughs> just never happened. Nice. Hey, I want to mention this. Our,
0: our buddy John Brazier stopped by and he brought these bobbleheads. Uh, you got DD and uh, JT uh, represented. So Gregorius and uh, Real Muto. And what was there? there's a special on these cases? So there's
5: a special.
4: Right now, like normally they'd be $25 a piece, uh, but if you go over to the New Era store uh, at Citizens Bank Park, if you mention Preston and Steve, you will get them two for 40 Oh, that's great. So you great. save $10 just for mentioning Preston and okay, Steve. Okay, pick up some. And that
18: goes on sale today at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Okay. Okay. All right, Excellent. That's the ambassador, though, by
15: the way. Yeah. The ambassador.
4: <laughs> by the way, we still talk lovingly of the
3: uh, the Phillies underwear that we. Get. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> they have the best underwear. The best over. I don't know if they still
0: underwear. do, but I have had mine yeah.
4: for like eight years. Yeah, yeah. And I still wear them. I get asked about some of the hats that I wear all the time, and I go over to the New Era store. I got one yeah. this past summer that's just my my absolute favorite. It's like a powder blue with the with the maroon. It's a well run yeah. store with good inventory. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yep.
0: Well, listen. We have uh, we got Ricky and Mickey mic'd up. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do something with them. Oh, oh yeah. by the way,
15: this is interesting. You see this contraption? Yeah. <laughs> now I know what Bruce Arians.
0: Here. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the uh, the remote mic packs and all set up, and I, and I think we've done this with Mickey before.
18: I've done it once. Now one year when I had my hip surgery, remember we had Brage replaced, yeah. yes. and you had to yeah. put it on a seven second delay because. of... <laughs> Yes. That's right. What was coming out of his mind. Yes. We're going to
0: play drop quiz with them in a moment. So we'll send you guys out there now and get you set up. We're going to welcome up with a couple other people to make a donation. But uh, if you guys are set to go.
18: Oh, we're, ex- we're, we're, we're really excited. Rick Metallico <laughs> and Mickey Morandini. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Love it. Very nice. They're excellent, man. Love those guys. Uh, but we have a couple other people that are going to pop on, and we're going to talk about uh, donations for just a moment. And I want to make sure that I have uh, the right crew, because I've got a, a, a list here. Okay, so we're going to go uh, right here. Uh, go here? Oh, thank you. There yes. we go. All right, excellent. Oh, yeah. God, we talk to them every year about this. Uh, and we are happy to welcome, we couldn't do it without this fine company. We have the vice president of human relations. Jonathan Berger of BMO. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Great to be with you again. Wonderful to see you. So, oh, is that for Steve? Ah, there go. Thank you. Look oh at this. Oh, my God. My Thank God you so Steve. much.
19: Do yeah. they know Steve Morrison or what?
0: Yeah. Thank you. They, we have a gigantic intimates package yeah. for Steve. Preston,
19: we that. think uh, last year we gave uh, Steve a box of chocolate chip cookies. We figured he just about finished it, yeah. so, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. needed to replenish.
3: Thank wow. you. Steve, uh, what all they have over so there? So you have the milk chocolate, you have the regular chocolate, you have the... the uh, the uh what is it the ball oh, pumpkin spice donuts the little bites which rock yeah. are awesome my kids and, grew up on those yeah always... so there's a, whole bu- there's a whole bunch of stuff here uh looks like little apple uh pies yeah mm-hmm. mini the, donuts mini donuts it's all great you know i love the product like but we were talking earlier also about the arti- the the uh, artisan bread. yeah it's so good which is a That is my bread of choice. That is some rocking bread, especially for sandwiches. And I'm just, listen, we talk about food all the time. We sound
19: pathetic. But it means the world to us. Steve, everybody bonds with food. We and do. Artisano bread is amazing. It's yeah. great. I, I know you've had it as a grilled cheese, right? It, it is the best grilled cheese and it you'll rocks ever have. A, it. Rocks
3: a turkey and Swiss like nobody's
19: yeah, business. For sure. Yeah, Where's yeah. it
6: made? Where's the manufacturing plant for uh, the Artisano bread? Lehigh Valley, local. So.
19: Yeah, yeah. We yeah. make it all over the country, but locally, it's it's up in Lehigh. No, the, all the product lines are, are tremendous. Yeah, my go-to is
4: Arnold. Uh, I, I prefer the Arnold bread, so You you have a like a really great whole wheat, and then a multigrain. Really, really good stuff for
3: my this peanut butter. This stuff means no. something
19: to us. Yeah. Yes, no, nothing wrong with Arnold Bread for nope. sure.
3: And the Entimans cookies, for Christ's sake, that's everything. The Antemans, uh cheese Danish is my
0: favorite. Well, I used to live with it. It the...
3: saved my life one time. Did it?
0: Yes. Okay, so we had this. Uh, you were able to close a, a, a neck wound with one. We went on a canoe float trip and camp, and we. I, I, that may have been the most I've ever drank in my life, or close to it. <laughs> and the next morning, woke up. There was nothing left but oranges uh-huh. and Entenmann's uh, <laughs> cheesecake <laughs> or uh, cheese Danish. There you go. I would have died if I didn't have any food, if I didn't have any nourishment, and we were out in the woods, and it saved my life. Yeah, Preston,
19: I, I, I'm friends with our R and D team, the people <laughs> who make that product, and they told me <laughs> this secret: ten seconds in the microwave, not more, not less. Yes, yes. And that product is incredible. Yeah. Also, the chocolate chip Never pound cake. Of that. Never thought yeah, of it. Yeah. Wow. Chocolate uh, your pancake in the microwave? Yes. Uh, listen, I, I'm going to have
0: to talk to my R&D people. You heat up everything. Put I heat up that ice, bread. Put <laughs> a scoop of ice cream on that, dude. Rocking it! By the way, uh, Bimbo Bakeries, uh, part of their uh, brought the broadcast. They are part of the broadcast tent sponsorship, yeah. and that does include a donation each day from one of the brands. Today, it's five hundred loaves of golden wheat artisano bread. Awesome! Uh, it's part of the Sara Lee bread family, and so we don't collect perishable items here at Camp Out, but you can do bulk donations. Arranged ahead of time with Phil Abundance, and they've been doing that every single day at the Camp Out for Hunger. They've done that for the past several years.
3: Well, you guys have been a, a part of this for a while now, and I mean, we we love the association, we love your generosity, and honestly, we we could not make this happen without without your efforts. But also to see just even in outside of this endeavor, what you guys do for the community and getting food out to people is is so impressive. So kudos
19: to you and all your coworkers for that year-round effort. Yeah, thanks, Steve. The, our our front line really is the heroes of our effort, right? They are every single day throughout the pandemic. They've been serving the market, serving yeah. our communities, making sure that people have food that they need. And, and it, it's, it's really meaningful and special to us to be a part, partners with you guys. We've been doing this is our fifth year, um, and every year our teams get energized about it, and we get excited to be able to support you. So thank you for all you're doing and enabling us to help you guys, and it
3: feels good to be back a little bit. Yeah, you know, like it, last year was a little bit more austere. This year we've opened up. Next year I think we'll be at one hundred percent. It'll be fantastic. No, so yeah. No question. Excellent. Thank you for your continued support. I appreciate it. And did you have a, a donation amount?
19: We, yes. we do have a donation. So each year we roll out a bread check because, like Steve, can only process one box of cookies that's a it, year. That's it. The banks can only process one <laughs> bread check a year. This year we want to are pleased to donate ten thousand dollars to fill abundance. Ten thousand dollars. Watch out. I'm firing the cannon. Watch out. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs>
3: $10,000. That's great. In and above all you do is, is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you very much. Jonathan Berger, ladies Thank and gentlemen. Of yes. the Bimbo. I will be sharing some of this with you guys, by the way. I definitely yes. want to dive
0: into some of that. Excellent. All right. Now, I think we're going to try to head outside. Uh, and let's go and see if we can turn on the microphones and uh, have Rick Batalico and Mickey Morandini. Uh, Rick, can you hear me?
15: Yeah, I can hear you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: does not sound happy. How about you, Mickey? Can you hear me all right? No. <laughs> Not at all. Wonderful. All right, so those of you who have uh, been a part of the Camp Out for Hunger for years know what we do. It's a game called Drop Quiz, and we have a, uh, a very cool ride that has been a mainstay at the broadcast uh, for, that we call the Can Drop. It's from Skelly Amusements, um, and it is a slow-moving ride that you're strapped to. It goes straight up in the air. It says Column, and it goes up like 80 to 100 feet, something like that, yeah. and at some point... It will just free fall all the way down, but you don't know when it's going to happen. You can't see above you. You have no idea where the top is, so the fall comes out of nowhere. Now, on the way up, we will ask our contestants, Rick Petalico and Mickey Morandini, a series of simple trivia questions. Now, while they're simple, you add into the fact that you don't know that you're climbing slowly and you don't know when you're going to fall. It kind of makes it hard to search for the answer.
3: So in the back of your mind as you're answering questions, there's a little clock running. Yes. When is it going to happen? And that's what throws you off. And we will total up a point
0: per correct answer. And guys, I'll ask a question and you just (laughs) shout it out when you know the answer. Did you hear that? He just goes twice? Twice. (laughs) Twice? Yeah, we might do it twice. Uh, By the way, we can bring their audio up just a little bit because I'm having a little bit of a hard time hearing
18: them. Just for the record, we're not doing this twice. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: so when the ride begins, as soon as you guys start moving, Marissa, are you out there? I am,
7: Preston. I want to set the scene a little bit more. Mike from Skelly's out here is rocking his old school Mike Schmidt jersey. With uh, Ricky looks over his shoulder, he's going to be able to look right into Citizens Bank Park. That's how high you're going to be. Wow.
0: It's going to be fun. So, Marissa, do me a favor. As soon as the ride starts moving, uh, just say the word go, and I'll start asking the questions. Go! Not yet.
7: (laughs) Go, Mike, go! Alright, so
0: uh, Ricky and Mickey, you guys ready? Yeah. All right. let's begin. Uh, Mike Skelly, if you could start it up, and Marissa, tell me when they're moving.
7: It should be moving in just a moment. There we go. It's moving. All right.
0: The outermost layer of the earth is called the what? Atmosphere. No. It's part of the ground. What? The crust? The, the crust. We'll give him that. That's Ricky.
18: That's toothpaste. From All right.
0: Michael Jordan gave up basketball to try. Baseball. Yes, Mickey got that. 1-1. One, one. Uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor took place in which month? December. That's correct. Who is that? Is that Ricky? It's Ricky, Ricky, damn it. Right. Uh, in which state is San Diego located? California. California. Who was first? Ricky. Me.
15: Ricky. 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 Right.
0: No, 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 no,
15: no, no. Fuck on that.
0: Published <laughs> after her death, what did teenager Anne Frank leave behind? A dog. No dog. <laughs> Her husband. Dog. Her uh, husband. husband? She was 14. It was her diary. We're yeah. moving on. Bo- oh, what boxing champion was said to float like a... Miley!
18: No, we up here? Wiley Coyote is, is always
0: trying to catch... What's wow. no. oh, oh, so up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, best Elaine.
2: that's All
15: right. I love
0: that.
2: Do you guys know who Anne Frank is?
15: <laughs> the diary. The yes! diary Right left behind a dog, the dog, not the dog. And a husband. Well, I think it's time Marissa gets in the middle seat. Now. Back
18: in the day. So
15: they want Marissa in the middle seat. In the middle seat. seat. Yeah. If we're going to do this again, she's coming in the
18: middle. All right, All right. okay, and Marissa. So Marissa, where are you oh, up for that?
15: Yeah, get in there. Right. Yeah.
7: Yeah. The
0: crowd is. Tearing her on. Let's have Marissa. Uh, can I have
7: some tape to tape this microphone to my hand? <laughs> I'm scared I'll drop it. Dude, I
0: was
15: not ready for that. Yeah, I, don't we'll able, I don't know if we'll be able to hear her. <laughs> Guys, I was not, uh, sh- she could speak into the mics. We're right next to her. All I, right. By so, the
0: way, the, uh, the. why do you need to hear her anyways? The top... <laughs> Oh, okay. She doesn't have to play. She can just ride. She can just ride. All right. Fair enough. All right, by the way, the uh, the drop quiz is part of the Camp Alpha Hunger Games, sponsored by Beambo Bakeries USA. They're I didn't awesome. want to mention that. That was pretty high.
6: So I, right, about I mean, ninety feet, right? That was high. Yeah, that wasn't very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ricky Bow had four in the first round. Mickey Mornini had two. so uh, four to See, three. that's
18: wrong. Not no, wrong. it's actually 100% wrong. I won the one, and you gave it to Ricky, so it's All
7: right,
3: so well, there's three. a point of contention here. I don't even have to win one this time. All right.
7: Am I the only person up here not scared? I'm very excited. Oh, they have to tape her in. <laughs> You're not scared? <laughs> no. They're
15: literally taping her hand. <laughs>
7: they're taming the microphone to my hand. In my or what we could do
0: is if if uh, if Mickey wins this one, uh, we could call it a tie and then do it a third and have a oh. tie. Yeah, if they're up for that. We'll uh, see. So yeah, do third it, doesn't do
15: it yeah, for third me. Or accumulated do points. Oh. I, got, I got a good idea. If we tie, Marissa wins. All right. Yeah. All right so okay. anyway uh
0: by the way Campbell soup is also the uh, the Campbell soup can drop is what we call the rod. I want to make sure I mention that in there. All right uh Marissa you strapped in?
7: I'm strapped in Mike we are ready to Aren't go. you out of
0: questions? <laughs> we got more questions. <laughs> we for got you. more questions, Marissa. Let money. us know when you're moving just say the word go and uh Mike when you're ready you can start the apparatus. Go. go. All right go. here we go. Gotham City was home to what Kate Batman? Man. Who got that? Hey, Mickey. Mickey. Uh, What western state, western state, is famous for Disneyland and... California.
5: California.
11: That
0: is correct. Mickey. What is... What?
11: Mickey. Mickey. That was was Ricky. It was Ricky. One, one. All
0: right. What is the biggest animal to have inhabited the earth? Elephant. (laughs) Dinosaur. No. Whale. Yes, blue whale. We'll we'll accept that. Uh, Let's see. What entertainment consists of people singing to a backup tape? Karaoke. Yes. Ricky. What color are the stars on the United States of America? White. Yes. What used to go around at thirty-three and a third RPM? The Earth. A
15: record? No. (laughs) The Earth. (laughs) By the way, that would be forty-five. Also,
0: that's not true. No, it's going
18: to drop. All right.
15: (laughs) Listen, which Ford
0: first mass-produced the car? Mustang. Which? Oh, Oh, god! All right, that's enough. Henry Ford. Do
18: it again. Do it again. No. You didn't
6: answer one question. Some of those answers are priceless.
0: (laughs) What's the score,
6: Nick? Uh, And round number two, Mickey Morgini with three. Ricky Botalico with two. Ooh, that
15: is false.
6: (laughs) So, So, that's... That's a tie.
15: Oh, it's a tie. Oh, Daddy, I see what's happening here. (laughs) What? I oh. see what's going on. Official it's a manipulation. Table. All
3: right. We can do one more, right? No, yes.
0: 55
15: years Guys, to just do
3: one more. We can make it decisive.
15: said <laughs> so I'm 65. Uh,
3: I like how the earth revolves around well, Wait
15: a minute. Decisive. 30. I won this thing already. <laughs>
18: Don't you have to go to a commercial?
15: <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. One more. All right, one all more. Right, good, yes. good. We got the word. Right, okay. Here's where
18: it all comes
3: down to. By Are the way, the answer... Answering? Th-
0: that question I had asked was which Ford was uh, first mass-produced the car with. Henry, Henry Ford. Oh, we wow, Henry we're going Ford. All right, here we go. Here we go. We go uh which anti-impotence treatment became the 90s th-
3: yes Ricky. i don't know how i Ricky knew that. that
0: i don't
10: need it i don't need it
15: the heisman trophy is presented in which sport
10: college football
15: yes it's college football not career football <laughs>
0: what was the name of flight pioneers orville and wilbur Breidenbacher. No, the last... Oh, no, Red,
18: right, right. <laughs> right. You got right. it. That's Mickey. Let me know if you guys That's three nothing, by the way.
0: What is the capital of the state of Mississippi?
15: Ooh.
18: Jackson.
0: Yes. Very, very
18: good, Mickey?
0: Yeah. Charles de Gaulle was president of which European country? France. Yes. Uh, who is the Prince of Thieves in a 90s blockbuster oh, movie title?
7: Kevin Costner.
0: Jeez. Kevin Costner. No. Well, what movie was it? You just said who it was. It was Robin Hood. All right. Uh, in oh, which decade out. was the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima? Hey. Ah! Yeah. Oh. Oh.
5: Yeah,
18: that's getting worse. High ah. oh. <laughs> again? No, no, <laughs> we're done. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Reach
15: <laughs> your <laughs> What was the score on number one? I, ro- I won round two by like five, <laughs> by a final score of eight to seven. Our winner, Mickey Morris! Yeah. Yeah. That's a bunch of garbage. You just wanted to say his name like that. Why
18: did you even have
15: a microphone?
7: I don't know. They sent me up there. <laughs> <laughs> i so Marissa.
0: Oh, Why did we God. have to go on that I'll three times? Sure. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you for being a part of the Camp Out for Hunger. We All right, really thank appreciate you guys. being nice here. Nice, guys. Anytime. Let's hear from Mickey Morandini uh, and Ricky were
3: great. <laughs> And Marissa Magnata for being a good sport, I like too. The, uh, the famous, the brothers of flight, the Redenbachers. The Redenbachers always. <laughs> well, you said Orville, right? <laughs> I, I said Orville and Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could not have gone any better. I love it. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back in a second. We have more to come. We have uh, actually Claude Giroux is going to be joining yeah. us in a little while, along with Keith Gandala of the Flyers. They won last night. Nice. Talk to those guys some more as the Camp of Hunter Hunger continues on MMR. We'll be right back.
1: Austin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 933 WMMR. Sponsored by Xfinity Live. Proud to be the home of Camp Out for Hunger for nine years and counting. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: Hey, I want to mention this email I got. Uh, it says, Hey, good morning, President Steve and super helpful guy Nick. Uh, it says, Our son. Uh, Ryan is a junior at Villanova and just swam in your endless pool to help raise funds for Phil Abundance. And uh, Jill says that we are huge believers and supporters of uh, sharing your blessings and supporting your community. Ryan's aunt, who was a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania and suffered from mental illness, actually was homeless for a few years. So our family understands uh, the plight of those struggling and we would absolutely, we will absolutely donate online and we'd love it if you could give a uh, shout out to Ryan and the team on behalf of Valley Forge Financial who will make a donation. Thanks for your hard wow. work and that is from Jill Mayer. Yeah. That's awesome. That so was really nice.
4: Alright, so Ryan just got out of the uh, the tank. He, we, have, we have four swimmers, right? Was, was, was he the third or the fourth? I think he was the fourth because okay. uh, we have a young lady that I just met who's about to go in there but like Ryan was just absolutely crushing it uh at like his his pace was just insane and he didn't get out like he just kept going. Did we, did we make, So,
3: so far, yeah. and, you know, the, the, the amount of miles, Casey, it's technically the same if you
4: were to get in the Delaware right here mm-hmm. and swim to Cape May, correct? Exactly. exactly. So right. 82 miles, and and these guys help push us, and now we're, like, ahead of the curve. All right. So now you just chill back. But I'm going to hop into the pool a little bit uh, later. Yeah, right Casey's been show.
3: contributing miles every day himself. yeah so, oh, yeah.
4: Love it. I was swimming in there last night uh, as people were getting ready to go into the Flyers game. You've got to get one of these. I you, have to you've get been, one you've of
3: these. you've been raving about how how accurate it is to regular swimming.
4: Yeah, and you can really push yourself and test yourself. Yeah. But as I was swimming in there last night, I was like, this is just wild. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's raining and cold out, and I am, like, I feel great. Yeah. I didn't feel any of that. But Diane,
0: let him get one. Come on, Diane. <laughs> please okay. Pretty, pretty Should we give out her cell number and have everybody call? <laughs> I think that's no, right. But yeah. thank you
4: to the uh, mayor family. Uh, you know, Ryan is the, the pride of Malvern Prep. I actually, on my Instagram stories, I got a nice little slow-mo of him doing breaststroke. Uh, but thank you for for your contribution. To Very the cool. Out. All
0: right, so, and uh, they'll, they'll donate 15000 if uh, we can get 82 uh, miles. So yes. we'll see if that happens. Uh, speaking of donating, I would like to welcome uh, from the Hometown Foundation... Uh, the relationship manager. This is Jamie Hughes that we have. Hey, 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 hey.
17: Hi, guys. Good morning. Hello, Jamie. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Excellent. We're happy to welcome you to the mic. I know you're going to make a donation here a little bit, but can you tell us a little bit about the how, the Hometown Foundation?
17: Of course. Thank you guys for having us. So, we came all the way this morning from Cheshire, Connecticut, the Hometown Foundation. It was quite a hike, thankfully. <laughs> but it that was worth it. a lot of traffic, didn't you? We <laughs> did. I was texting Kathy on the way here. I was like, I am so sorry we are late. But we are on our way. The truck actually beat us there, but beat us here, all but right. the Hometown Foundation's parent company, um, we're based out of Cheshire. Our parent company is Basuto's Inc., which is a wholesale and food distribution company, and our foundation, we have an initiative called the Hungerless Holidays, which is kind of how we all got linked up and why we're very here, um, excited to be here today so we can assist families and individuals who are suffering from food insecurity.
3: Yeah, That's it's great. a major thing, and it really mobilizes a whole bunch of different charities and different um uh, you know, organizations, and we all sort of unite around this time. It's it's when people feel it the most. So uh, that's great that you do it and do it all year round. Hey, your position is a
0: relationship manager. What exactly does that
3: mean? I've never heard
0: that before.
17: Oh, it's a very popular position. I get to handle all the relationships and be friends with everyone. But Uh my job is very, very fun. I get to, we have so many initiatives that the foundation does year-round. Hungerless holidays being one of my favorite, if I'm a little biased. Um, But we get to give so much food. This year, we're donating 25,000 turkeys to families and um, individuals in need who are suffering from food insecurity. So when we do these initiatives, I get to work with our sponsors, our local partners, our beneficiaries and really handle all those relationships and make sure everybody gets along it's an easy job relationship manager
0: you
3: know there's no one ever oversees the lack of initiative right yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: i'm the lack of initiative
3: uh the head i don't have a cell phone (laughs) yes don't call me
0: um well uh, can you tell us a little bit about the donation that uh you guys and the hometown foundation are doing for camp out for hunger
17: we are very happy to be donating the turkey. So our foundation really focuses on um, towns that have a high food insecurity rate. We want to help those who need help the most, and that falls under the Foundation's In Need Pillar, which we work year-round for. So this year, Hungerless Holidays, we wanted to expand our initiative even larger into the Philadelphia area, and that's why we are very thrilled to be making a donation of 500 turkeys to Phil Abundance. Wow. wow. 500,
3: 500 turkeys. Yay. That's going to be awesome. Yay. That's awesome. 500 turkeys. Yeah.
17: It's going to feed a lot of people. And these birds this year, I mean, these turkeys are very big this year. Yeah. um, We're definitely seeing some benefit. I mean, benefits aside, effects of COVID is that our turkeys are larger, which (laughs) means we can feed more people. Oh, that's excellent. They may
0: be larger, but they're also harder to get your hands on, too. So the fact that you guys got 500 of them, we've been reading about the uh, shortage on on, uh, turkeys. So I'm glad that it's going to go to people who really, really need it, you know?
17: We are very grateful. Um, It definitely really assists the population who needs it most. We're thankful that... That we were able to purchase them in advance and it wouldn't be possible without our partners and our supporters um, everyone who donates and every dollar counts
3: no that's great and honestly to have turkey around this time is great we ourselves couldn't get a turkey. we're sitting down to a moth Preston yeah it's, that's all we could get yeah the moth was about <laughs> all we could manage
0: uh the hometown foundation how do people contact you if they either want to assist or need assistance or how you know uh, employ you guys in some way
17: everyone can visit www.hometownfoundation.org and that's where all of our information is. We have our year-round initiatives and events. Um, You can find out more or you can pledge a family to um, a meal to a family in need this holiday season. That's excellent.
0: excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jamie. Pleasure to meet you.
17: Thank you guys for having us. Jamie Hughes, the
0: Hometown Foundation. 500 turkeys. That's a whole
3: lot, man. That's amazing. Yeah, that's fantastic. amazing, especially like you said, Preston, we've heard of uh, shortages. There goes a bird right there. A turkey right now. Yeah. And
0: that's one of those, I assume, so, it's perishable items, so that goes directly. They're, they're working directly with Philabundance to make sure that they get it, and they can do that type of thing. Uh, Bimbo's been doing that type of thing as well, uh, donating the perishables.
3: Oh, yes. I'm not good with this stuff. Is that a living turkey?
0: That was not. Okay. It was a frozen right. one. i frozen right. I can see why you might mistake it from a living, <laughs> real turkey. Yeah, I mean, it's just a real it turkey. Napping. Real dead, actually, is what it
6: is. All right. Uh, is our guest ready to go? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and programming note, um, we are not going to have Keith Yandel on, which sucks. because I noticed really, that. we really looking forward to having him on, but uh, he's a no-show. And I was very excited because he's a, a good, good personality. Uh, uh, but n- now I don't like him. I'm a, I'm <laughs> a little that. A, I, I don't That's like him anymore. I, I, Listen, I, I'm no longer we, a fan. We,
3: we love them, but we also
6: uh, hate them. Yeah, but uh, the one who will be here uh, and be a part of this uh, next interview has come to many campouts, and we can't thank him for supporting us year after year. Okay. So I can introduce these guys? You should be able to. Via Zoom, please welcome, and they won last night, I
0: mean, handedly won last night. Uh, Please welcome Claude Giroux and Travis Sennheim. There they are. What's up, fellas? G, good morning. How you doing, man?
20: Good, good. You guys tricked me this morning. What? When you guys asked me to do an interview, I was told Casey wasn't going to be here. (laughs) Oh,
4: no. Dude, you're so lucky you're not here in person. (laughs) You might be a professional athlete, but I outweigh you by like 50, 60. (laughs) I would absolutely throttle you. Well, all of muscle too, right? <laughs> well, I'm getting
3: there. You know, Casey's been getting in I know, shape. I know.
4: You know, he's actually—he's—he's. I, I saw. I yeah.
3: saw. Yeah.
4: Well,
0: we do know that G's a better bowler than you. I saw that. Oh, I know. I saw it too <laughs> in person.
4: Hey, G, congrats on your on your uh, goal and your assist last night. Travis, congrats on on your assist to uh, to G's goal last night. It was a very—it was a close game for for a couple of periods, but you guys just took you know took off in the third period. So congrats on that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks.
0: Hey, are you guys, are you having fun? I mean, the season's off to you know, things are going well. Is it, um, and, and by that, I, I don't mean just winning, but, you know, while it is work for you guys, it is possible for you to have a good time while you're doing it as well. Has it has it been a good start to the year in that regard, of having a good time?
20: Yeah, it's been great. I mean, uh, we have a lot of different guys on the team, and uh, older guys, character guys, funny guys, and um, like you said, uh, Keith is a funny guy, and, uh, you guys, you guys lucked out with uh, Travis Sennheim here. He's uh, pretty <laughs> hilarious himself, but uh, he's laughing uh, I mean, already. <laughs> <laughs> no, just being around all the new guys and uh, the way that this team came so quick and the chemistry off the ice. Uh, um, it's uh, it's kind of working well right now, so we got to keep her going here.
6: Travis, this is the first time we've had you uh, on our show, so we're we're getting to know you for the first time as well. But um, uh, Josephville, who works at the Flyers, said that uh, you're a Canadian farm boy from the uh, north north part of uh, Winnipeg, uh, and you work on your farm in the off season. Is that true?
21: Yeah, yeah, I head back
20: there, uh, try to help out as much as I can. We uh, we got a grain farm, so uh,
4: try
11: to get in the combine tractor as much as I can and help out uh, the family farm.
0: Okay. Is it fun to drive that thing? Because it's gigantic. Yeah. It looks it awesome. It looks so cool.
4: For me, it's fun. But uh, when I tell people I'm going three or four miles an hour, they uh,
18: they don't uh, like it too much.
3: Well, yeah, but it's still it's still a beast. Now, let me ask you, how difficult is it to milk a moose? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the one with the antlers or the yeah. one with <laughs> It's a different kind of milk. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, so, oh
6: man, um, something I was going to ask G. Our- what
3: do you guys like to eat? No, it wasn't what do you guys like <laughs> Well, I,
6: I wanted to ask him, and Casey pointed this out. I was at the game last night, which it was really fun. It was a tight affair until the third, and then you guys pulled away. Uh, and uh, Drew uh, had, a, had a goal and an assist. Um, but the, your goal was, there was an empty netter, and Couturier could have taken it and got his second goal of the night, but you were right next to him, and he passed it to you, and it was such a typical hockey play. It was so selfless, and, he, and so you got a goal as a result. And uh, you know, Did, did um, Couturier say anything to you ahead of time, or is it like you're open, he passes it to you, and, and you get an empty netter as a result?
20: It just uh, happened that you kind of followed the play. A, you know it's an empty netter. And, uh, at one point, it was just me and Kutz, and I always thought, uh, drive the net, put your stick down, and good things happen, and that's what happened. But uh, like you said, it was a selfless play from uh, from Coots, and um, I mean, if you could, he could have put it in, and uh, he didn't, so it was. Uh, uh, we just laughed about it after.
4: Yeah, I mean, he really could have, and, and maybe even should have buried it as he's making that pass, and I know it's kind of a bang-bang play. Did you have any
20: thoughts like, dude, what are you doing? Like, This should be yours. <laughs> Yeah, well, he had the puck, and I was going to, like, skate away and let him have it. But I'm like, if I skate away and he passes it, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> and it looks, it looks pretty bad, it looks right? look so, bad, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I want- I'm not going to complain. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah you, you know, yeah.
3: We, we, we talk a lot now, and we apply to everything because the show Ted Lasso is so popular. And it kind of, in a way, has given us a peek into locker rooms. And we sort of perceive, is is this the way that it, 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 it goes? Is this across sports? Is this sort of accurate? Are you guys watching it? And if so, does anything ring true at least about the dynamic of a team uh, to you guys? If you are watching it,
5: Have you seen
20: it? No, go ahead. No, I haven't seen. it. Oh, I, I I've seen it. It's uh, it's great. It's pretty uh, it's pretty accurate about teamwork and um how a team goes well because they click together. And uh, when it's not clicking off the ice, most of the time you're not clicking on the ice. So right. Uh, I mean it's a great show and. Uh, it's pretty dead on. I I want
0: to say. Okay. Now speaking of the locker room, there's a new tradition. The past few years, it's been a tradition <laughs> of uh, somebody, the star of the game, gets to wear uh, something that's been assigned. Uh, and now it's what is
6: that thing it's called? It's The starter jacket it's from the nineties. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm lukewarm on it. Man. You you are a big helmet fan. I and liked and the
0: original <laughs> motorcycle helmet. I think was the best one. What what do you guys think? What uh, as far as uh, that tradition?
6: How about how
20: about this? How about we give you guys a chance to bring something for us to play the game, and oh. if we like it, we're gonna we're okay. gonna do it. But it's gotta be good. Like right. we're we're gonna vote as a team. You, you guys bring anything you want Whoa. to be. We can do that. The, uh, a moose head or whatever you guys head. want. No,
3: no. All right. Whatever yeah. you guys want,
20: there we're gonna so. give you guys a a, a chance to, to have the player of the game. Oh, oh my God! Press right. it. Yeah. <laughs> Our minds oh, are reeling with possibility. Oh, the wheels are are turning, so Yeah, I can see Casey right now. I am like, oh, I got some good ones.
4: Oh, I got a couple. You know, I, the with first thing—the first thing that came to my mind was that the the kissy bear head that we have. But we— can't Oh no, no, no! That no, thing's no. that so calling with syphilis.
20: It
2: has pink eye.
3: Yeah, I—I I, I was thinking a strap on, but I don't know. You no, know, no, no, you no. can't get away with that. I'm like, oh, no, it's how no. great would that look? A, a dildo on your head? That'd be great. Oh, my God. No, I
15: didn't say wear it on
3: your— Oh, not at all. No, that'd be ridiculous. That'd be ridiculous.
4: <laughs> All right, we'll come, we will come up with something. All right, something that yeah. you can
3: you can you can wear and not lose your career. So, so yeah. uh,
4: gee, they asked about Ted Lasso, but you have you have babies now. So, like, what kids shows are you watching? <laughs> ah,
20: Paul, oh. uh, we had Blippi for a while there for a long time. He actually came to uh, where? Uh, where did he come? I don't even know. Uh, maybe 45 him. minutes from here, Blippy came. He had like a musical, and I brought I brought uh, Gavin there, and it was just insane. I'm not familiar I with, with Blippy, It's what? like,
2: it's oh. one of the biggest things. In Is it? Kids. Oh, yeah. yeah.
20: Really, huh? Yeah, he's thinking over for sure. You got to look this guy up. <laughs> it, uh,
6: we had a it's great moment. Crazy if if you if you remember last year with Gavin uh, cuz we you know with uh, during the pandemic gee you were still in Canada we had uh, Scotty Hartnell was calling in from Jersey and uh, and JVR came on from I think it was in Minnesota but Claude you were at home and there was just a moment where Gavin kind of wandered <laughs> into the background of the Zoom <laughs> it was pressed up against the door and and, and you know uh, it was that was a year ago essentially at this point he's doing well and congratulations <laughs> on the other baby too
20: yeah yeah we got two boys now so it's uh uh it's uh pretty awesome out there wow. so, i mean we all have kids and, and and you
4: know they're grown and stuff like that but so w- we know that you end up watching what the kids are watching anyway and so as a result like some of our most exciting guests we've had in studio we had the we had the wiggles and they actually this. they sang a song for us <laughs> and, yeah. and then here at the camp out for hunger we had the fresh beat band they're not did. around anymore they're yeah. not around yeah. anymore so the but like you know so that's why I asked you because you know this stuff they you know they become you become celebrities you, in our world, like yeah yeah you,
3: they, you tacitly become fans because that's all you 're hearing right i mean yeah that's you don't see any adult regular sh- programming for a while you 're watching good stuff,
5: <laughs> man
20: yeah, I mean, when we went to go see uh Blippi, we met him <laughs> after too, and I, I was looking at him, and I was actually amazed i 'm like you are you're you you're sick. You're famous.
21: How <laughs> can uh, I get a picture?
20: Later. With Blippy.
3: <laughs> Travis,
0: <laughs> uh, how old are you, by the way, if you don't mind me asking?
20: Twenty-five. Twenty-five.
0: All right, your uh, kids ways off from that. <laughs> what what's your what's your yeah. relationship status right now? You single single no man. No kids,
20: just
4: a girlfriend. Yeah, no or kids. Practicing. The
3: guy's driving a vehicle that goes four miles an hour. He doesn't have time.
4: <laughs> <pressing> it <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: you can't cruise for women in a combine.
0: I don't know, maybe in Northern Canada you can. I don't know, man. Uh, That's awesome. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys coming on, supporting this event. Travis, it's wonderful to have you be a part of this for the first time. And, and G, the years and years and years uh, that you've been uh, a part of this event, we we can't thank you enough because we know that uh, uh, the Flyers fans, it resonates with them. They come out, they get motivated, they help. People get fed, and it's a win-win all the way around. So thanks for that. 100%. And
6: uh, right. good luck,
20: good job, guys. Looking yes, forward to a great work. season. Let's yeah. hear it. Claude Drew,
6: Travis Sanh. Thank you. I love it. Claude is now the uh, longest tenured professional athlete in uh, in Philadelphia and ever, or not ever, but I mean um, since his career began, which was. Uh, I mean, he came up as a phantom in, like, 2006 or 2007.
3: He's a good dude, man. He's, yeah. You remember, we we had some sort of function where we were, I forget what we were being, we were receiving an honor. Yes. He took time out in the afternoon, came
6: out, and, and spoke. Uh, spoke at it. It was great. He yeah. was so nervous about doing that, too. And right. he's really grown into a leader for the team, and, and it's just cool to, uh, to be friendly with that guy. I love it. I have to make a public
4: apology to a gentleman named Ed Ward. <laughs> I thought Claude Drew was gonna be here today and so he was texting he was uh tweeting at me yesterday and oh. so Ed, if you're here I'm sorry about that. I, cause Cause I think it, we all thought that. Yeah. But in I, essence,
3: uh, his image was here.
4: It, yes. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know.
3: It doesn't
2: seem to be that Ed's here. Somewhere. Oh, thank God. He didn't make it. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: Ed wouldn't. Uh, Ed's, Ed's King, King, your car right <laughs> now. <laughs> it's a blue Subaru Outback.
2: <laughs> um,
0: actually, but you know who is here? And I want to turn our microphone on out front. Marissa, one of our coolest teachers. I see him wearing a shirt right over here. We love our teachers. Come on over.
21: Well, you can pull your mask down while you talk on the mic, and we've met before. Uh, tell everybody your name. I am uh, Justin Goulet from Holy Ghost Prep. All right, oh. and Justin and Holy Ghost Prep, you emailed us a little while back, right? Yes, yeah, I wanted to make sure I could bring, um, I have Mr. Jacobs here. I have Andrew, Michael, and Rocky, some of our students. Nice. Um, we set a goal of 2,000 pounds. Nice. And we had 3,300 hey.
3: pounds this hey. year. Holy Ghost. There you go. Hey. It's good.
21: Thank you. Yeah. Thought about that. I also want to congratulate you guys on Hall of Fame. So. Oh, thank Congratulations, you. Congratulations. Appreciate that. And congratulate you, you on being one of the coolest teachers. Thank you so much. I always joke that you guys brought me on after Kathy was talking about STDs one day. <laughs> oh and then I was the Kathy teacher that was brought on right after that. Oh, I
3: remember that's oh. that's
21: the day that Kathy revealed she had oh, gonorrhea. Okay. I was like, I was like, all right, let's talk about it. Yeah. Hey, did you end up going to the MM barbecue? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Went there. Yeah. Um, absolutely loved it. Excellent. Um, I'm a I'm a rock and roll fan, so I was actually in the pit for as long as I could. It was cool uh, to see you guys and, here. And it was great. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for the free tickets, and uh, it was a great, great day.
0: Well, thanks for doing what you do, and thanks to the gang at Holy Ghost. We appreciate Perfect. that. That's then, outstanding. Thank
21: you guys for another great event. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Excellent. <laughs> On that note, we will take a break and come back in just a
0: moment because there is more to come, friends. Make sure you stay with us because we will not be gone long. It's Camp Out for Hunger. Day number three, right, people? We'll be right back.
8: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: I had to take a dump, sorry. Uh, did, did you wreck the bathroom? Oh my god! Yeah. Did you
4: use the RV or did you go to Xfinity the Live?
0: Oh, oh no, in the RV. Why? Okay,
4: no, because I go to Xfinity Live. I really? I yeah. That was a rule. Well, no, it's not my means, RV. No,
0: that that ended a long time. That ago. that's for us. Yeah. Cuz I
2: knocked on the door the other day cuz I wasn't sure and he was like, "Yep, in here and you're not going to want to use it for an hour." <laughs> oh yeah. man. i was like, "Cool." I...
0: It was just I'm I'm sick I you know I, I'm yeah. ill and it's bad and I had to, I had to go then so I'll tell you what though. and I thought I had enough
3: time I, you're, you're all right. the the lot uh, of the flatulence is, has dropped dramatically today uh, or has the fan no the fan is working all right oh, all okay. right I
0: haven't had,
5: really
3: working I haven't
0: had as many episodes I kid you not everybody who's in. The tent right now. Well, yesterday, I had horrible gas because I got something going on in my intestines. And after we nearly killed Kathy, Rodney came over and put this behind me. This is this is a blower. All right, this is like more than a fan. This right, is a yeah. blower, and it sits right here by my ass, and it blows off in that direction where there are fewer yeah. people. Yeah, you might want to move. You fewer, fewer people. Is that he's the the general manager of the. Uh, of
3: a uh, live casino. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, bl- I'm blowing farts over it.
0: you and you
3: haven't gone recently. That's the same Sorry, unit that, man. that Whoopi Goldberg uses, Preston. Oh, is that what yeah. it is? All right.
2: So I'm good, but all of our like VIP guests, not yeah. so much. <laughs>
3: That's why they want to get
0: Things on air. Things we do for you, princess. <laughs> wow. All right, but anyhow,
1: what are we doing? Uh,
0: let's oh. do the bizarre. file. We're doing the bizarre file. All right, okay. let's do that now. I'm ready,
1: Jason. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three W. It was beautiful. MMR. WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre final. Yeah. <sighs> Brought to you
0: by <laughs> WPHL TV. Young Sheldon joins the Big Bang Theory on PHL 17 weeknights and 7 at 9.30. Family night every night is on PHL 17. All right, we will start with this. Okay, so I do remember this story. Uh, this is out of L.A. There were viral videos of what appeared to be A guy in a jetpack flying around LAX. I saw this. Okay, so new video and photos released by the Los Angeles Police Department on Monday may have finally revealed the true story behind the LAX Jetpack Man. The new images appear to be showing an inflatable balloon resembling Jack Skellington from (laughs) Tim Burton's Nightmare
3: Before Christmas. Yeah. Not an actual human being wearing a jetpack. I think I called that one. I looked at the picture. My wife and I were looking at it, and I said, that looks like Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Monday's
0: revelation comes months after multiple reports of reported jetpack man sightings made rounds on social media. Uh, The LAX mystery first captured the Internet's attention in late August of 2020 after an American Airlines pilot reported seeing, quote, a mystery person in a jetpack flying in the path of incoming jets. Uh, Since the first sighting, multiple other videos surfaced online, possibly showing the same mysterious object. Uh, The FBI issued the following statement that said the FBI FBI has worked closely with the FAA to investigate reported jetpack sightings in the Los Angeles area, none of which have been verified. One working theory is that pilots might have seen balloons. Uh Uh, As of Monday, no arrests or charges have been announced in the investigation. So far, no one has come forward to definitively confirm that it was Jack Skellington or actually... Uh, that was actually flying over the L.A.
3: Listen, car. we've contributed to similar things. We had a, uh, a sex balloon almost fly across the flight path of uh, Philadelphia Airport. Yep. So it, it happens. It definitely can happen. Uh, let's see. Pizza Hut
0: has replied to a customer who recently expressed his detaste for wording used on one of the retailer's sauce bottles. Adrian Shan last month slammed a Pizza Hut following the dining experience at its Hull, England outlet. Where he likened its tomato sauce label to, quote, an app for swingers. Mr. Shan was unhappy with the bottle's sticker, which read, shake, squeeze, and squirt. Uh, <laughs> and he said, it's not innocent in my eyes. The barbecue sauce on one said, squeeze. Come on. But the ketchup one said, well, it put me off using it. It literally sounds like an app for swingers. This guy's actually complaining about this. Yeah. He said, I do not understand how someone could put that sentence together. It's awful. He said, uh, he described it as... And yet he
3: totally glosses over their queef pops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He said it was inappropriate due to the venue's family-friendly reputation. In an email raising his issue with the company, Mr. Shan asked for a full refund and demand that Pizza Hut rebrand its
3: sexualized tomato sauce. Those are actual clear and actual usable instructions for how to use it. Shake, squeeze, and squirt. Yeah. That's
0: what happened. Come on, man. I don't know. Uh, a, A man in Texas is accused of shooting his friend multiple times and then barricading himself inside an apartment complex. Zachary Carl Pfluger was arrested after a lengthy standoff. Now, according to police, Pfluger shot his friend around 3.30 in the afternoon because he was offended by what his friend was wearing to a wedding. Did it say a shirt that said shake, squeeze? Yeah, maybe that was it. (laughs) So they didn't indicate what he was wearing that offended him so much that he shot his friend. The victim was taken to the hospital. His condition is unknown. Pfluger then barricaded himself in his bedroom... Police said at one point, Pfluger actually shot at a SWAT
3: member attempting wow. to negotiate a surrender. Because of inappropriate or what he perceived as inappropriate wedding attire?
0: I guess that's what it all huh. came down to. Uh, Fluger surrendered, surrendered around 10 p.m. Joe Biden was flashed by a large, naked Scottish man <laughs> while traveling to the COP26 climate change summit in Glasgow, according to a White House reporter's pooled report. Yeah, I have one of those. Mr. Biden was making the journey from his hotel in Edinburgh to the conference in Glasgow when the reporter noticed something unusual. (laughs) The report read, at one point... When we were still on smaller country roads, a large, naked Scottish man stood in his front window taking a picture of the motorcade with his phone. (laughs) That's going to be a hell of a picture. It's possible the man forgot to get dressed amid the excitement of dashing to uh, photograph the spectacle of a huge motorcade passing his house with a helicopter following overhead. So the guy was taking the picture. Yeah. I don't think there's a picture of the guy, Uh which I wish there was. Oh, my God. Because I would love to see that. That
3: was a wild, super long motorcade. Did you see? No, I didn't. Presidential motorcades are like crazy. Well you Had to remember be like 60 vehicles. We were at Y one hundred
0: one time. Yes, and Bush came and by President Bush came by, the motorcade drove right by the front of the building. Yeah. It was cool, man. It was awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was very cool. All right, we'll do one more story and then we will wrap it up. I have another Pizza Hut story. Oh. A Pizza Hut customer in England again uh was actually this is in Wales was furious to find that his delivery order was actually someone else's leftovers. (laughs)
5: Oh, man.
0: Darren Davies ordered an American barbecue pizza from the chain's uh, Lanelli, Wales location, but instead was given someone else's doggy bag. According to The Sun, the box included all kinds of pizza, including chicken and vegetarian. Uh, Pizza Hut says that they've reached out to the customer to apologize, ensure that he receives a refund, and to thank him for bringing the matter to their attention. But just someone maybe that's leftovers. a new
3: thing to offer other yeah. people's leftovers, Mystery like bag. food sharing. Yeah, food sharing. All
0: right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Okay, before we get to the lesson question, and the trash music news, which we are going to do in this very segment, uh, we are going to welcome a gentleman we met not too long ago. Um, we were doing our blood drive.
3: Yeah. Yes, actually, couldn't have been more welcoming for us.
0: We had a change of venue, and you know, still under COVID restrictions and all, and we did the, I believe, for presidency blood drive at Live Casino. And we would like to welcome to our tent this morning the general manager of Live Casino, Mr. Joe Bilheimer, yeah. is here this morning.
22: Thank good you, good you all for it, having though. us. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having us. Sorry for the fan blowing my pants in <laughs> your direction. Yeah, that was a little disturbing. <laughs> it's like, totally disturbing. Too much
0: to share there. Uh, number one, we had, we had great success with our blood drive. So thank you for hosting that. That was wonderful.
22: Thank you. It's, it's part of what Live Casino is. I mean, when we got into the market, I mean, one of our first uh, missions was to figure out how to get into the community. And uh, Phil Abundance has been a, a great part of that. Uh, and more, Our first volunteer event that we did uh, was right after your Camp Out for Hunger during the pandemic last year. Excellent. Excellent.
0: And we were um, we were surprised, I know Steve and I were, at the facilities that you had there. That's great. Uh, that, um, uh, well, I wouldn't call it a ballroom, what would you call it the the, the room that we were in?
22: Uh, event center. Event yep. center, Yeah. About 30,000 square feet. Yeah. Uh, you were one of the first activations we had in there because That's of correct. the pandemic. That's correct.
0: And, and it, the, the stage is beautiful. It's it's set for all different kinds of, of things that can be put on there. What are the plans for the uh, the future of the event center?
22: So, we actually start our uh, entertainment uh, schedule uh, coming up this week we have a prince tribute on friday night and uh uh, the long snapper, uh, John Dorenbos, uh, performing on Saturday ah,
3: Night. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's a good friend of the show, and he's, he's, uh, his live stuff is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and as Preston said, in general, we we're blown away with the facility. The the casino itself and everything is laid out really well. It's, it's like brand spanking new almost, and uh, it well, just has a good vibe to and it. And the fact
0: that it's got a hotel
22: uh, with yeah. it as
3: well is uh, pretty impressive, too. How many uh, rooms, how many people can
22: stay? We have 208 rooms, uh, 2,000 slot machines. Uh, over 100 table games, uh, as I mentioned, the 30,000-square-foot convention and uh, event center. Uh, there's been some fantastic restaurants, uh, Prime, Luck Foo, our sports and social brand, and and also our, our um, uh, Guy Fieri's and uh, yeah, a, few, yeah. a few other uh, great, great uh, snack areas, Lorenzo's, nice. Termini's. And I know Marissa's been doing the the uh, Sunday game events there. She's she, been loving it. She's having a great
0: time. Yeah. So uh, uh, congrats on the success so far of uh, Live Casino. Thank and you. And continued on. And uh, you're here to make a donation today.
22: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm really proud, again, as I, I mentioned, our very first uh, um, uh, endeavor out into the community was to was with Phil Abundance. Uh, I, I must say that... They had me sorting uh, peanut butter and jelly and (laughs) all the all the donations. Yeah. Um, So we can't be more proud than to to be here to uh, donate, uh, make our donation. We're we're going to donate 200 additional turkeys worth five thousand dollars, as well as ten thousand dollars. Yes.
0: Nice. 200 turkeys and $10,000. So
3: far, we're up to 700 turkeys.
0: Oh, yeah. That's awesome, yeah.
22: man. Fantastic. Yeah. And next Thursday, we're uh, our, our team of executives, as well as a lot of our frontline team members, will be out there to help sort all of the uh, food that That's you That's a critical have part. That's a critical part to do that, to let so.
3: you roll up your sleeves and help, you know, because honestly, for people who know, we've said it over the years, Phil Abundance relies on this single event to really keep going year round, and without it, it'd be uh, devastating. So, but the sorting is a huge part. Oh
22: of it. yeah, yeah. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't magically get you know placed where it needs to be. I am an unbelievable sorter. You can <laughs> ask uh, Laurie and Kim from Philadelphia. In the I'm peanut the butter best.
3: Peanut butter and jelly category, you, I can you, you, sort you with dominate. the best of them. Yeah. yeah,
22: yeah, that's excellent. Well, Joe, thank you for the support. It means so much to us. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for everything you guys do uh, to put this on. Really Our pleasure. Continued success.
0: At Live Casino, let's hear for Joe, guys. General Manager Thank you. Joe Billheimer and ten thousand dollars and two hundred turkeys. I would like to use this moment, uh, a message to remind you. You hear these big numbers and all these wonderful donations. We still need your uh, your donation. It is Absolutely. not meager by any stretch for you to bring by five, ten pounds, whatever you got. Five, ten bucks, whatever you got.
3: We played, we played back those those uh those young men yesterday they what ten and seven or whatever had did their own drive and and as I said uh then and it holds true and Pierre always hits it the sing, you know the single donations oh does it mean anything think of the family that's gonna sit down and eat the food you brought yes to them it means everything so yep. we need it all absolutely all right and
0: uh by the way, I do want to mention uh this hour's sponsor. Uh, is... Who do we have here? Oh, uh, Stoffer, Glove and Safety. A we premier, like those people. mere distributor of uh, Honeywell Safety Products. And they made a nice donation yesterday, which was wonderful, too. All right. Uh, we need to do today's lesson question. And as a prize, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Bert Kreischer, whose birthday is today. Yeah. Uh, on New Year's Eve at the Met for his second show that night, the late show, the 10 p.m. show. And the question that we are going to go with this morning... Uh let's see. Oh, okay. Let's see if you remember this. We were talking about fake IDs earlier today. Uh and who are we talking to about Kate Flannery. Kate Flannery. Kate Flannery. <laughs> Kathy told us that she had a fake ID <laughs> with some with a real person's name. And what was that person's name? That's a tough question. That's a a good one. 215-263-WMMR. She used it forever because she was like 14 when she started using her fake ID. (laughs) No. No. What was the real name on Kathy's fake ID? For real. 215-263-WMMR. Let's do the trash while you
1: call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you today by Wawa.
0: Wawa and 2SP are brewing good by donating $10,000 to Abundance in honor of Winter Reserve Mocha Latte Stout. Hitting the shelves at select Wawa stores tomorrow. Uh, What's going on this morning,
3: Steve? Well, Michael Bublé announcing he's set to headline a Las Vegas residency at Resorts World in 2022. Bublé admits he will have to re-announce the residency next year because most of his elderly audience will have died by then.
4: <laughs>
3: a monkey belonging to the girlfriend of Longhorn Special Teams coach Jeff Banks reportedly ta- attacked a young trick-or-treater on Halloween night. Banks says that in the monkey's defense, the kid was dressed like a banana. Hey. And finally, sister, sister Wives, which is actually a weird show, stars Kristen Brown and Cody Brown are going their separate ways. Christine says she believes her polygamous husband... Might not be sleeping with other women. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we will see if
0: anyone can get this answer. This is a tough one today. What was the name on Kathy's fake ID for years? Uh, and on the phone, we are going to try out Megan here. Uh, hi, Megan. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
0: All right, Megan, what was the name on Kathy's fake ID?
2: It was Dawn Durr. Dawn ah, Durr. I yeah. am.
0: <laughs> Dawn Durr. That's good got it right.
2: By the way, it was found in Westchester, so Don Durr has to be local or was at least local at the time.
0: I'm, somebody's got to know. If it. someone knows a Don Dawn Durr All right. Uh, Yeah, get in touch. So a pair of tickets to see Burt Kreischer is what we're going to set Megan up with, and that is uh, New Year's Eve at the Met. Uh, It is his second show that night, 10 p.m. It was just announced the other day. Uh, The Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Complete information at WMMR.com. All right, let's get into music news.
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 92.
0: Yeah! 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 I right, brought you this morning by the American Red Cross. You can give something that means something this holiday season. The Red Cross urges eligible blood and platelet donors of all types to give now. Uh, visit redcross.org or call 1-800-Red Cross. Uh, let's see. We will begin with, and I'm going to end with an announcement, I believe. Ah. Um, set of alternate lyrics to Led Zeppelin's legendary 1975 song, Kashmir. ...are heading to auction. Uh, handwritten Robert Plant lyrics, written in pencil on stationery from Chicago's Whitehall Hotel. Uh, the one-of-a-kind lyric sheet will go under the hammer on November 19th and 20th as part of Julianne's Auction's Icons and Idol's Rock and Roll Auction. Uh, the lyric sheet, which previously sold at Sotheby's back in 2016, is expected to fetch up to $300,000. Yeah.
3: Uh, do we have an idea what the alternate lyrics are like? I didn't look it up. I know um, it's not cashmere, it's nice schmear is nice the actual schmear lyrics but I, I don't know what you would change up in that song so it's bagel related it's bagel related okay uh, the, uh, Robert Plant was very much into Lord of the Rings and bagels
21: oh. <laughs> well whos is it?
6: isn't they're so good they go well together
3: <laughs> uh, Slash revealed that
0: while recording his upcoming album with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators uh, they all uh, contracted COVID Uh, They will release their latest album titled Four on February 11th, slash gave the backstory on the session saying the funniest story about this record was the COVID story because we took a tour bus to Nashville to keep ourselves safe, to get there and not travel commercially. And then we went and recorded the whole record. And then I got a phone call from Miles in the studio when I was about to do overdubs, and he goes, man, I tested positive. And subsequently, two of the other guys tested positive. So they all had to go into quarantine, and we still had to do percussion and background vocals And so we sort of stalled. He went on and explained we mixed what we had, which was a lot. And then we recorded the background vocals in the guest house of the house that we were all quarantined in. And then those guys got better. I tested positive finally. And so I I had to quarantine. But I just got vaccinated, so I only had to quarantine for a few days. He he
3: says he thinks the big problem is that they all share a salt lick, and that was the big issue.
0: He said, so I came out, and then we did the percussion and mixed the rest of the record and drove home. So that was the funny experience about this particular record was everybody having to navigate the whole COVID experience. Slipknot appears to have uh, posted six audio snippets from their forthcoming seventh studio album on a mysterious new teaser site. Mm-hmm. Uh, the link to the band's Fest site titled Read All About It If You Want To. Leads to uh, ChapelTownRag.com, which features the new clips.
3: Yeah, Kathy, Kathy was showing me this.
0: Uh, uh. The site appears to be an online market for <laughs> Slipknot NFTs, uh, though some are hoping that it is a precursor to the final taste of the band's next release. She's a big oh, like, Total Knot Fest fan, right, Kathy? Yeah, well,
2: you know me.
0: Uh, Green Day has announced their first North American Tour date of 2022. The band will play at the Innings Festival in Tampa, Florida. That'll be alongside Incubus and 311 on Saturday, March 19th. Lumineers will headline the second night of that festival. And speaking of Incubus, the first single from Brandon Boyd's solo album, Echoes and Cocoons, will drop later this month. Uh, Boyd announced that the Undisclosed track will premiere on November 19th, uh, two months ahead of the album's February release date. Bruce Springsteen is reportedly in talks to sell. His recorded music and publishing catalog, the Sony Music. Wow. Uh, so the entire package, by the way, uh, sources say um, while the album uh, catalog deal is nearly done, uh, the publishing catalog remains in play, according to Billboard. They estimated that the boss's entire package could be worth between 330 and $415 million. That's it? So close to a half a billion. I'd charge a lot more if it was my music. Uh, according to the, oh, it is my music. It is your music. According to the report, selling the rights to their music is uh, anathema, anathema
6: to many artists. Or is it anathema? Anathema. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a military academy. Okay. No, no, that's uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Annapolis, Bruce. It's the Citadel. It's Navy. But I'm sorry. I'm not good with things. Uh, D- Dylan started this trend. He, I remember he Dylan did. did it like probably at some point last year, and uh, I'm really surprised, and it seems to be like... Older kind of you know classic rock dudes doing this. Nick, I was just thinking the same thing. I think I think at a
3: certain point they realize okay, well,
6: what what is what is it doing
3: now? You know, yeah, yeah. I, I want to get that ski do. Well, according to the report, uh, they said,
0: but as, as they reach or pass standard retirement age and begin estate planning, uh, a sale is an attractive option, especially today as song catalogs are hitting previously unimagined unimagined valuations. And artists considered the realities of leaving their heirs with a valuable. But cumbersome asset. And I just wanna
3: look into that reverse mortgage. Tom Selleck,
1: <laughs> was, Tom Selleck was telling me about it. It looks very
3: promising. But here's something you don't
0: consider. If you're gonna leave Magnum. If you're gonna leave your music assets to a family member, song catalogs in particular require extensive management to optimize their value. So it can be work. Yeah. You know, even though even though it's worth a lot, you have to manage it, you know. So I
3: wonder how, I wonder what the expense is. I mean, are we just talking this legal costs, or is there does it have to be
6: dusted? I don't know about yeah, that. I'm not yeah. sure. Who owns the uh, Beatles catalog now? Because it was Michael, and then he sold it back. and, and uh, I, don't know. I think he sold a good portion of it back to Paul, right? Did he? Okay, yeah. All
0: right, and then one last story. Uh, MMR is happy to announce a show coming to town. It will be at the Fillmore Satu- or Sunday, January 30th. It's Dirty Honey and Mammoth W V A. It's called the Young Guns Tour. Uh, tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. That sounds like a hell of a show. Ticketmaster and Jackie Bam Bam this week is going to give away tickets. So make sure that you listen to him. And we are going to have uh, Mark LaBelle, the lead singer of Dirty Honey, on the program tomorrow, I believe. Yep. Uh, so we'll talk to him about uh, coming back to Philly again. Uh, the the area love it. Can't get enough of that. Band, yeah. Which is awesome. We love them. All right, and that's it. That's music news for you. We have to take a break. Again, we've gone to almost 11 o'clock today. It's every day this week. When we return, Pierre Robert will be in this very yeah. studio, so don't you miss it. We'll come back in just a second here. I can't out the Hunger on MMA.
1: Justin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Subaru. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: Hallelujah! Thank you guys. We appreciate the uh, the applause. Thank you so much. It's uh, five minutes after 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's five minutes after 11 Can you believe that? On uh, Wednesday, Man, us. President of Steve, show what a beautiful day too. Fifty-two degrees and sunshine, and everybody seems to be happy and enjoying themselves and riding carnival rides and winning stuff.
3: And and we need to mention again, it's not back. The, like uh, the hundred percent, she's super huge tent from years past. Yep. But the tent is open. If you yeah. come in, we just ask that you have a mask. We want to make sure that uh, we do everything by the books here, and uh, you can come in, watch the show, come say hi to Pierre when he's on, and Jackson and Sarah, and it's it's going on. Yeah. And
4: also, listen, if you can't make it down here and you still want to donate, Acme is a great way to do that. If it's you go. Awesome. You do the pin pad program. Yeah. You can donate, uh, you know, through that as you're checking out. Also, Steven Singer, uh, he's still doing the the yellow. Rose. Yes. And so it's a Sunshine Platinum Dip Rose, and exclusively it's to p- support the Camp Out for Hunger. So if you go to IHateStevenSinger.com, a portion of each rose sold is going to go to Phil Abundance and the Camp Out for Hunger. So if you can't make it down here, there are other ways that you can do it. Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Uh, you know, we do some thank yous and all that stuff. Real quick, I want to say hello and thank you to Huey Dillion, who is uh from Philly Chit Chat, and he was going to take pictures for one day. He had so much fun for one day, he's taking pictures every day. He's time. the man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can see his photos at uh, com. So uh, those are being uh, watched by everybody who wants to take a peek and maybe can't get a chance to come down here on their own. And uh, keep in mind, we're also always streaming on, uh, on YouTube as well. Yes. Uh, so you can see what's going on. Um, let me see. Thank you also real quick uh, to, and I'll run through these. Uh, our guest today, Jim Curtin, head coach of Phil Philadelphia Union. Kate Flannery from the office. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro. Ricky Batalico and Mickey <laughs> Morandini. Uh, we also had um, Claude Giroux on this morning. And Travis. Uh, Travis Sanheim. Travis,
6: good lord. Sanheim. All right, Enough! enough! Hey, You're killing me over here. Jeez. Thank you. And we have to come up with a, a, a replacement for the starter jacket in the locker room. Yes. G offered that up for us, and we're going to. We need to do it. Yeah. All right. So thank you to
0: them and everybody else who donated to them from, from uh, Wawa and Bimbo and Planet Fitness and Live Casino and uh, the, the, uh, the Hometown Foundation. It was just uh, wonderful and overwhelming. And thank you to the Villanova swim team uh, for being in the Endless Pool today uh, catching us up. In case goal of eighty-two miles, you jumping in right after this. I'll you jump see?
4: in after this, and then I was like, "Man, should I be the one that crosses the finish line at, uh, at eighty-two miles?" I don't, Maybe you're the first man time?
3: to break the sound barrier. So I, I think it's only fit. I have broken yeah. the sound barrier before.
0: That's why we call him Chuck.
4: That's right. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, but we call this guy Captain Corduroy,
10: ladies and gentlemen, Piero Bear is hey. here. Hey. That's right. How you doing, Cap? Uh, fine, kids. I'm doing fine. Excellent. Happy to hear that. Fun day again to listen. Uh, a great day to come down uh, and help out. I was uh, after the gymnasium yesterday at the, my local Acme, in fact, and uh, you're, there's a bag at every checkout place with, uh, with food in it and a reminder to donate to Preston and Steve. you got to love it. And then at the end, when you check out, it couldn't be easier. You can give a donation. Uh, so um, the Acme folks have made it incredibly easy. So uh, many, so many
3: organizations and, and and companies have become a part, an intrinsic part of this, uh, and they keep upping their generosity. And then, as you often say, and I I often mimic what you say about the individual donation. It, there, is, there is no difference between the, the one person bringing down a bag and, the, and what Acme's you know, staggering efforts are. It all
10: feeds people. Well, what you said just a few moments ago, in fact, um, when you said, you know, if you think, well, this doesn't make any difference, think about the family that's going to be eating the bag of food that yeah. you brought. Uh, so, and I'll never forget the year. I don't remember which year it was. They tend to bleed together. Uh, but, uh, this kid came down from far, far Northeast and he took four or five different buses, uh, to get here. It, it took him an hour and a half, maybe two hours to get here to bring one bag of food. And he felt guilty. I said, don't you dare feel guilty. God bless you for coming. Uh, thank you so much for coming. You made a huge difference. Uh, By virtue of his caring, by virtue of his willingness to do that, uh, it was all he could do. But, I mean, he was that committed to helping out somebody else. And, you know, in these crazy times of division, who can't agree on that? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. absolutely.
6: Yep. By the way, uh, nice job yesterday with, uh, with Tyrese Maxey, you, Pierre, and Casey and Pancake. Did an awesome job with that interview. He was a really cool dude to listen to. I know you guys bonded over tequila. Look, he's he's <laughs> dribbling and shooting. But he was it was a good interview, and he's he a 20 year old kid, uh, and it was it was cool to hear that. And
10: so, uh, nice job by you guys. <laughs> oh my God, he just. Was that a bat or a golf club? I didn't, uh, couldn't little tell. A both, okay, and, a some, both. and some hockey in there too. I'm okay. surprised you're not over at the training facilities. Well, uh, it's hard to keep yeah. me away. But um, uh, that was so much fun. He couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. Uh, and um, you, and uh, you know, I'm so glad I brought it up. They call it the Nova Pierre Complex. <laughs> that, the, the Nova, the P- Pierre, yeah. Nova Pierre. Nova Complex. Pierre Complex. I'm gonna work you boys. Uh, you, yeah. Give me twenty. All right. Every one of you. Um, one everyone, you (laughs) you bastards, give me 20 right now. Um, Or five. Yeah, five will work, too. Or just stand there looking. Or just stand there looking at me like (laughs) the idiot I am.
1: Or how about a letter? Just one letter.
10: Okay. All right, let's do it, Jason.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E is an empty. All right. Uh, We have a Word of the Week prize that we give away on Friday. $300 brought to you by... The bagster. The yeah, bagster. A dumpster in a bag, perfect for all home improvement cleanups. You can just pick one up today at any of your local home improvement stores. Buy Phil gone, and that is how it works. I'm sure you got some great stuff planned for today.
10: I do. Uh, more pair of tickets, another pair of tickets for the more something, right? Pair of tick- more pair things. of tickets. More pairs and apples <laughs> and pumpkins. All right. And blueberries. And a pair of tickets for the killers coming 20 years from now, next summer or whenever yeah. the hell they're coming. Uh, but it goes on sale on Friday, and uh, I'll have a pair of tickets for that. And I've got Tom Petty uh, live and Nickelback in the workforce blocks today, so we'll have some fun with that. Nice. I
0: love it. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, The President Steve Show, brought to you today by Dunkin', the official coffee of The President Steve Show. Also, by Acme. Download the Acme app, and you can see the all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit AcmeMarkets.com for details. And also brought to you by Trinity Rehab. Have nagging pain you can't get rid of? Trinity Rehab can help. You can go to trinity-rehab.com for information. Uh, tomorrow, live here in the studio, uh, our buddy Michael Barkan. Always a great He's time great. With Mike. Uh, we will also have, as I said earlier, Mark LaBelle, lead singer of Dirty Honey, joining us. We just announced that show coming up. Uh, and some more members of the Flyers family. This time around we'll be alums. We'll have Brad Marsh, Scotty Hartnell, and Danny Briere on the program. Nice. And you know, we'll never know what happens between now and then. We'll probably add a few other people to that list as well. So. Uh, That's it. Our show is done. So, Ray John, have yourself a great day. Thank you guys for being here in person. Come and see us at the Camp Out for Hunger. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
6: It's not
0: just boughs of holly that make your home festive. It's you decking the halls with rugs of beauty. The kitchen with juicers and mixers of chrome. It's setting your table with touches of elegance and adorning your living room with accents of style. HomeDepot.com has all the latest decor to get your home ready for the holidays. Because it's not just Santa who's coming to town. It's also your in-laws. Make the holidays yours with home decor from the Home Depot. How doers get more done.